Welcome back to This American Ride Podcast, where we talk about issues that affect you, the average American. What's up? Welcome back to the show. We are uh, about time I hit the record button. We've been sitting here bullshitting for a hot minute. I'm George. I'm here with Bert. And today we've got Sam, Superman of NJ, hanging out with us here Hello, in the studio. Everybody. Excited to be here. As always, yeah, yeah, it's good to have a another guest. Always good to have guests. Is this your is this your first time on a podcast? Uh, yes, it first is. first time in a podcast yes, it is, studio. It's very like an actual recording, not live yeah. stream, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, this is it. Well, nice. Welcome. Thanks for coming, I'm hanging out with happy, us for a little bit. Happy to be here. We figured we'd have you on because we know you like to talk, and that's what podcasts are all about. Yeah, I do like to talk, my friends. Jabbering. So, <laughs> and I think I think George has a plan for you today. I hope so. He okay. says George has a plan. Like people don't know, like just like two minutes ago, you're like, so what's the plan? What'd you give him? And I said, I, I gave Sam nothing. He gave Sam, me nothing. Sam's got we'll no idea. We're, we're shooting, <laughs> shooting from the hip here today. Actually, this might be one of the first, we usually have a plan, <laughs> notes and things to talk about. And today is just kind of like, well, Sam's coming on, so we'll just wing it. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just go with it. We are supposed to have Bri here. Bri's probably listening to this now on his drive to work on uh, Friday, but, uh, Bro, I could not make it with us here tonight. Yeah, so you don't have like a you don't have like a fancy like written up uh, like bio about Sam, like an you introduction. Know, this type is of thing? this is not Joe Rogan. I don't know what your does he do. Well, that? Really no, I'm about that. I've think, never even seen the beginning I, of one of his. I, I, podcasts. I don't think Rogan does that. I don't, I don't even think you know who Rogan's guest is until like 40 minutes in when Rogan's done talking about himself. <laughs> <laughs> But Listen, everybody likes to hear about that, though. That is not the way to get famous. Ripping on Rogan, bro. Rip, ripping on Rogan. He yeah. runs the podcast world. It does. So well, our buddy, Sam, um, who we got acquainted with the one day, uh, Bert sent me this picture of this white road glide and he goes, this guy follows us on Instagram or we follow this guy on Instagram or something like that. And here's the bike. And that was the, the first I heard of Sam. And then we ran into each other a while later at the prohibition bar. Yeah. I do remember going back to that first day. I think I was mm-hmm. going to say something to you cause you looked familiar mm-hmm. and then I didn't. And then by the time I went to go grab my drink or bag of chips or whatnot, I turn around, you're gone. And then you had posted that picture. Yeah. And I was tagged and I was like, it was him. Yeah. So I was with the wife at Wawa, our local Wawa. And we come out and there's a road glide sitting there. And obviously we had the channel and I saw it. And obviously it stood out because of your stickers on your, your yeah. windshield. That's what I saw. The sticker. What did, it, what did that sticker say? It said, <laughs> it said say it. was it hashtag? Did it say hashtag? Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag this bagger Fs. <laughs> But it wasn't. Wait, just so you F. can't curse on a podcast? Oh, you can. I you just, can. You know, I'm, can. Just, I'm just a nice guy. Um, His sister. That was in the, this. My that sister was in the very young this. stages, though. The <laughs> white word. Yeah. Line. So I was like, oh, that's funny. And, you know, and Carolyn and I was like, hold on, I want to get a picture of this. So I went over and I took a picture. And then uh, she's like, well, why don't you wait and see? I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to sit around here wait until the guy comes out. I'm like staring at his bike like some some tool, like sweating his bike. So I was like, no, let's go. So we left. And then I posted something. I posted it or whatever and on Instagram. And then uh, someone we know was like, I know that bike. Yeah, Big Red sent me something. Yeah. Well, it was his that wife. Was mutual. Yeah, his wife commented that, uh, Mel commented that, uh, I know that bike. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, it's so-and-so. I'm like, all right. I, I didn't, I don't, we didn't know you at that time. So I was like, okay. And then I don't, I don't know what happened. Well, I don't know what the next step of meeting you was. We ran into him at the infamous bike night at prohibitions. Yeah. Ooh, the, infamous. The, uh, the guy got mad at me for oh, filming man. in public. <laughs> Fucking tool. Almost had a throw down. <laughs> cause you, cause unless you, if you guys don't know this, if you're not big motorcycle people and you're not here for the motorcycle content, you're not apparently allowed to film people's, take pictures or video of people's bikes at a bike night. 
doesn't make sense to me. It still doesn't make sense to me. No, people try to explain it. Like in the, and even the hardcore people try to explain it to me and it just, it, it made sense. I feel you like come to a bike night for people to look at your bike. Well, it's not that I feel like it might've made sense in like 1982, but your plate, like these cops, they don't even need to be behind you to see a plate anymore. It's not like they're tracking. It's, it's so weird. It's man. not like the state police are, are watching baggers and brewers on YouTube going, ah, yeah. Like three weeks ago, that bike was at the prohibition bar. Like, I think it's just something but, but I drive my car and my bike all the time down the road and thousands of people get to see my license plate. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't, why don't I have a, a, a washcloth covering it for that? But I do for pictures on the internet. Like why? I do love that when you, yeah. like what's, I don't get it. Like you could, all kinds of people see my license plate. I feel like we used to do that. Like when we first started YouTube, I would try and like block out plates and stuff like that. And after a while Mm. I was like, screw that. It's just people still do it when they post pictures. Yeah. Block out their plate. I mean, I got a specialty plate so people do see it. So (laughs) I want to show it (laughs) off. Take a picture of my cool plate guys. Cool plate, bro. You need a new specialty plate now. Yeah. So one thing led to another, we, you know, met up, hit it up, hit a couple of bike nights or whatever. And, just kind of started hanging out. I mean, mm-hmm. cool. best friends for life. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So now we, uh, now he's helping us out with this, uh, this event that we told you guys about last week. And, um, we get together to ride. He comes over for family taco night. Yeah. Love yeah. taco nights. Yep. Yep. We had a big uh, event planning session this weekend. Yeah. At the uh, that went pretty well. It did go well. It did go I mean, well. Burke got a lot of notes. I got all my notes. Did have a lot of notes. I do mm-hmm. I know exactly who you have to follow up with that we need answers from? Again, if you guys weren't listening last week, we're doing a big charity event in July the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. If you are someone in the tri-state area here in Jersey that has a business and you do any kind of vending at local fairs or any of that, and you're interested, hit us up at baggers and brews at gmail.com or this American ride 1776 at Gmail and you can be a part of it. Yeah. And it's uh right now we've got a, an awesome uh, raffle going off mm-hmm. with the, uh, how many entries have you got for that? Not enough. Not enough. Never yeah. enough. We, we have, we have some, we do have some, we have uh, only like five or six so far, five or six people, but more tickets sold. Yeah. Than that. Yeah, so more some money people, than that. Some people bought multiple people bought tickets. The most tickets. Um, well, so one one guy exactly we know, um, flipping the flipping the blue blue was blue, it blue mule? Was? Yeah, that's who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, he had just went in and made a donation right before we uh, announced this. So then he sent me a message. He was like, "Hey, you know, can mine be as part of that?" So I'm like, "Yeah, sure." That's fair. Yeah. So he had donated like five hundred dollars. <laughs> that's a lot of tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got what twenty, twenty five. Yeah, I think, whatever. I don't do the math, something like that. But um, a couple other people, you know, there's donations, but we still have a lot of time. Which we're only like a weekend to have announced it, so we will be mm-hmm. pushing it like drug Hardcore. pushers on the uh, Instagram and Facebook. There's still a lot of time. That's the good thing about yeah, jumping the gun, you know, and getting right to it. Still a lot of time, and we've got a lot of other stuff that we are going to be. Uh, <clears throat> raffling off, yeah. and uh, that we are have. We've got a bunch of stuff in this week that we have to put together, but we're trying to, you know, get as much attention going to the iron horse, which is an awesome hotel just outside of Sturgis. Have Um, you been there personally? I have not been to this, this hotel. I've seen pictures of it. It looks awesome. looks awesome. No, it looks like a cool spot. Um, we have not been there. I mean, we haven't, we've only been to, well, Sturgis once together. Yeah. Do they have the, uh, the bike 
parking next to your room. Which one's that? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I think about? there is bike parking the garage, near the room. It's right? not a, no, not the, no, that's on the, um, isn't that, there's that's one on in Route Tennessee. 66. There's one in Tennessee that does that too. Okay. The one know. I'm thinking of is on Route 66. I know it had that. That's in North Carolina. Blue Swallow. Yeah. What's it called? I don't know the name of it. The place you're thinking of is in North Carolina. It's right in the Maggie Valley. And I forget the name of that place. So. I feel like it's like but Iron Something. It, it is Iron Something. And um, there's a bar, a famous biker bar there called Iron Something in the Maggie Valley. And both of those are close to like, uh, the wheels through time museum. Okay. Yeah. So quick disclaimer, mm-hmm. everybody knows we usually don't talk a lot of motorcycle stuff on this channel. This is separate from baggers and brews, but we'll probably talk a little bit about it tonight just because of our guests. So mm-hmm. just be prepared for that. The big dumb idiot only knows motorcycles. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. You, uh, you know a lot about package delivery. Yeah, oh my gosh. True. What can Brown do for you? Mm-hmm. Same here, straight from work. It's uh that's good stuff. Well, before while we're talking about Sturgis, while we're talking about our event, let's um let's take a quick minute and hear from the sponsor of this podcast, who is also the sponsor, one of the sponsors from our event coming up. What's up, everybody? I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about the sponsor of today's podcast. Legendary USA. Their selection of leather and denim jackets, vests, gloves, chaps, and riding shirts are 100% made in the USA with a lifetime warranty. Legendary USA isn't just about style, it's about quality. With American-made products and a commitment to excellence, you can trust that you're getting gear that's built to last. Legendary USA isn't just for bikers. They have a full selection of shirts, hoodies, EDC, tactical and survival gear, all made here in the USA. And here is the best part. Legendary USA is offering our listeners an exclusive deal. When you shop at legendaryusa.com and use the promo code LEGENDARYPOD, you'll get 15% off on your first purchase. That's legendary with a D and pod for podcast. So why settle for ordinary when you can be legendary? Click that link in the description to head on over to legendaryusa.com to explore their fantastic range of products and use the promo code LEGENDARYPOD to snag your 15% off discount today. Now back to the show, and thank you for Legendary USA for supporting this podcast. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I have, I have, a, I have a real beef with uh, package delivery companies. Me too. Do you? Yeah. Who's your beef with? This this is my mostly with FedEx because I, I find and this is no no knock on the UPS but one of the companies that I worked with in the past the you know, obviously this stuff is contractual and they um they they had a contract through FedEx and we would ship these boxes that are tall boxes so if I needed something like priority or overnight it would be like almost four hundred fifty dollars shipping people don't realize that easy. But so it'd be so say four say four hundred dollars shipping, priority first overnight, right? And then it doesn't come priority first overnight. Yeah, because that should be by like nine a.m. or eight a.m. Yep. or depending on where you're at. And then this package doesn't show up to like one a.m. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I know that is because I the, the person who ordered it and I'm sitting there waiting for it. Mm-hmm. You know, in most cases that's not the case, and they're charging people an astronaut, what I think is an astronomical amount of money for service that they're not even. Yeah. I just ordered they're, they're not uh, delivering on my one little motorcycle part. So I called 
what, what's today, Wednesday? I called Monday, got SBC to overnight it to me. So he sends me the email right away, tracking, and this was like 4.30. Sends me the tracking information, going to be there Tuesday by 10.30. Tuesday, I'm waiting, because I was going to give it off to Dan to powder coat for me, and uh, nothing, nothing. And then today comes, oh, your package was delivered. So I spent, the total was 145 bucks. I probably spent 80 bucks for shipping and got in two days, which if I would have paid $30 for two day shipping, I would have got it at the same time. Yeah. Yep. So it's, a, I feel like we're all the, we're all the same because people Shady. bitch and moan about FedEx, UPS, Amazon, um, DHL. I, they're all. Yeah. It's personally me. If I ship something, I ship at FedEx just cause it's cheaper. Wow. And as far as FedEx is concerned, whenever I'm like tracking a package, it'll say, say Friday, it'll be a Monday and it'll get to me on like a Wednesday or Thursday. Whereas you, UPS, if you see your tracking, it's supposed to be shipped on or get to you on Wednesday. It'll come Thursday or Friday. It's just, the, do you want us to edit, edit this part out? Big FedEx guy, big FedEx guy. You know, it's funny. Is, more. I just, I just like my UPS guy better. Like the UPS guy here, it's always the same guy for one with UPS and they always bring, UPS always brings stuff up to the house. Yes, that's one thing we're no, we we know how to U- deliver. UPS packages. always brings. What stuff does up FedEx do with your stuff? They leave shit by the mailbox, by the park what? bench. They'll leave stuff down by the road, and and they'll do that's it. That's because your driveway sucks, bro. I don't care. It's not that's that's not your job. Your job is to deliver. Their to the job house. isn't try to navigate that disaster well, of a narrow driveway. Not my fault they can't drive, and they'll well. do it. What pisses me off is the last time they do it, they did it. I was out front of the house. Oh yeah, and there's no way did he, he didn't see me. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's, your, here's your package. You're so angry. Yeah, I do. I get, I get yeah, mad. I'm so angry. I was answering emails today, like I was Bert. So I got, I got to be like, uh, I got to be angry, and they thought I was Bert. It was like the perfect world. <laughs> you signed your name, dude. So, that was nicer than I was gonna. I don't know. He's getting, I'm getting on my nerves. Um, so, so just to go back in the in the, the history of Sam, Superman, and Jay. Um. When did, when did you start riding and what got you into riding? So I always wanted to ride, except my parents were completely anti two wheels. They're one of the, the families, especially my dad was the day you buy a motorcycle is the day that you're not under my roof anymore. Mm. It's like, cause they're so dangerous. So, yeah. So he's like, I'm not going to bury my son because he made a, a stupid choice. He'd let me ride quads. I grew up on quads. So I didn't really think about two wheels, like dirt bikes and stuff. A couple of my buddies had them and they had the, like the smaller versions, like the 50 or the 100 mm-hmm. CC models. And I would tinker on them every now and then, but again, they had no power. So it was just like, it never really like stuck out to me. Like, Oh, I got to be on two wheels. Um, and we even live in an area where riding is like, you always hear a motor, especially weekends during mm-hmm. the summer. That's all you mm-hmm. hear. If you go to the Piccadilly or any of our local hotspots, you're always going to see a motorcycle. And even then it really wasn't appealing to me. Mm. And I went to college because baseball was my big thing. That was my passion. So again, the whole quad motorcycle dirt bike stuff never really like appealed to me. I wanted to play professional baseball. So that was really my, my mindset and, uh, ended up hurting myself coming back home and I got a job at a gym just to pay some bills and stuff and whatnot and kind of figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And the guy that worked at, it wasn't, what was before Stars and Stripes Harley? What was it called? Brian's. Brian's. Mm-hmm. So 
their general manager actually lived in Medford and he worked out at the gym. I mean, him became friends, but nothing. He never tried to sell me a motorcycle or whatnot. And there was another guy that I lifted weights with and he was a horse, uh, blacksmith, I guess we would call him. It's a weird job. Yeah. What do they call him now? It's a different name, but as blacksmith mm-hmm. is like, he does like the shoes of the horses. Yeah. And he wanted to make some extra cash on the weekend. So he started working for Harley Davidson at Brian's and he was like, walked in one day and he's like, do you like motorcycles? And I was like, you know, I've always wanted to have one. And even then at that point, I always thought sports bike, that was my, that was my mentality because I'm not going to be caught dead on a, on a geezer Clyde. <laughs> I was like, they still hold that name. And I was like, there ain't no way I'm doing that. And he's like, listen, he's like, we have a couple like bikes that look kind of sleek and whatnot. And he's like, just, just come to, just stop by. He's like, I'll be there. It was, this was Friday at the time. He's like, I'll be there tomorrow morning. Just come and check them out. And I walked in and it was, I guess it was a, he's like, I have a leftover here. It was a V rod. It was a 13 V rod. And he's like, just sit on it. And I was like, I looked at it. I was like, it kind of looks like a sport bike. It had that big two, two twenty. Mm-hmm. I think it was a two twenty rear tire. It was black and red. The tank was beautiful. It was, uh, it was liquid cooled. And I sit on it. I turn it on. And at that time, again, I've never really been on a motorcycle like of that nature before. So I said, I rev the engine. And of course, now I know that it was just, it was silent. But to me, it, it was like, oh my God, this is, this is awesome. That's a, that's a rumble. I was like, <laughs> I want this. He's like, all right. So I literally bought the bike that sat like that morning. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have a class. He was like, well, you can't ride at home because you, you have to be licensed to do it. So I took a course in Patterson, New Jersey. Ooh, and we were talking about the ghettos earlier. Like that was, Oh, you took the motorcycle safety course in Patterson. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was pouring rain for two days. It was, it was like 35, 40 degrees out. I'm all, so again, I've never like done this motorcycle stuff. So I went out and I got the big, like the Milwaukee chaps and I'm all like bundled up in my big old Whoa, oversized coat. Milwaukee chaps. What are those? <laughs> Milwaukee leather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And they're just huge because I was wearing jeans and oh sweatpants and leggings underneath. The Harley starter like, pack. I wanna be, yeah. I want to be like, yeah. What, what, what's that video? That one guy that was yeah. like, what, what is his name? Like badass Billy. Like, don't make fun of me guys. Like, you know what video I'm talking about? Cause it's it, familiar. He's like sitting in his buddy's recording. And he's like, you know, you're going to be prepared to get into a biker fight. And he said, no, man. And he's like, just take a pull stick and pretend you're wrecked. But if you could picture that guy, I wish I, I wish I knew the name of it. But the YouTube video is hilarious. But I literally looked at that. I took the class and the class was really useful. So if anybody like getting into riding for the first time that kind of just wants to take the test because they don't want to take the course, they've ridden dirt bikes or whatnot, they feel comfortable on two wheels. Or if they don't, they just want to take the test to ride the motorcycle. I highly recommend taking the course because it taught me a lot. And I still go back to methods that they taught me about when I forget how old I was. But, um, so I remember going on vacation and Brian's Harley delivered my bike while I was on vacation. And then I was like starting to get like super excited. I got home and of course there was snow on the ground because this was, I think it was February here. I plowed the driveway. The roads were just plowed. I took it out. I start going down. Uh, this was Brandon road at the time. I start going down Brandon road. I make like a right turn and I like kind of like almost mm. lost it because again, from what we took on the course, we drove like a moped looking thing. It was a two fifty Suzuki. Was it? 
Is that yeah. what we learned? So you and I took the same course. You took your class in Patterson at Piggy's Toy Box. Yeah. And was a blonde lady or one of the instructors? I had two. I had two guys. One was like a Hawaiian looking guy. Yep. Yep. And the other um, was like a skinny dude. who was yeah, a cop. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, we we That's took hilarious. we took the same course. And when you did the the <laughs> driving section was in the. Up that little parking in lot. parking lot. Why did the, you go all the that, way to Patterson? That was in Fairlawn. It was all they had there, that was available. There weren't many that were available. Wow. So you had New Brunswick, and New Brunswick used to get sold out a lot. And actually, Justin, what year is this? Uh, so I bought the bike in 2014 in the winter time. Yeah. So so there was there was stuff here at that time. You yeah, could there, there you could always get spots because <clears> the, Barb's had one. Well. Barb's was more that Barb's was like either the they one were Carolyn sold out. did, which was out of a community college down by um, Ocean County. No, it wasn't Ocean County. It was, oh. it was um, down by um, oh dang, I forget, like Blackwood area. I forget what community college that was, but yeah, I mean there were that's because I because I, I did mine in thirteen out of Barb's. Yeah, so what? Whatever, so there's one I in was, Patterson. It, what was it like? Was it? Was it a dealership or was it? No, no, it? no it's, it's an MSF course, a motorcycle safety foundation okay. course. So they did a couple of these. Patterson was one and Justin, who, you know, Justin, um, his father used to teach the New Brunswick one. Okay. That was at Bush campus in New Brunswick and they were hard to get spots sometimes. Okay. And I'm, I'm trying to think now. So the one at Barb's, were That's you MSF able, too, though. Were, were you able to get like. It is. Yeah. Take the written there as well. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe I think yeah, you did everything there, and then all you did was just take That's your I mean, documents. I, yeah. To you the, get the little to, permit. Yeah. And, and then uh, just take it to the uh, DMV. Yeah, that was the go. The Patterson course was good though. I mean, it was it was, most, it was mostly cops who taught it. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, those bikes were super tiny. So th- again, fast forward. Here I am. <laughs> I make a right on Brandon Road, and it's again there's snow on the ground. It's freezing cold, but I didn't care because I was so excited. That's maybe That's, why I like cold riding now because oh, that was like my first ever. I pulled into um, the post office and I was like sitting there and I'm like, I can't find my keys. Where are my keys? Cause I put them in the little side and I turned it and I was supposed to pull them out. But I thought, cause I, again, I don't know what I'm doing. I thought they just stayed in there. Also cause you rode dirt bikes and a key. So I'm like, here in. I go. First time riding my motorcycle and I had my spare key and the main key on that. So I guess the weight of it kind of just pulled it out. Oh yeah. Oh no. So I'm like, so now I'm like, I turn around, I start backtracking. I go to make a left. And again, I'm used to that little bike. So at least it's still running. I'm like, oh my God, the bike's not turning. <laughs> I start leaning and there's a huge, like it's where the asphalt always gets built up or not, not built up, but like taken out. Mm-hmm. Like so there was a huge pothole. It was filled with snow and water and I go right into it and I drop my bike <laughs> and not six feet away were my keys. So I want to say it was like, it was like fate for me to do that. (laughs) No, that's nuts. You're you're dumb, but okay, here's your keys. Let's not do this ever again. So it was basically fate saying, go home, dummy. Yeah. So I went your keys and go home. (laughs) So I went home and the the key was all burned up, melted. And I put it in the garage and I probably didn't ride it for like, I want to say two or three more months until the weather started warming up. And, uh, that year, I didn't take it out that much because again, it really wasn't super comfortable. It was fast and like a straight line, but I would only like kind of bar hop with it. And then I was over it. And then my buddy would just keep following me like, Oh, how's your bike? I was like, yeah, you know, it's good. And then in 2018 came around, I started like sitting on the, the geezer glides and I was like, 
all right, I can, I can do one he of these. He means road now. glides, street glides, touring bikes. <laughs> and uh, For those of you that don't know what he's talking about. So I go up to Brian's again, and I test rode. Like, it was like a 99, I did they even make Ultra Classics back then? It had mm-hmm. the whole, the works. It had windshield that I couldn't even see over, but I liked it. It was comfortable, and I was like, all right, I can do this. And then I was like, eh, you know what? Maybe I was like, I don't really ride that much. So like a couple months went by and I'm like, I think I put 7,000 miles on my bike when I traded, eventually traded in my V-Rod. And that's when the the new white models came out in 18 with the, it was the Bonneville Salt Pearl. So it really mm. caught my eye. And I was like, oh. I was like, this is great. And then of course you look at the, I look at the price tag and I'm like, mm. I work at a gym. Like what, this was before UPS. Oh, I'm like, wow. Or no, it was two years into UPS. Sorry, but I still didn't make a lot. Like I still yeah. was only making like $19 an hour. And the bike was, I think, tagged for 28,000. And I'm like, I'm like, I can barely pay my bills now. And then who I was with at the time just kind of like talked to me. If you really want it, you should do it. Maybe it'll curb your enthusiasm to want to ride more. Mm-hmm. So I sat on a street glide first because I liked both of them again. I didn't know. Everybody had street glides back when I was looking. So that was the first one I took out and... I took it out for maybe like 15 minutes and the guy that was my buddy, um, Craig rode the road glide and we eventually switched. And as soon as I sat on the road glide, I got to one traffic light that was maybe 10 seconds away. And I said, this is what I want. So went back, signed the papers, walked out with the road glide. Nice. And that's when I really started putting on, like, I just, I couldn't get off the bike and I was trying to get like over the baseball thing and motorcycles really, took me the depression out of baseball like hey you need to move on and this is like a new journey and i started riding just like i tried to get to every show i started meeting all these different people and uh every vacation i had i took a bike trip every weekend i had i took a bike trip and i was just i was laying them down i put on almost seventy five thousand miles in about two years wow that's a lot and then i started running into i started wanting to build the bike to this performance level. And that's when my riding kind of took a, a notch because I always had problems. Is that what you call that? A notch? <laughs> notch is, that you, in is, the, that, is that what you call doing 120 miles belt. an hour at night through the yeah. Pine Barrens? A notch. <laughs> but as well, like it sucks because I love the, like I, I got so used to it and never having problems with my bike. Yeah. And then this performance stuff comes out and again, it's been out forever, but it was kind of like the social media coming out. It kind of just pushed it and you start following different things and people and, and uh, trends, I guess, was, and I was like, I want to do this. So again, I slowly started doing it, the motor, the cam, and then shit just started hitting the fan and my bike would be down for two months and it, I'd have to save up to fix it. Mm-hmm. I'd get it back on the road and then something else would happen. So it was just like one thing after another. So my riding since then, since I traded in that bike, which I thought that bike towards the end of its time was a nightmare. This one's the 10 one? times worse. Yeah. So for those of you that, you know, this is your first experience with Sam. He's, he's, um, the, the joke for those that know him is that his bike is never up and running. It's, it's just always has something wrong with it. You, it's a disaster. You, yeah. It's, you know, he rides hard, but it's, it's mind blowing to the rest of us that, you know, we can't figure out what the heck is the deal with with Sam and his motorcycles, <laughs> something's always broke with it. I give him credit. I mean, he rides it regardless, even, yeah. you know, unless it just won't run. Um, <laughs> he went on our, uh, our baggers and brews, uh, group ride that we do. We, 
we've done, you know, for the last couple of years. And what were you were like <laughs> leaking a quarter oil at every stop. And that was, was bad. Yeah, to put cardboard under it and was adding <laughs> oil. And this is just, you know, a day run. Like we're just, people we went out for fun. People were getting sprayed with oil as he was passing. Sprayed under. with was, oil. I, I got to know though, like what is the drive? Like, is it not enough power? I don't like what is because it's it's it doesn't stop like it's it's well, what it seems is like, enough power like yeah. what, that's you know what is well, I don't even I think it had like I like my white bike with again that was just cam before eventually I took off the the heads but that was only I made that a one twenty four but even before that it was just a one oh seven with a four sixty eight cam in it mm-hmm. and it had power again not what this bike has and then I went up. I got the 131, but that just turned out to be the disaster. But that's just the way Harley makes it. And I knew when I got the bike that the problem with this bike is going to be the lower end. And eventually it went. Yeah. Unfortunately, it happened at a really bad time because I was going down to Daytona, but I had the right insurance. They replaced it, put a new one in. But then I had the same thing was in the back of my mind. Well, it's going to do the same thing. And what happened? It did the same exact thing. So that's when I was like, all right, I'll drop down in the cubic inches. But the one that moonshine built for me actually ended up having more power than my 131 with, I think I had a 590 cam in it. So you're saying sizes and everything sizes and everything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can tell by those shorts. It, had a little, it, has, a, yeah, it has a little bit more <laughs> bells and whistles in it, but the powers there is just, uh, I, I can't even explain the problems that I have anymore. And people will like message me and like bike builders like that. I have become mm-hmm. friendly with. And they just don't, they're like some of the stuff that happens to my bike, they just don't see like Mike from get lowered. He was just like, I don't, I don't understand like how, how that happened. And then he looks at my bird nest of wiring up front and the wiring is interesting. The wiring is interesting. The wiring is, I think the bike was much more interesting before you had a fairing. I, I think it was definitely a conversation piece at that point. It was. And, um, I mean, anything with a headlight like taped to it that does, you know, probably 150 miles an hour plus headlight in a t-shirt it was uh yeah, the big t-shirt it, that was t-shirt. that's what kept, every, kept everything together Strange, <laughs> so what uh what what is what is it like what do you what is it that draws you to, to riding now like what is it what do you love about riding now what do i love about riding actually i've never actually been asked that question i don't think um because obviously you know to do it as much as you do it you, you love it like you said yourself yeah. like you typically anywhere you go, you take the bike unless you, there's some crazy reason you can't. Yeah. I think honestly, and I don't know, this could sound cheesy to most, I don't know, but you meet a lot of different people and you build friendships that you never thought that you would have. And it's weird because you only see these people like maybe once, twice, three times a year. I want to say max Mm -hmm. when you go to these shows um, and you meet them and another event will happen somewhere across the country and you could possibly run into that person. Mm. You end up staying with these yeah, people no and they just become the lifelong friends. Um, so I think it becomes much more than riding at that point. Again, it sounds corny, but to me, I love meeting the different people that I see. Like that's how I met Jay from left lane. Right. I happened to go like, this was a trip that was unexpected. It was the one weekend, um, the week where I went to Laconia the first weekend and then I followed up the second weekend, but I ended up making a trip. I went to Laconia and then I shot down to the Smoky Mountains by myself just because I wanted to ride. And uh, I literally slept because I got, I got into Tennessee so late. So I slept like on the side of a mountain. I had my little, my tent that I pulled over. 
I slept for maybe five hours and then I started riding and I had no idea where I was going. I knew I wanted to go towards the coast to hit 95 to get back up and all this stuff on social media started popping up. It was the first, um, uh, bikes and barbecue bikes and brews barbecue and bikes, blues and barbecue in Arkansas. No, it's, no, in, it's uh, one in South Carolina, North Carolina. There was one uh, Virginia beach. Sorry. It was originally in Virginia beach. Yeah. I think that it was at like some brew local okay. brewery and it was a small event. So and bike, I knew bikes, a, a, babes and barbecue. I think it's, was it brews? Bikes, bikes, brews and barbecue. Cause it was, at a, it was, <laughs> it was held at a, a, like a local brewery to them. So I started seeing all these posts and there was a couple of people that I knew again, they were like, I had nothing to do. I had no idea where I was going. I was like, F it. I'm just going to go there. I went there. I met up with uh, Travis from outcast culture and uh, talked with him. And then I ran into Jay and me and Jay became friends. And then I headed back up the coast and a couple friendships that I met from there have like kind of blossomed. And yeah. So to me, I think it's more like I met you guys through motorcycles mm-hmm. And we become, I think, yeah. pretty good friends at this point. Yeah, I, th- I think if you'd have told me from that first night at Prohibition, if we'd all be sitting here like two and a half years later or three years later, whatever it is, doing a podcast. Well, if, <laughs> if I office. remember correctly from the, the, the time at podcast or the time at podcast, the time we saw him at Prohibition that 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 day that you got punked. Um, I think I don't even think we spoke. Like uh, George, I, George came up to me. I said, I don't. Yeah, I think I like, gave you a head nod. I didn't really like. We hadn't I, really did talked. I even shake his hand. I don't. I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so either. You were because you came up to me and said, "Hey, I'm George from Baggers and Cruz," <laughs> and then, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. And we kind of just that's when you like walked off, and yeah, then and I was, you guys started filming, and then stuff hit the fan. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then at that point, like, I was too busy mean mugging that dude until he left to like <laughs> yeah. focus on anything. That guy was. A but then douche. after that, like, yeah, where did we? So, so the story is this guy, you know, yelled at me basically for, um, for filming bikes for people that don't know. He was like, people don't want their bikes filmed, and I'm like, you know, it was like whatever. But it was also kind of shady because there was a club there, and there were a lot of dudes wearing club T-shirts but not club colors. So. And you're definitely someplace where I, you don't know the environment. We've never been at that bar before. Yeah. I didn't know. And they were kind of fairly new at the time. I think that might've been like their first yeah. bar. The bar has yeah. always been there, but as far as ownership, ownership okay. was new. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I think it was tough to gauge the club situation. You didn't know who was one. I didn't know if that guy was at the time because you don't know. Yeah. I mean, we realized when he pulled his bike out that he was clearly not in the club because he yeah. could not navigate a gravel parking lot. Holy crap. <laughs> looking like a cripple bike leaving the parking lot. I, I mean, it was, he was almost comical. I was like, really? Like, so, and he was the one that was, yeah, yeah. He was just trying to, just yeah. trying to be a hard ass in front of everybody. Yeah, was, I think he, he felt like he had an audience. So he wanted there was to a decent that. amount of people there that day. Yeah, there was, there were. And the dudes whose bike I was filming was tickled that I was filming his bike. I mean, he was, it was a cool little uh, sporty chop, and he had uh, this gas tank where he had these like basically these hollow points through the gas tank. Mm-hmm. It was a cool looking. It was a cool looking. You know, it was a home built kind of home modified, not home built. I hate using that word built, but you yeah. know, a home modified. You know, old Ironhead Sportster. That was it was a cool bike. You know, and that dude was like happy as could be, and then this guy got kind of mouthy, and I, I think a lot of people who were there probably. A couple of people probably had the same like inclination, like you know, God, if somebody's trying to just start some shit to 
get a response just to I'll never yeah, be able you to know wrap he my did brain it. around it. It was like real shady how he did it because it was. It was so real you suspicious. Were, you were recording the bikes and I was way back further, like kind of recording the overall like kind of recording you recording yeah. the bikes. And so like he kind of like addressed you and he's like he was up on the deck and he he's like, What are you doing? And I think we. I think I you thought took it, was, it as I like, thought it was a legit you know, like, question. What are you doing? Like, you know, why are you filming? Kind of a thing, like curiosity. Mm-hmm. But like, he was just being a dick. And you said, you know, oh, I'll just film for whatever. And he's like, and then he kind of went into his. Well, people don't want you filming there. You know, he got all lippy and nasty. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then I was kind of waiting to see George's reaction because I'm like, well, if George wants to get feisty with this dude, then let's go. But George's like, all right, man, whatever. And he kind of just he's like. <laughs> Fine, whatever. You know, not trying to make a big scene. So he was like, "I'm just gonna go put the camera away." I'm like, "All right, that that guy needed to be smacked, man." Because mm-hmm. I think not soon after that, that's when that bar, I'm sure, had to do something with that night. But they did the no color thing. It was no color. Well, I that's thought, racist. I thought it was no colors that night because no nobody had jackets; they had t-shirts, and that's kind of mm-hmm. like the yeah. I don't know. I don't that's recall. like the club the club workaround because I noticed that right away. Always the club workaround is usually like t-shirts instead of wearing cuts. So there were a lot of club t-shirts there. What's your thought on that? It's the same thing. That's what. It's the same thing. But like, thought on what? Yeah, I'm not trying. I'm not right. This is a no disrespect thing towards people yeah. in motorcycle clubs, but it literally to me is the same exact thing as a cut. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in not, it's it's not because I feel like in the, the club culture, a cut is, you know, sacred and a t-shirt is a t-shirt. But I feel like when you're in the environment of going into a business that's specifically stating no colors, the, it, it's the same thing. It's the thing. same thing. You're repping the same. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be there anyway. Yeah. If a bar was, and again, most of them don't go to places that are no colors just because. Yeah. Right. I feel like the real ones, like, it's like, I want to wear my cut. I'm proud of my cut more power to you for that. Yeah. yeah most most of them away. aren't going to go someplace that won't let them wear it. They'll just be like, F that place. We're, yeah. we're, we're just going to, sh- you know, shun that place. Cause they're not taking their cut off to exactly. go to a bar. Yeah. It's, Which is fine. You know, Which is what you should I do. If I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't either to support somebody that doesn't right. appreciate the, who we the are only, the culture. The only people I knew who club that I knew guys who would take their cut off, um, were some of the blue Knights guys, if they were riding solo now, the question to cut you, sorry for cutting you off. Mm-hmm. Do they take it off? Cause I heard this is a thing too. I've actually been with people that this is a thing. Do they take their cut off in the parking lot or do they ride down the road, take it off and then come back? Oh, I know no, that. I don't know because the blue Knights, if they were riding solo, they would not wear, they would not wear a cut. Right. Just because they, you know, they become it's a, a safety, they become yeah, a target. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. um, you know, that was always a thing with them. And because uh, a lot of those guys, I rode with a number of those guys early on because the Blue Knights were, a lot of them kept bikes at Piggy's Toy House in Patterson, but a lot of them kept bikes at their clubhouse, which was only like two blocks away. Um, and one of the, the guy who told me how to ride was an honorary member. But, um, yeah, an they, honorary member? Yeah. So club? if you, how does that work? <clears throat> so with clubs like the Blue Knights, um, I mean, some clubs are obviously hurt for membership. I mean, like you and I could go down and be a member of our local VFW because our father served. Yeah, seriously, we could. It's not really a club though, aren't they? Like, no, but it's just like an honorary membership kind of definition, the same thing. They're like RCs, aren't they? So, so could I be a VFW since my brother serves? I, I bet you, you could. We should do it. We should all do it. I'm not doing it. I feel weird doing it. I'm just not I'm doing not, it. Not, I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't earn it. Like, I don't know. I, I just, many rules, I, man. Yeah, the rules I, I, is just, I just feel like, but 
the Blue Knights Club had a number of honorary members. So you had to have family who was law enforcement. Um, and the guy who I learned to ride with, his son was a, a Patterson, Patterson cop. So, but those guys were, they could ride. I know, going back, mm-hmm. like, I feel like you should have to earn it. Like if you're in a military yeah. branch based or police officer mm-hmm. or EMT, that kind of status, like, I don't believe like, again, what I just brought up is my, my brother's in the military. Well, I should be able to do it. Like, no, I, yeah. you got to earn it. Yeah, I would never. But like, I guess some of these clubs would die. So yeah, like so what? So what? What do the uh, nom knights do? That's what I mean. Like some you know of these I mean? clubs would die. You basically formed it. a club around something that's it's it's got a life expectancy, right? Well, I mean, clearly there's guys in the nom knights right. who they were, had to they who, had to who were not nom. change the rules and make yeah. bylaws because I mean you're going to run out of people that were <laughs> in nom. Yes, yeah. like it's it was. Simple. Novel when we came up with it when we were all young and out of Vietnam and ride motorcycles, right. but then what happens, you know, a yeah. generation later? Um, yeah, no knock on the Nom Knights. It's just no. It's uh, I don't know what the rules are now. They 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 obviously have bylaws because you see young guys in them mm-hmm. that clearly <laughs> didn't serve didn't in serve in <laughs> Vietnam. So well, and I feel like a buddy of mine's father was in the Nom Knights for a while. And he was military, I believe, but he was, he, again, like, I don't think he was like in Nam. He served during Nam. Um, but he prospected for the club, I think in his sixties. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? He was like a, he was like a 60, could you imagine 64 year old I'm prospect. sure that was some serious some, prospect. Of that you got some thorough. Really do it now. It was like not long ago. Like it was oh. maybe like within the last decade. Oh, like he prospected. Oh, it was probably harder back in the day. No, that's what I'm sure. I'm sure they had like yeah. the paddles and everything. I feel like it was sure, like a fraternity for paddles. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's like your clubs too. If it's anything like the rest of the world, some of those you hear like again, these are just stories, so I can't say if they're 100 percent accurate or not. But guys wouldn't get patched in for like three, four, five, six years. It was until they now they felt like most of the time now it's like a year, but some will even get patched in before a year, and then some hey, you want to be with us? And they slap a vest to them. Yeah. So depends upon. I feel like it depends upon the motivation of the club, and it, it depends upon a lot of things. I mean. I feel like the more involved the club is in illegal activities, yeah. the harder it's going to be for you to get to the inside. Are we going to get in trouble for talking about clubs? I don't know. I don't know. General stuff. I mean, I'm not claiming to be an expert. So go back to, just, to mm-hmm. where you wrapped around to Opinions. me. So what what got you into riding? Mm-hmm. When did you start? Ah, man. Hey, you're you're next. You're next. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's effed up. You give him fair warning. That's, that's uh, <laughs> You always give him special treatment. You I, want him I to want, go first? No, that's fine. Um, my intent was always to buy a sailboat, honestly. Like I was, I know I grew up on boats and I, I grew up around boats and I was always, um, I was on a motorcycle at a very young age cause my father had a little Honda fat cat trail bike, you know? And I just, um, we actually dug up a picture not long ago of me like sitting on the tank of that thing. You know, we always were like, and how old were around. you at that time? I was, I was, he had me on that bike probably what, four years old, Damn. you know, riding around the back trails of, you know, country lakes on that bike. So not unfamiliar, you know, the bikes, but it was never, I mean, I don't know. I worked in a hospital, worked around a lot of bike accidents. Um, I saw a lot of stupid squids come into the hospital. Did that bother you? Um, a little bit, you know, I, it's, um, Did it get you thinking like, what are these idiots doing on a motorcycle? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hmm? hold on. Let me interject because, it, because I, I, I can't even finish my story without you. You, you can go back to it. I just, you, you uh-huh. said something that uh-huh. I have a question on because this is, I see it come up all the time and I still don't, I've been riding for however long I've been riding. Uh-huh. What, what's a squid? A squid is somebody who has basically has a motorcycle accident so bad. Like they just flopped. 
Squid. Just, you didn't get that? Yeah. There's like no no structure no. left. They're just. They, no, no, I've, for, I've heard it, I've heard it used a million times, yeah, but I never yeah, like they're, never they're, made any sense as to what the context they're, they're was. Just, they're just jelly. Like you you hit a hit a barrier doing a hundred. Okay. Because I thought it. Was, I I thought the way I heard it, I thought it was more in line with a rub, and I'm like, I don't care. No. Like, what's this? What's <laughs> Rub is rich urban biker for which those of you, which is either, also anyway, stupid. Go on but, with the chlorophyll. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you would see some of that, and uh, but then you know, regardless, I was like, ah, eh, like my brother in law was talking about getting a bike. I knew my buddy Dennis rode, um, and he had a road glide before the Rushmore model road glide. So, so how old are you at this point? Old. This is two thousand. Um, I bought the bike in two thousand nine. So I don't know. That was early thirties. Okay. Um, and, uh, like, or, yeah, like 33 or something like that. So Stacy like walked into the office one day and I'm looking at the Harley website and I said, oh, God, here we go. Baby. I said, uh, I think I'm gonna buy a Harley. And she looked at me and she turned around and she walked right out of the room. And that was, that was, she didn't that con- give you like a, oh. nah, that's how that conversation went. She just, <laughs> she just turned around and walked right outside, right, right out of the room, boop, gone. So and you continued to look, um, so Harley had a, uh, a trade in trade up program, which was actually, it's, it's, it's a great program. So you basically, well, it's gone. So it, it's gone, but you, you bought a bike and you got MSRP if you traded in within a year. So, they ran that a few years back with the Sportster, didn't they? They did it again. So yeah. my my first bike was okay. a Sportster. I had a twelve hundred uh, twelve hundred custom, black and orange, twenty one inch wheel, black and orange, twelve hundred C. So that was I didn't know what the heck I was getting into. Like you yeah, know, yeah I, were, I feel like we all start like that. You know, I didn't know. No you bought, bought a V rod. You sit like a clam on those. You things. do, and I did love the V rod, but I I wasn't comfortable. It on wasn't it. comfortable at all. So. The, uh, and the V rod muscle was out that year in 2009. That bike was, that bike was nice. So went out to Tremonton and bought this Sportster. They gave me a great deal because I went to what was a Sportster in 09. I don't know. Six grand. No, it was like maybe like, maybe eight, like 7,009. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was the 1200 C it wasn't the, and that was out the door. Yeah. That was, was like, after, I feel like that was like out the door. And then I bought a warranty on top of that. So no, it was the warranty was extra. Um, didn't do anything to the bikes that buy back rest that probably never got used and, uh, had the bike for a few weeks, learned to ride the bike, took the motorcycle safety course after I bought the bike, similar to you. And I took a ride. I had a day off of work. I'm like, you know, I'm going to ride up to orange County choppers. So I'm like, all right, that's New York, right? It's New York. And I, I was in North Jersey. So I get up and I'm getting like, I don't know. I got like three quarters of the way there and my ass hurt me so fucking bad. The bike was like a vibrating mess. You couldn't even see out at 55 miles an hour. You could not look into the side view mirrors. Cause they were just like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> whole fucking bike, like shook on the highway the thing was that it was, it was, it was great from like zero to 50 and anything above 50 was, was just not a good time. So and this was a stock seat too, right? Stock seat. This is before like that. I, like, I rode stock forever with the V rod. It just God. stayed stock. I didn't know anything like other than your ass stock. is so numb. It's like you could be shitting yourself and you could not know. <laughs> like that's, that's how bad that's, that's like, I was like, this is not good. So I went down to Bergen Harley the next day and there was this 2009 crossbones sitting on the floor. And I sat on that crossbones and I was like, this is the one. 
That was it. I was like, this is, it was like street Bob or crossbones. Cause you thought that was going to be a more comfortable ride. <laughs> well, it was uh, by how much by actually by a lot. By, I actually uh, believe by a lot. It was by, it, it was by in a different way. I rode that bike, but it was by, <laughs> did you really, <laughs> I think, but here's the thing. So I only rode that sports there for a few weeks and then I went right to a springer. So I didn't know any better. You know, I thought yeah. like, I thought all boats young were, and were like, front end was like a rock and hit every bump it like you know chattered your teeth like i thought yeah. that's the way riding motorcycles was and but i love the crossbones mostly because you didn't see a lot of them on the road they're still popular now they and come part, up from sale in parts of the country they are they are popular and they'll go for like 15k yeah i got some of these good trade in on mine so it was <clears> it was nice but i called stacy from the dealership and i was like Wait, party. so what was her reaction when you got the Sportster? She was all right with it because she grew up on so motorcycles. Was this, I was this like a gay? Was this like a dinner yeah. table conversation? Like, so she walked out of the room because no, we kind of missed that part of the no, story because yeah, I want details I, 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 wore, I want details no, no. now. I, I wore down. She was good with it because she grew up on motorcycles. Okay, so there was no like, there was you're no, being dumb. There was no fight. There was no, you're being dumb. It was, you can't have a boat and a motorcycle. You can't okay. do that. That, that was, that was kind of like the line, but I am. Um, so the boat kind of went. The boat kind of went by the wayside. Yeah. And that was like a kind of easy transition. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I, I still, I'm a sail and I sailed competitively for a long time okay. and, you know, I do, I definitely miss that in the summer, but it's, um, I called her from the dealership and I was like, listen, this is what the payment's going to be. So and did she know that you were going to the dealership? No. no. So this was you, th- that phone no. call was the first time that what she knew. Was me trading, buying the crossbones. And I said, uh, I'm leaving the sportster here because, uh, I need you to pick me up. So yeah. You couldn't so, ride at home? Huh? You didn't ride the, they had the, home? they had to prep the bike. Oh. And yeah. It was the days like Bergen's a dealer that like takes time and preps a bike. And I hate that. I told him when I wanted yeah, my white one, I said, I don't, don't clean it. I don't want it detailed. Give me the yeah, bike. I want it. They, they detailed. They did a good job. And then, uh, yeah, rode the bike home, you know, what about a week later, uh, Labor Day weekend. Wait, two, so with the phone call. 2009. Oh yeah. She was like, she was not happy. She was like, you're doing what? I was like, I trade in the sportster. We're, 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 if this is the payment, like I'm good. I'm trading it in right now. Yep. Done, donezo. So it was just like click. six weeks. I was on a sportster for six weeks, and I traded the How bike. How many in. miles did you put on that thing in six weeks? Not a lot. Uh, I didn't make Not it to a thousand mile service. That's why I feel like most people like again. It's the starter mm. bike. And people always tell you not to do it. Like, don't get the sport. Like, I always tell people like that are starter bike. kind of like, mm. kind of like I guess I want to say like I get twenty we'll go twenty five and above. They want to get a motorcycle they've never ridden before. They like oh maybe I'll get a sportster learn like. No, get a start with a soft tail. Buy a soft tail. Buy a soft tail because they're still, again, they're not super comfy, but they're bigger than a Sportster. Yeah. And it's just a, not so much a jump the gun because a Sportster, as soon as you ride, like you rode your six mm-hmm. weeks, people get a Sportster, ride it for a week and they're like, I need something bigger. And it's always a problem. Like I need something bigger. And well, should have got a soft tail. It's crazy. Like when you go into the dealership, like if I go into the dealership now and I like throw my leg over a sports, I'm like, God damn, this bike is small. I can't, I don't even want to throw my leg it's, over it's a sports. Like, it's so, so small. It's like, it's crazy. But when you first get it, like how big was the V rod when you first got oh, it? It's like, it was mammoth. Freaking thing was huge. Yeah. I know? thought it was the most powerful thing in the universe. Listen, I, you're, you're six, four mammoth. I know that soft tail heritage was a small bike. Like, all I right. So, <laughs> so you buy, so you buy the, the Springer comes, comes to you six weeks later. Mm-hmm. And then I kept the Springer. Um, I moved down here with the. Wait, you had to wait six weeks? No, no, no. I only. only no, six uh, weeks for the, the Sportster. Yeah, six weeks oh, for the Sportster. Okay. Bought, bought the bought the Springer. Um, 
And then I owned the Springer from 2009 to 2000, probably 18. And how many miles did you put on that? Not a ton, not a ton. Yeah. You just don't want to put miles um, on those bikes. Not, I, but it wasn't, it was, but it was different riding because in North Jersey, I feel like we were in the mountains and good riding and not that far of a distance. I feel like if we went out during the week, you know, we rode out to get dinner. It just wasn't that far because North Jersey is so much more compact. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I could be up into Orange County, New York in 20 miles, you know? Yeah, so it's like, there were very few days where, you know, we were out putting on the miles. Like I feel like in South Jersey, things are so much further apart. So when you go out for the day riding, you do ride further. Um, it's, it's a weird thing, but never um, used to go around and uh, went to Roar of the Shore every year. That was like the rally. That was like my big that trip. Was the- <laughs> that was my big trip, man. I used that to, was the Super Bowl. I used to take, it was, it was my biker Super Bowl. I, I remember was, kind listen, of feeling like that's that. How Sam, mm-hmm. That's how George and I. That's how we started riding together. Not met, but got reacquainted. Yeah. So that's how, that's how we started riding together. So like my, my Roar of the Shore, I would take off all week. I would like, <laughs> listen, yeah. Did you stay down there? Oh, I would take off all week. Do, do I'd come trip. down and see my parents for a couple of days. And then I would head down to Word of the Shore and I'd meet like my buddy Dennis and like some of the guys who were down there. And, you know, we'd hang out, you know, for the week and go get seafood and walk around at vendors. And um, we was leaving there one year, um, probably the year before I met you or maybe two years before that. And um, bad weather. It was like shit weather. And uh, Dennis was a FedEx driver. So, but FedEx freight. So he, he was a, he was a FedEx freight guy. And I'm like, dude, like, just stay, just stay the day. Or like, let the storm pass and like ride your bike to FedEx and be there bike by work in the morning. Like this weather is, it was bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like that kind of shit we had yesterday here, like bad. And, uh, he was like, nope, been riding he, he was riding since he was 17 he's riding his whole life because i've ridden this shit a million times i'm going and i'm like all right well call me when you get there so i'm not getting to call i'm not getting to call he's not picking up his phone his son calls at like six o'clock that night he's like listen dad went down um and he went down getting off the parkway onto route 20 probably because he came off the throttle of the road was slick and the bike just went out and um broke his hip and had a tough time with the hip recovery at the time. I don't know. He was like 58, but had a tough time with the hip recovery um, to the point where he never got on the bike again. Still to this day. Still to this day. Wow. Yeah. Um, but he broke his hip. He had surgery and then he was in the hospital and he got dizzy and the nurses dropped him and the hip popped out and he had to have surgery. So he had surgery like two or three times in his hip. It was like, he was like, F this, it's not worth it. Yeah. Especially um, at that age. That's a no bueno. So I kind of thought he would buy a bike again and, um, it was tough cause I really like riding with the guy, but you know, everybody's got to do their, do their thing. And it's, um, you know, he's the guy that got me going to road of the shore. And then I think probably the next year, this guy posts on Facebook, big Facebook guy, big Facebook guy going to road of the shore. See what the post was, uh, anybody yeah, going? I was know. like, I just kind of got the bike and I'm like, going to Rory Shore because I'm just learning about this thing. You know, it's all new to me. And I'm like, anybody going? Let me know. Was that your first season with the bike? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, shit. And he was like, I'm going. And I was like, Carolyn, who's George Giacona? <laughs> She's like, we went to high school with him, dummy. <laughs> like, we did. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, dude. All right. If you want to go, sure. 
So the rest is history. And that's yeah. when you started. Uh, that was your first season. Right? Uh, what's that? We're in 14. No, yeah, no, no, no. So, yeah. So it would have been 14. Would have been 2014. Um, 2013 is when I got my, when I got my license and I don't really have an exciting story about why I got a bike or how I got a bike. Did you want to ride your whole I, I, life? I had no, no, I, I just never even a thought most of my life up until the, the point. Um, Did kids change that? The kids had nothing to do with it, man. I mean, I, I got married, I had kids and I still, I'd never even really thought about or had any interest in it. In Isn't it. it crazy how like interested you are now? Like I look yeah. back, like, I had absolutely zero yeah, was, interest. Yeah. It was no, I didn't have anyone in my family that rode, you know, I come from a, um, a military, you know, family background, no one in my family rode, none of my relatives, nothing, no friends, nothing. Um, just as I got, you know, a little older, like it started becoming kind of interesting to me, um, you know, seeing just bikes out and, you know, just passing, you know, bikes. Um, and I had talked to, we you know, Carol and I had talked about it a few times and she actually was like interested in, and, and said that she wanted to ride and she had rode. I didn't ride. Like I didn't ride as a kid. Like I didn't ride dirt bike. I didn't do any of that stuff. Um, she did coming from where she lives, lived out here in Chatsworth, you know, she rode dirt bikes and stuff and had, had a uh, moped and all, you know, stuff like that. I didn't um, just as I started getting older and had the kids, like the kids weren't an issue. I wasn't one of those people that was like, I got kids. I'm not going to ride. It's just like, I'd never had the interest. And then all of a sudden it just started to spark and started to get the interested and talk to her a few times about it or whatever. And then um, I was worked where I was working. A few of the people that I worked with like Austin and stuff had bikes. And uh, so that really started, you know, peaking my interest, you know, looked like fun, looked cool, looked like a good time. Um, and then finally I was just like, I think I want to do it. And she's like, well, if you want to do it, you know? So I actually went and I had never ridden. So I was like, well, I think the thing that held me back, like I wanted to do it probably from my early thirties. Um, but what held me back was I had never ridden at all. So it was kind of, it was scary. Like I don't, scary. I don't know how to ride. Right. Like I, you know, it's not you a bicycle. Think it, you think it would like, come easy too. Like, right. Oh, it's but, like literally like riding a bicycle. You think, but it's like, I don't want to, like, I know a lot of people that just rode bikes and never like took a course or never even had a license. Right. Um, I was like, nah, I don't want to do it that way. Like if I'm going to do it, I want to, I want to like at least take the course and learn how to do it. And, and feel a little more, I didn't feel confident enough to do it. Like to just go buy a bike and, and ride. You know, so, mm-hmm. so in t- sometime in 2013, I said, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And I, um, I got on the Barb's website and registered for one of their classes. It was in the summer, um, like July and it was hot as balls and you had to wear all that gear mm-hmm. to go take the course. Mm-hmm. And they had the little Buells and I'm like fat guy on a little, like a circus bear on a butt. It's tiny little Buell trying to learn how to ride this thing. <laughs> but like it came very, it did come very natural, you know, like, I don't know, like wasn't like complicated to me. Like, you know, some people might struggle with it or whatever, but it was like just very natural. And I really liked it. And I, you know, passed the class and, like I said, it was the, the Harley one. So you do everything right there at Harley, go get the license. And then I got home and I'm like, I gotta get a bike now. So we started, I started looking online and I had, she gave me a very tight budget. I had a very, what was the budget? (laughs) Give me with the budget. Well, there wasn't a number. It was like, Oh, I like this one. Nope. Too much. I like this one. Nope. Too much. (laughs) So I was like, okay. So ended up seeing, uh, this, uh, heritage classic 1998, 
Softail Heritage Classic at uh, Ocean County. And um, and the funny thing was, like, when I was back then, 2013, I wanted a classic-looking Harley, right? Like, at that time, the road glides and street glides, I'm like, that's hideous. I don't want that. Like, And it wasn't because, oh, it's a geezer glide. It's just, like, it just... I, it's ugly. Like the, any of the stuff with fairings and stuff. I'm like, that's didn't scream American. It's, to it's you. Not, didn't scream Harley. Right. Like I'm like, I, eh. I completely agree with that though. Yeah. I'm awesome. like, I want old school looking and the heritage that I found at ocean, uh, Harley was that old school looking, you know, and now looking back, I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? Like studly. They had the had studs, studs on the bags, you know, the leather bags, studs, studs around the edge it of the, the seat. tassels hanging down the handlebar. Uh, it didn't have tassels <laughs> on the handlebar, but whoever owned it before was a huge live to ride, ride to live guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yes. So, so every one of those accent pieces on the, you know, everywhere that live to ride, ride to live. I'm like the handle, everything had that, you know, it was the, it was chromed out. And then the live to ride. ride How many miles stuff. were on the bike for the live to ride guy? <sighs> I want to say like 20. Yeah, I want to yeah. say it was somewhere in a 20 ballpark. All right. Bike had an identity crisis though. So 10 years old and had 20,000 miles. That's live to ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but listen, it, it had an identity crisis though, because when you looked at the bike, the bike had the, a few of the live the ride things on. It, I remember that, and then it had like the studs like along the bags, and then it had eighteen inch apes. Well, they didn't have that when I got it. But but when when I yeah no, that was my edition. That was that was your edition. So that so, was the beginning so, of my transformation. <laughs> so it was studs, live the ride, eighteen inch apes, yeah. and I was like. <laughs> So, this guy? <laughs> so I got, the, I got it right. And I'm like, this is just like, the, it had stock handlebars on it. Right. And the, you know how, what, what were the heritage? Were they more same. like the wheelbarrow? Like, yeah. Wheelbarrow. Yeah. Buckhorns. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I did the, I did the handlebars. I got the 18 inch burly apes and I got those put on there. And then I was starting to feel like, all right, now this bike is getting a little cooler. Right. <laughs> um, I got rid of the, the, the stock seat and I bought a solo, um, Mustang seat. Right. So now at this point, if you took off the studded saddlebags, it looked pretty cool. It looked kind of, you know, like it was trying to be a Cholo bike a little bit, you know, minus mm-hmm. the fishtails and stuff. So like it had a really cool color. Mm-hmm. It was like a red and it was a two tone, which red was the exhaust? I'm not allowed to say this now because I'm a huge anti two tone guy. It was red and gray. Though, right? It was red and gray. And the gray was such a like Carly does this with some of their stuff, man. That gray was cool because. It was gray, but in certain angles and certain light, it had like a purple tint yeah. to it. Was it right? like pearlish or no? No, no. no. But it was the flake. I but feel it, like it was like it was yeah. just cool, was man. Cool. And it was a cool bike. Um, but when I realized that bike wasn't for me anymore, it was was after probably maybe a season or two after we hooked up and went down to uh, Wildwood for Roar to the Shore. And we're getting passed by um, those baggers. And we come home, when, we're, we're coming by when I, I it was, it was it. five speed, right? It's five speed. So you get on the parkway and you're trying to do 80 and, and that thing just vibrated the crap out of you. And like, it was, you were fighting to, 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 to do 80 on that bike. And you got your wife on the back? No, no, no. Uh, a few times, but no, that's, that was what led to her getting her own bike. Cause that, wasn't enjoyable for her but um we're coming back one of the like a season or two later um cruising up the parkway and i'm like fighting for my life with my 18s (laughs) a big freaking wind sail bikes vibrating like crazy what what kind of shield was on it no no shield so there was no shield one of us rode with shields no no shield 
No, it was no shit. Uh, it, it was were, cool. Yeah. You were really wearing it. Yeah. And then uh-huh. here, and, and I'm like, I'm like, again, like I'm struggling, fighting, like just trying to get up the parkway. And here comes this dude on a, on a road glide and he's kicked that his wife, his woman's on the back. He's laid back. He's got a Beat foot up. way up high. He's got one thing on, like he's got one on and he must have cruise on. Cause it was like his left is on. And he comes cruising by me. And I look over. He looks over. He's like, like basically, he's dude's half asleep. He's like <laughs> head nod. And I'm like, I'm like, I want that. I am getting that. Ah. So that, uh, yeah, so, like right after that, like I started, like I was just looking all the time online, looking, looking, looking. I'd show the wife one. She'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I keep showing her, keep showing her. She's like, I still owed a few. You know, I still owed. I still was making payments on that thing. Um, and then I found the beard glide, uh, the red road glide over at, um, Zebka? Appalachian Harley Appalachian, yeah. online. And I showed her, and she's like, that's really nice. And that was kind of like it. She's like, that's really nice. And then a few weeks later, I'm still looking and it popped up again and I showed her and she's like, that that's, you know, I like that. That's really nice. So I'm like, she's like, we should go look at it. And I was like, Oh, seriously. Get in the car, Patrol. get in the car, woman. Get really? in the car. So, <laughs> So we ended up doing like the next weekend or whatever. I don't know. Might not have been next weekend, but sometime really quick. We went, drove out there. It's like two, two and a half hours away. We looked at it and it was on consignment. So basically the dealer didn't own it. It was some, but one of their customers was selling it through them. And, uh, it was freaking sweet. And I had him started up when he started up, I was sold. Like it sounded amazing. Um, so I'm like, and it was kind of high for what, like I was trying to pay. What was it at? <sighs> Like twenty, maybe twenty four, something like that. Yeah, that was, is kind of high. For was it was it that much in sixteen? Yeah, were they? That well, much? it was twenty seventeen, and it was a twenty sixteen, so it was only a year old. Okay. Yeah, it only had about six grand on it, six thousand miles on it. Mm-hmm. The guy, so the guy, he told me the guy who owned it was a long time customer of theirs had bought seven, eight bikes through them. And uh, he had bought that brand new in 2016, had them do stuff to it. So all the work was done there at the dealership. He went on a road trip with his buddies out to California with it, came back, found out his wife wanted a divorce. So he had to thin out his herd because he had like eight bikes or something like that. So he was selling like half of them. And that was one of them. So I'm like, well, listen, you know, I kind of, we, Carolyn and I talked about it. We, you know, went over to the other side of the store and we're like trying to hash it out what we could afford, blah, blah, blah. And, went back and told him, you know, would he take this? I think it was like maybe 21. I think I said, will he take 21? He was like, let us call him. We'll see. They called the guy and he was like, yeah. So I was like, done wow. deal. Let's go. Oop. Yeah. So, um, Sweet. that was a Sunday. Couldn't do anything because of financing, everything's closed. Um, so I had to come back the next week and hash out the financing and all that stuff. Did but, you trail the heritage out there? Is that what you... I did. Yeah, okay. I what did. did they give you for the heritage? Not, not a lot. What did you owe on it? Yeah. I think whatever they... I don't remember, but whatever they gave me covered what I owed, and I think it gave me like two grand down. Something like that. Yeah. Wasn't a lot. Yeah. It wasn't a lot at all. I didn't owe a lot, but it wasn't, there wasn't a lot total. They probably, they might've gave me, I don't even, it might've been five grand. I feel like those Evos weren't pulling a lot of money at that time either. No. And which is, it's crazy that you say that when they started it up, you, you love the sound of that bike because I love the sound of your heritage. 
I yeah. feel like what not, was on the heritage that was a carbureted Evo. I did too. I I did like it, but it was yeah. It was it wasn't that I, it was wasn't that the sound was better than the heritage. It was that it was the bike that I wanted and it sounded good. I'm not yeah. saying it sounded better than the heritage because the heritage had a really awesome it sound. Really cool it, was, sound. Like, it was loud. I remember the first time pythons got, on it had like yeah. short pythons on it. What are pythons? Um, they were, there was an old exhaust company. Yeah. 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 Python was a, was Python a, was its own brand. They yeah, were just it was like, its own brand. Yeah. yeah. I don't Python. think they're around anymore. Yeah. It was loud. We got to bring him back from the dead. Loud. We got to resurrect him. I'm telling you, it was, it yeah. was, it was, it was, it was, it was cool. Austin, man. He was like, I don't like riding behind you. It's too loud. <laughs> well, he was on a Suzuki or whatever. Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Well, I remember the first time we got up on the parkway and I was used to riding with guys with baggers. Like I was, my brother-in-law had a soft tail, but I was used to guys who were on road glides and road Kings and all this stuff. And you got up onto the parkway and I'm in, I'm in fifth gear and I'm like, you had so, six though, right? I had six, but I only needed to be in fifth. I had, I was and, giving it all I got. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what's up with this dude? I was like, <laughs> to ride, baby. you got to remember too, though. Like, so, so I got my license in July. I bought that bike in September. I rode it a little bit being a brand new rider. And it set all winter. And then winter came. Yeah. And then. Summer rolled around. I started riding it, and then we hooked up to go that next. That next. So I basically next had a season, yeah, if of riding experience in general, yeah, on a five speed. And, and at the, then at the time, you, I was you like, had been riding. I was in like yeah, six or seven, like probably six or seven years yeah. in. Yeah. So we meet up to go ride, and so like I was freaking as newbie as it could be on a five speed on the parkway. Yeah. Like I didn't. If know. it was me, I, I didn't know. If I was you, I'd have been like. F this dude. I'm not riding with this guy. I, I didn't know. I was like, all right, well, everybody rides differently. I'm going to sit back here in fifth gear. And that's how, that's how I am. There. Like people get their license and they'll start riding and they're like, listen, I, I can't really ride like you. I'll get in the back and do what you want to do. Cause sometimes, especially yeah. if you like the person that you're riding with, you don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like some people are stingy. Like I, I hate riding with that guy. I can't marry. If you're riding with a buddy, well, if you like the person you're going to yeah. help them get and experience. If they're a beginner, yeah. go to the front, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I'll enjoy it. Well, we know from personal experience that even if you like a person who doesn't ride real well, they're not always open to suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) Not everybody's open to critique. (laughs) That is true. I agree with that. Do you like getting critiqued? Uh, he loves it. Actually, I get critiqued all the time. Slow the fuck down, mother effort. Listen, if you got, if you got a critique or criticism, constructive, 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 I can't even constructive criticism. criticism. Um, that's fine. But if you come at me with some bullshit, that doesn't even make sense. I wasn't actually talking about you actually. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm just going off this <laughs> yeah. question. Like if you come, we've, I've had somebody that, you know, someone we know, like we, we rode up the highway and then we got off and this guy wanted to give me all these, I was leading for, well, here's what, here's, here's, oh here's when I don't want criticism or any kind of opinion Buckle at up. all out of you. Buckle up, buttercup. Don't even <laughs> give me, a peep. If we're in, we got a big group of people and we decide we're going to go here and then it's like, all right, who's leading? And it's crickets, crickets, crickets. Nobody wants to lead, right? Nobody wants to lead. So finally I'm like, all right, F it. I'll lead. I don't want to hear shit out of anybody. None of you wanted to lead. None of you wanted to step up to the plate. Don't when we get to where we're going, come up and give me suggestions on how to lead. I have to deal with that. I hate, I, know. I hate I, leading and I'm the leader. Like I'll go on group rides We're in a I, where I don't know, where I don't know anybody. Yeah. 
And I managed to always be the leader. It always happens that way. And then we'll come to a stop. Well, you're going a little bit too fast. I'm like, I'll sit in the back. Well, I, mean, I don't even know you people. Okay, cool. I'll, I just I'll, came for the ride. I'll think, roll to the back, bro. I think I've led, like, of our, our group rides, I, I think I led I led one ride to LBI one time. Do you like leading? I, I, don't, I don't think anybody I don't care. I don't care about leading, but what happened is when we got to where we were going, three people had suggestions for me, and two people had suggestions for me, and neither one of those two people are people who have ever led, led a ride ever, <laughs> ever, right? They, they've never led a ride ever. And one of those people when I rode with just the two of us still didn't like, was like, yeah, you got it. You know? So, but everybody's got, so, so but when we pull over with him, the same group of people, nobody's got suggestions. Bert could like pull into a parking lot, do a figure eight, you know, two motherfuckers and a thumbs up before he finds a parking spot. And everybody's like, okay, that's cool. Like, let me do that. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that is like speaking of the leading and like people hating it. Some people, again, very few people that I've met like to lead. I hate it. I always end up doing it. But speaking of like Daytona coming up, there's like the, the it's called the performance hangover show. Yeah. yeah. And it was originally when it first started, it only started like two years ago, three years ago. It went from obviously Daytona bike weeks in, where, where is it at? In Orem, Daytona. Or no, or is it Daytona? Ortley beach. Ortley beach. Mm-hmm. So the ride goes to, or where the show is Palm, Palm Bay. Mm-hmm, and it's like mm-hmm. an hour and five minutes. Mm-hmm. And there would be like, Again, these are guys that are building these spare, no expense rippers. You now you get the guys literally 80, 90, hundred grand in their bikes. All of us come together and it's like, here's a destination type in your GPS and you fucking roll. So you got all these guys and you see videos pop like they're been popping up more recently now just cause it's coming up. But guys are doing like 130 getting passed by another Harley and they're just all, and there's no leader. Mm. It's just get to the destination, Ooh. but you're all riding together. No, you're not. You're not, but you are. You're all riding to the same destination. You're on the same road together. But they all still kind of hang out with each other. Yeah, I get it. But while you're riding, you're not together. I don't do it personally. I think it's awesome. Was that the thing I saw where it said, I accept your challenge or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. challenge accepted. Because this year it changed because it's been getting so big over the last couple of years that the the other dealership wasn't, it was like really tight last year. And we're talking about a Harley dealership. That's how big this, this thing is going. So they moved it to... Orlando dealership because Orlando's got a little bit more room. Listen, if we're going to keep mm. this podcast rolling, we're going to have to address one issue and that's that your mammal toe is looking at me and you're going to need to adjust that thing. <laughs> he said Please. his mammal toe. Oh, I can't even pull the Holy fucking cow. To my hips. I think there's got to be a class action lawsuit against UPS for those uniforms, bro. It's got to be. It's, it's basically sexual harassment what they put you in at those things. <laughs> and I'm like directly crap. legs are just over. Like I'm trying ass. to focus on what you're saying, but you're just it's peeking at me. I, set, you the, ever, I you, set those chairs up for a reason. <laughs> but do you ever get the again, we're going back to like the leading scenario here. Um you met my buddy Steve, fast talker Steve. Oh my god. I thought I met yeah, two fast talkers. When he now he's one of the leaders that will go, he'll rev his engine, he'll be flying, and all of a sudden it's he'll back off and break and he'll go and he'll back off and break. And you're just like, stop. So and what's go, he stop like? And go. Wants and to go fast, like, but then get scared. Like, I don't, what's... wouldn't say it's scared. It's just like how he rides. So I always tell him like, the, you, you, like when I ride with him, like, I'm like, you will never lead a ride that I'm a part of. Like you're asking. Have I ridden is, with this guy? No, I haven't ridden with him. I don't know. You rode with, didn't well, you ride with him? Me. You rode with him the one time. Well, I'm trying to figure out, you had two friends named Steve. One of them was the dude at Ocean City last year at breakfast. The talker. That's the talker. 
I don't think I've ridden with him. I rode with the guy that we had. How'd you not ride with him? Maybe he was there. Because you guys took off. You guys didn't want to hang out with us. They want to hang out with us. Yeah. You and uh, Blue Road So who was the dude? Who Road Glide. (sighs) Who's Blue Road Glide? What's his name? Uh, Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Right? He was with him. He was there. Blue Road Glide guy. (laughs) Just say New York. (laughs) Another guy that does not know how to do group rides. (laughs) Yes, I would. Um, I would agree with that. But so who was so with the guy the day that I got my accident when we had breakfast? Was that guy's name Steve too? The guy that sounded I thought was Irish. Remember the guy? Is that the cop? He's. He, I thought he was Irish, and I was talking about like where are you at from Wait, Ireland? so we're talking about like, the Hamilton he's like, dinner. No, he was the like, Hamilton diner. Yeah, the the yeah that corn? was that was the cop. So what's that his was name? A different one. But his name's Steve? Dan. Dan. Oh, okay, I thought his name was Steve too. That was such a fun day. Was it outside, though? Outside of that fact, that was a fun this day. This freaking guy. I, dude, I that had was a great day. Take you your camel toe and get I the had, hell out I of had, here, bro. I Party's had, over. I thought we... Uh, no, I was going outside day. the fact. I, I had... That was one of the most fun no, days I had it, all it, summer. It was a great day until the end. Yeah, until the end. That but was it was time. like I had... A, but that guy... So how do you know that guy? A group ride. I just posted like to meet up at Fielders if anybody wanted to go. Dude, come join. that? Like, do you have a death wish? And he just showed up with... That's Another really older guy on a, he, he had a, he had like a 90 or no, I think it was early 2000 road King. And he had like a, well, wait, early, it was a 110. What was the 110? Cam. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Whatever. A 110 road King. It was built. Again, he was older. He was in his like mid sixties, almost 70. And then Dan was the cop and he was younger and he's just, he's like, who's, who's running the, this group ride? And I've never met him before in my life, either one of them. And I was like, oh, I'm leading it. And I was like, I get all like, kind of like, you don't know what you're about to get into. Like, I was like, Hey, we kind of like ride pretty fast. Oh, is it, this a rippers only crew? Cause this was, it, we, well, nobody shows up. So it was just me, Bobby. Um, I forget, I forget it was me, Bobby and maybe two other, I think Cody showed up and there was one other person that I ride with that rides. Okay. I, I have to know is Cody a ripper. <sighs> yeah, Cody. Oh. Cody rides pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, he was, I'll give uh, it to him. He rides dirt bikes a lot too, but he knows. He, he was. Wasn't he, he blocking on, on one of the one of the group rides you did? I think he was the one temp- that that went to Bulldogs. Too. I thought he rode pretty decent. That that group ride. It was that was one of my favorite group rides we've been on. That group ride was a trip. The Which one, one? That, that was his ride. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's um, that was a good ride. We were Which like, one was that? Bert, Bert was like the one you plan you you planned it and it. Yeah. It went so, to Bulldogs. Uh, okay, yeah. Hey, no. Your speech before Roger, the ride was Roger met us at that one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your speech before the ride was like, "We're gonna go here, here, and here. When we get on the parkway, whatever happens, happens." That was like <laughs> your, your pre-ride talk, right? And we got on the parkway, and uh, this I don't know, twenty-year-old, twenty-one-year-old girl. Listen, I, I'm like, uh, on her, at George. I'm like, yeah, I'm, little, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not ripping like I'm whatever. We'll ride normal. Yeah. I'm not doing this. We all stayed together though, for the most part. No, we didn't. It was the, no, no, we didn't. hundred percent. We didn't. No, we didn't. What? So we hit the parkway the parkway and, and you guys were like, but then everybody stopped gone. after the parkway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, that's what I mean. Yeah. We stayed together, but we weren't together on the parkway. Exactly. But that we was the parkway said. and all hell broke loose. <laughs> and I'm looking at George and I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not trying to get crazy like these guys. You guys are all doing a buck 20, whatever you're doing. I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing 90 and I'm like, I'm good, right? I'm good. I'm looking at him. He's good. And then this chick on her dad's bike or whatever, yeah. on her 98 she's like fat 23 boy. little blonde comes on 98 fat boy 
comes <laughs> ripping by us, and I was looked at George, and I was like, "Oh well, hell, hell no!" no. <laughs> so I'm like, "Boop!" Twisted throttle, freaking flew by her as close as I could to her. Like, no, that's not working. And we had one of our followers, Ken. Ken, uh, oh that poor guy, Ken was, like was on was, like a '96 freaking. <laughs> he was like ultra 90, glide or some. He was like, yeah, on a '96 like a lecture event, and he was like, "We're like, we'll see you, buddy." <laughs> it's like. That's yeah, the fast, no, that's it, fast I, I've ever gone on my bike. Yeah, it was. But uh, so, so going back to that, you talk about like opening up and your buddy, Ken, who's like, probably he's never fucking experienced that. So I meet these two guys and like, again, I'm judging a book by its cover. Like this guy looks like a grandfather and then you get this little short guy mm-hmm. and I walk outside and I see he has a, just a road King. And the other one was driving like a fucking, like a early nineties Kawasaki. And I'm like, I, t- I had to explain him like, this is kind of how the ride's going to go. You know, I started off like 60, 70 miles an hour and they're those two, the old guy and his buddy went, they passed Bobby and they passed Steph mm. and, uh, right up my, t- right Steph up my was tail. On this, huh? I think so. Or I, I don't know. I, I forget. I forget yeah. if she, maybe she wasn't, I don't think she was. Okay. But it was, it was Cody. So Cody dropped back and Bobby dropped back. Steph, Cody, same thing. And then I'm like, all right. So I start, I take it up to 90. They're right on my tail. So, and then me and Bobby were talking through the comms and I was like, I guess we're doing this. And then I just open it up and they are right up my ass. And we were doing like a buck 20, buck 30. We get to the first stop and they're like, we've been waiting to meet guys like you. Everybody (laughs) that we ride with does five miles under the speed limit. And Bobby's looking at me like, what the F just happened? Like, cause our first stop was, um, uh, sidelines in, uh, I don't want to say it's Malika maze, maze landing. Have you been there? Sidelines. I've, I've, I've been there. Yeah, it used to be so. called something else and it changed over to sidelines. Yeah. It used to be called like, um, fielders or not fielders. Um, I don't know. doesn't matter, but they're like the, they got, they were so, the joy in their faces and I was all fired up. I'm like, F yeah. I'm like, all right, boys. I said, we finished the beer inside. We go off the next spot. And again, right from the get go, I, we were all opened up. And they were right behind. And then we get to, we get this one gas station, like three, three stops in. And, uh, the, the, the road king is just like spewing oil. I mean, (laughs) and the guy's just looking at me. He's like, yeah, this, this thing hasn't been run like this in a long time. He's like, it'll be all right though. Right. And me and him pull out and he pulls up to me, like pulls up next to me. And there was a deep, like a long stretch. I forget what the road is called. And he looks at me and he goes, and he starts hauling. <laughs> I just see his handlebars. Like we were doing a buck. It was like a buck 32, buck 33. And his handlebars just start. Cause he's all, he, he has stock. Like he's got nothing. The motor's built. No suspension. stock suspension no susp- front. Yeah. And I just see his handlebars like this uh. for like three seconds. And he backs off and I fucking just rip by him. And we come to a stop ah. sign and I'm like, dude, I thought you were going to die. He's like, me too. <laughs> he's like, that, that was awesome. That was Dan. <laughs> This was, no, this was, okay. um, I forget this guy's name. He texts me all the time. I just don't have his number saying because I, I forget his, uh, Dan still texts me, but he also, cause he always wants to ride because he just like, he gets enjoyment. Yeah. I'm like, I've never met somebody like him, especially at his age. That's great. Yeah. Cause That's literally great. he was this guy, Dan, oil. Dude. We get the breakfast over there at the, at the diner and he shows up with, uh, Steph, right. Steph and, 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 and Dan and then, uh, Bob and his wife were there. And we're having breakfast and this guy's talking, whatever. He's going to be talking about his bikes, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, I say something like, uh, 
So, so you're you're from Ireland or Scottish? <laughs> and he looks at me like I got freaking twelve heads, and I'm like, what? Like, and he's like, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, get the f out of this dude. Sound? He's got an. Does he not have he a does. funky he accent? A I'm like, this dude is Irish. Accent. He's 100 percent Irish. Nope, he's from Michigan. He does look <laughs> Irish too. He really does. It, it freaking blew my mind. You missed that one. Huh? I'm like, you got. You're kidding. You're bull. You're bullshitting me. You're from Ireland. He's like, no. Nope, I'm. He talks, man. He does He'll, talk. He you find some talkers, bro. I do. I don't because I don't talk oh. at all. What? Me? I don't talk at all. After like a year of hanging out with you, you talk, yeah. Is he serious right now? I don't yeah, know. T- no, it takes him about a Why year. Do you, do you think we had you on the podcast because you don't talk? I don't think I talk. We're an hour and 23 minutes into this. You've been talking the whole time. Well, I don't know what it is. It takes it takes Sam about a year and some Twisted Tees to warm up to you. And then he, <laughs> yeah, well, then he starts. I'll definitely talk after some Twisted Tees, that's yeah, for sure. Twisted yeah. Tees. The, the unofficial. How often, yeah, I do. how often do you drink bourbon? Um, When was the last bourbon I had? It's been a minute, right? That's not often. I had... um. Yeah. I had an old fashioned with Steph at Braddock's Tavern three weeks ago. How do you like Braddock's? I like it. Chicken and waffles, do get, man. Do you get, do you, hold, get on, the, hold on, I hold on. There. I haven't been there in a minute. Do you sit down dining or do you go to the bar downstairs? I go to the bar. Yeah. Happy hour type of thing. Mm-hmm. We went for a buck of shuck. We've been saying Tuesday. we're going to do that. I haven't been there in years. Their brunch we used to good. love it. Their we brunch used to is the love best. it. Their brunch is awesome. That's what we went for. We went for brunch. Yeah, they ch- the chicken waffles we had there was just, and I don't know why we don't go back there, but. I like, get the pork roll and yeah, cheese. I don't know why I haven't been either. Yeah. But yeah, they did the bucket shuck through the summer on. Um, bucket sh- what? Bucket I think it was, either, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday Clams. nights just to kind of draw a people A dollar in. clam? Mm-hmm. Is that what that means? For the oysters. Shuck? Oysters, yeah. But is that what that means? A dollar each? Yeah. Dollar an oyster. Yeah, I got 75 of them. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christmas, bro. I could have had more, but that's I didn't want to problem. spend, I I mean, want to spend money. Actually, kind of expensive. Steph beating you off every But oyster. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What's up, Sam? Aphrodis- I had oysters, baby. It's the aphrodisiac. Um, what, was it? what was I saying? Oh, no, because oysters are usually like anywhere you go, they're like $250, 350 per, <laughs> if, per oyster. Per oyster. Okay. So if, when you get a bucket yeah. shock, it's like you like you little go. necks? Yeah, I love little necks. We'll have to do those on the grill this year. I love little necks. I do too. I'm a big seafood guy. Do you like seafood? Me too. Oh, yeah. 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 We all are, I think. Have you had, um, do you like oysters? Yeah. Do you like them both like cooked or raw or yeah, perf- yeah, whatever? You? Sherry. Some nice shit with a little bit of sherry in there. I've only had them a couple times raw. It's mm-hmm. good though. Do you have like a preference or are you just like any oyster as long as it's not no, like super fishy? I, I haven't had oysters as often as I've had clams or little neck stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, all right, but, but Kate, I, but I don't dislike, I like them. The Cape May salts are just to die for. Cape May salts. There, there's some, I mean, anything. I, I like the East coast stuff much more. The Chesapeake's are than, really, uh, really Long, good. Long Island. stuff. there's, there's, I've had some from Long Island. I like the East coast. Oysters so a lot more. Long Island's not on the East coast. Long Island. Long Island's Long, not on the East coast. It, it is on the East coast. Okay. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. If, some of the West Coast stuff, like, I don't I think know. I've had the West Coast stuff, yeah. so I couldn't even tell you. Mm-hmm. But I, I like them. We do some, have good oysters, though. I like them with, like, some shallot and some sherry. I had a crappy African, little mm-hmm. African lobster dough. That sucks. They're, what they're was terrible. It? The, African lobster dough. Those little African lobster. <laughs> they're not from, you know, up north, like Maine and stuff like that. They're, I, I'm, I don't know. They That's the good African, thing about Laconia so. is the lobster rolls. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, so listen. Uh-oh. Oh, this boy. is way off topic. And the people listening are probably like, what are these idiots even talking about tonight? But um, Point Lobster, Tuesdays, 
at least in January. I'm not sure if it's past January, but in January. So I told Carolyn this last night because I just saw it. $30 for two lobster tails. What? Wow. That's how, a steal. how many ounces? I don't know, but I know their lobster tails are good. Like Point Lobster. Have you been to Point Lobster? Yeah, but they might change it for that deal. Like they might, well, they like might they serve could, eight I mean, they all the time, could. and then all of a sudden they hit you with a four they or six could. ounce. Like the pick does on uh, like it doesn't wing say. Night. Yeah. It didn't say, but there's. I like Point Lobster a lot. They're, they got. Where's that at? Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. Yeah. I've never been. You never uh, been to Point Pleasant? Ooh man. Yeah, you know it's. I'll, it's a crappy ride up there. It's it's traffic. You hit seventy down to the freaking parkway. Blah blah blah. Whatever. It's, but it's not the best ride. It, it's not the best ride in, in the winter. I mean, it's nice. To, this time of year, though, it's nice to hit up. It there. shouldn't be busy, and you know if you go at the right time, yeah. on the weekend or something. Now, obviously, it's not you know Tuesday. You're going to hit rush hour traffic if you go after work. But um, no, it's really, they got really good seafood. They got really good lobster. That's a point lobster um, for around here, you know. But yeah, that New England Laconia lobster tails are just freaking ridiculous. They're ridiculously priced nowadays. Yeah, they're 30 bucks for a lobster. Yeah, but um, it was 30 bucks for a lobster. That place right by the. um, We went to Spinnaker's, man, in Maine. Spinnaker's. I haven't been there. That's the place. So this is our buddy Dave. Did he meet Dave? No. I don't think so because he wasn't around by the time we got up there. Maybe not. So our, my buddy Dave is from uh, New York State area. So that whole Laconia area just across um, on the main side there, his parents now live. So that whole area is like the backyard for him. Like he knows that whole place. And uh, the both times I've been up to Laconia, he's been my tour guide takes us on all the back roads, all the best places and the spinnakers. That's what it's called, right? Spinnakers. That's his spot. Like that's his little hidden gem of where he, it's way out of the way. And you actually got to ride through a crappy area, kind of congested little area for up there to get to it. Oh my gosh. Totally worth it. Put it in oh the GPS. God, it's so good. And this is, it's, it's in, a little, it's spot. in, wait, Maine. It's in Maine. It was in Maine, right? Yeah. 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 Maine's not I mean, far it's, from it's close. It's not crazy. It's not yeah. far. Have like you ridden over Maine? to Maine? Yeah, we do, we do the Bentleys and Iron Horse. Yeah, Bentleys mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. We got the Bentleys this past year on an off day. Um, I feel like after some storms and- it always rains We up got there. there and it was like dead. It was, it was not popping. It was like, was it a weekday? It, it was a weekday. It was, it, I think- It wasn't on that weekend, so it was a little less busy and we got there at a weird time, so it was like really not busy, which I was disappointed because the, the first time I was there in like 2017- um, he took us there and it was hop and it was like the Buffalo chip. Like it was packed. It, it's insane because like I follow their social media account and like basically all throughout the year that place is popping and I don't understand why they can't kind of bring that down to here. I think, yeah, you know, maybe like the pig, some roast. areas just have that and others don't, uh, man. I don't I know feel why like our area is a good area to have that. A, like, could you imagine like a Kingfish type? Like smoke, like a smoke, like smoking pig and ribs in a freaking bar mm-hmm. with a live band playing mm-hmm. and fire yeah. pits. Like you're telling with Tanny well, hanging down from the ceiling in the broad, that environment. How could that well, not succeed the, down one here? One of the things you have here, and I don't, I don't know about Laconia, New Hampshire, Maine and stuff, but the, the regulations on businesses like that is one of the things that hampers the amount of people that want to have restaurants and businesses around here. Go Murphy. You know, that's one of the things. And then you couple that with 
crappy winners where if you have something like Bentley's. They get shitty winners. I know they do. So they're they're hopping during the they're winter. They're already snowing right now. But the, Are they hopping during the yeah, winter? Yeah, they make pretty good business. With cars? Yeah, with cars. Obviously people yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no bikes. But yeah, the it cars, doesn't the regulars seem, keep the them indoors, going. that place doesn't seem very big. That's a very outdoor-centric yeah, kind of place. There's nothing up there either. I mean, um, there's there's nothing. There's literally nothing. That's the thing. you got to have like a, a good indoors for down here because you just get it's cold and crappy, man. But I mean, again, if you're looking for like-minded people up there, I, I feel like, what was the town? We went down to Kenny Bunkport, right? Yeah, that was not. What's this? We went to Kenny Bunkport. We are not their people. No. And I mean, I mean, I knew that before we got there. Yeah, we knew that. But the, it's, being there kind of proved it. Not like, a not a biker town. Uh, you roll in there with bikes, everybody's like looking at so you. So are like, they like yuppie or like, yes, yeah. rich yuppies? Like, are you going to shiv me? Rich yuppie Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> very, you know. It's you got very, recognized in Kenny Bunkport, though. That was it's pretty good. funny. Yeah, dude was like riding over the bridge. He was like, bangers and birds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, there you go. <laughs> you, we. We. <laughs> they recognize the I mean, beard, though. They don't like. They don't recognize the shirt. It's style beard. <laughs> yeah, we did. I remember that. But no, that like. But we went to that, that bar, same place. That's yeah. where, and the only reason I knew, and then, and Dave took us there the first time mm-hmm. I went to, like, apparently he likes that spot, but um, yeah, that town is not. Does he go to Laconia every year? Well, no, mm-hmm. um. He will now. I mean, he, I'm about to say because I'm meeting up with would. him. I like the tour. I met I met some random guy at a dealership. Yeah, you're you're get, into randoms, bro. You're I'm gonna, telling you, I, I went to get like sleep. a like an alignment because I was on my way to Laconia and like, I had a death wobble. Mm. So I put my my Chaos bike into service to do that, and then some old timer starts talking to me, and he's like, "I'm from Boston." He's like, "I come here. I've been coming over here for like 40 years," and I was with a couple buddies, and he's like, "He's like, I'll take you out somewhere. And I'll show you all the roads." He took me out. I had one of the best Did times of my you? life in freaking Did he show you the Hershey Highway? And you know what's funny? We still stay in contact. It's one of those things. We, <laughs> there you go. We still uh, stay in contact now. And he'll text me every year when he's going. What days? And he's like, I'll show you some more So roads. where does Laconia rank on your... Uh, I haven't been to Sturgis, so Laconia's number one for me. Okay, so you like it. Nick went to... How, it. how is it ranked compared to... This is a tough one. How is it ranked compared to uh, Gettysburg? <laughs> Gettysburg <laughs> is definitely bottom. I don't think I'll ever go to Gettysburg again. That's tough. Um, it's so gonna Nick, die. I feel bad that it's. I feel like that ga- that rally is gonna die. But I, I feel like I, it's got supporters, man. It does. It's got the Doc Harleys of the world. No offense, Doc under- Harley. I don't if you're understand, man. Doc, Doc Harley loves it. It does. It does. Uh, he loves it. He says point. he said that Laconia is dying and sucks. Laconia's getting bigger each and year, and he likes Gettysburg. And I was like, what? Are you talking about? If I, if I'd I like were, another shot at Johnstown. I'd like another yeah. shot. At, I'd like another shot at Thunder in the Valley. Have you been there, Johnstown? I am surprised that that is a turn and sure, Mister King Turn and Burn. Well, let me know when it's burn and turn, turn and burn. When, what time of the year is it? Usually June. June. It is around the same time. Now I don't know if it's the same weekend, but it is the same time frame as Laconia. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's time. June. It's um, close. I think it's early June. When is, is Laconia usually? Usually it's we, like we, teams, weekend before. Right? Mm-hmm. It might no, be. I want to do a full. I, I just like, I can't budget for Laconia. They have a uh, roller derby. I spend, way, I spend way too much money no. on the the food. Like uh, not like the hotel, like where we say, cause it's, we always have like a few people. So that's not really the cost, but like, yeah, I, I go there. I buy the t-shirts from like the, the local businesses that I know that I whatever support, but the, the food is just what gets me. The food yeah. and drinks, because I like to drink. Food and I like Laconia's. to eat the lobster rolls. So like any any typical day from breakfast, lunch, and then dinner, it's it's three, four hundred bucks a day. 
just in food. Yeah, it can be. That's expensive. not fuel. I None feel, of that. I feel like at the uh, what was that? Was it the Iron Horse, man? We bought some expensive food at that place. That wasn't. Iron That's what Horse. Daytona. Uh, Daytona. I could spend two weeks in. What was that? It was called, but what it was, was that? It was. It was like rally food, and it was super expensive. I never get rally food, but that's oh. all they had there. Uh, at the okay. place we were that's at. all it was there. And I feel it was that one that's on the corner. It's it, it changed names recently. It's on the corner there. It's one of the big close to Weir's bars. Beach. Is it the bur- like the burger? It's no. not the burger and rib place, no, is it? The, the turkey no, leg? No, no, it's close to Weir's know. Beach. I don't know. It's like on the way to Weir's Beach, and it's like right on that corner of that intersection. It's a big biker bar right there. Oh yeah, I know what you're, you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think I've got a seventeen dollars sausage sandwich. It was like it was like yeah, and they're and they're terrible. Like seventeen bucks and they're terrible. I didn't think it was but terrible, but definitely if you go to Laconia, hit us up. We'll hook you up with Dave on uh, on Instagram. He's a rider. Yeah, I would love that. I mean, there's there's I mean, he's a rider. Laconia is free and listen. I, there's a, I don't even know how many roads that I've missed because again, when I go, I've been going since when is eighteen. Uh, When's Laconia this year? I think it's still the second week of June. Okay, so Thunder in the Valley is June twentieth and twenty to the twenty third. So it's it's just a long weekend. So it's after. And where's it at? Johnstown, it's in Johnstown PA. PA. Johnstown PA. Side so of the it's just, just so is that just, like west, like Pittsburgh just cruise, wise? Cruise like you're heading to Pittsburgh, and it's like it's on the an way. Hour before Pittsburgh, maybe hour, hour and a half. That's not terrible. What's that? No. Four hours? Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. bad at all. Ah, that's not bad it's, at all. It's actually, and and again, if you do go, it's um, really close to the uh, the site of the um, of Flight ninety three ninety three crash where there's now like a, a national monument and more more there kind of thing yeah. national park whatever they call it um which is cool to see but um yeah it's it's not hard to get to it's not far to get to they have the same issue that laconia has they they seem like they rain every year june is just like that on the east coast you know um Wait, but it was a cool rally it's one of it's the first rally i ever went to so i for i got my bike i had that heritage and um our, our friends, Joel and Janice, he's from Johnstown and they were, they lived here, um, next to us and they were, um, going out and he, they invited us to go. So we went and, uh, that's what I learned about the, uh, hills of Western PA and my bike didn't like them. And my bike was <laughs> spitting oil out of the freaking <laughs> air cleaner and <laughs> trying to keep up going like up hills. Yeah. Like, cause, cause Western PA is just freaking a hilly mess, man. I don't know how those people live in that crap. I love PA. I love Pittsburgh. I'm a Pittsburgh sports guy and uh, the city of Pittsburgh is great, but Holy crap. I couldn't live out there. Like everything is a hill and a curve. Like you're nonstop. Every stop sign is on a hill and a curve. Yeah, it's like, like in Syracuse, New York, or I mean, New York. you better, if you got a freaking, I'll tell you what the days of everything being like automatics or, um, standard, that must've been a biatch to live out there. So, so Morgantown, West Virginia is an account I go to yeah. for work. Right. So we fly into Pittsburgh and drive to Morgantown and the dude I'm driving with, and it's night, it's kind of drizzling and he is like white knuckled. And I'm like, yeah, are you okay? And you know, my buddy Brian, and he listens to this podcast. So it's funny. He's probably listening to this right now. He's like, bro, I'm from Florida. It's flat, flat and straight. <laughs> Yo, that's that is super huge culture shock, bro. It is, that was, man. <laughs> we, I mean, moving out here was culture shock for me because yeah. it's it's dark out here. For the first six months I lived here, I think I was doing 20 miles an hour down Forked Neck. Like, where are the deer? Come I can't on, see nothing. you're from around here. But I didn't live out here. Yeah, yeah this is different this than is the, This is, this is I mean, round town. This is 20 mills, minutes away from town. Brown's Mills, 30 yeah. minutes away from Brown's it Mills. But different. this is this is different out yep. here. I mean, yeah. Really. 
It's yeah. uh yeah, it's it's I mean it's one I'd like to go back to too because um the well, first time we it. went to was the it. first time I've been to a rally, so you don't know what you're doing. Second time we went, it rained the whole time. We were in like, it was a rain out. We, we were in the truck. We trailed it to that one and we were in the truck paid, most of the time. Paid four hundred dollars a fucking night for that hotel room. I didn't and it pay was anything. Rain it was beautiful. Four hundred bucks a night. That was the no. One. Did you do it last minute? No. The one thing I like about Johnstown, I feel like they raped you for the hotel rooms, and it's like Johnstown. You guys all had points, so you have no idea what went on. Oh yeah. So yeah, we we stayed at this. It was crazy. The hotel prices at Johnstown were stupid. They got you because there's, there's specifically not many. because of that because yeah. of that rally, and there isn't a lot around. And there's there. nothing around there. There's a handful of hotels, so yep. they like got you by the balls. Yep. Yeah. I didn't even think anything of it back then. I, I the job I worked at, I I traveled for work and I've racked up po- like points. So I had all these points. So I didn't pay for the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like yep. points. Same thing with ocean city. When I started going to OC, like I didn't think anything of it. Cause I'm like, whatever we used the points. And now I'm like, Holy, the holiday Inn that we'd like to stay at on the boardwalk. There is ridiculous. I'm like, I know nah, we're not been, staying there. Paying. Although I like the way Stacy and I did ocean city this year. Like we had a good time at like this, this year, ocean city. How did you do ocean city this we just, year? We went down on a, a Thursday. We had a hotel room for, I think, uh, or we went down early Friday, I think even. You were right yeah. next to we, we, I think you went the one Friday. bar that I met you guys at. I think, yeah. We, we were, stayed Friday night, Saturday night. Right? Yeah, we, we stayed Friday night, Saturday night. We stayed at the Fairfield Inn. It was walking distance to Fishtails. Yeah, was, see. That was my first time at Fishtails. All the years I've been, this was my favorite. I like the way Carol and I did it. Well, you did it in the camper, yeah. We did in the camper. We stayed the whole week, mm-hmm. the, like the weekend before all the way through. Um, so we were able to like do other stuff, which we always talked about. Like every time we've gone, we're like, Oh, there's other things we want to do. Not bike related. Mm -hmm. Like maybe we ride to it, but it's like not bike related. Mm -hmm. Um, and just never had enough time going down on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever. Like you just don't have enough time because you're doing all the the rally stuff. So we had the whole week. It was great. We took our, we at the campground, we had the the camp, the RV, like just doing our thing, man. It was a good time. Yeah. We were hemming and hawing. I, you know, screwed around too too long for the ferry, so we rode all the way down, rode all the way down. Ferry, I love that but ferry. It, it was. I do like the ferry. I'll never not. But it's not a bad ride. The ride wasn't bad. No, though. it's not a bad ride at all. But yeah, I like the ride, freaking ride. ride but the ferry is cool. Tees, baby. Love getting on the ferry at 10 a.m. and the bars open. Yeah, yeah. you get those little fat all the, food the, snacks the that are triple the price of, that you get at Wawa. Never bought food on there. <laughs> it's you bought so food. expensive. Yeah, hamburgers like 10 bucks. You're only on it for an hour, bro. It's no wonder it costs it's you $3 a, a day to eat at Laconia. It's an hour and a half. <laughs> I like getting off the the, um, the ferry and going right to the uh, brewery there. Oh, uh, yeah. What's that called? Crooked, hammock? The Crooked Hammock. Yeah. Have lunch there. got some good beers. Get some beers there. It's a nice rally, but I, I liked going down like just like as the quick kind of overnight. And That's me, that, baby. That was, yeah, it was. I didn't want to yeah, stay, but we got no. too drunk. I don't, I like never, I decision. never like being on a short time frame like that. It just, I don't feel like I ever get it, what I want out of it. I, yeah, never I, do. I, I feel like with rallies though, I can, I mean, there's always next year. You don't like uh, rallies. That's what I always say. I, I always say there's next year. I never get, I never I, get to I do the stuff it. that I want. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like, I don't, I, I don't. You're kind of like Bry. Huh? <laughs> People get y'all nervous. Get all weird. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm just like Bri. I've been Bri, to. Bri, Bri, Bri's been to one rally. George I've, the I've been to. Oh my four. god! So I'll ask both of you. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll go you. Bury you first. Yes. So I won't put you on the spot. On the spot. Bring it, baby. Your goals as far as riding wise. Goals. 2024. I know. Last year you wanted to say you said that you wanted to get out. Well, my and goal. More I mean, rallies. my goal is always to ride more which is always hard just because life work 
bull crap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, my goal every year is to go to every rally. I love rallies. And I, like I said, like yeah, we were just talking about, great. like I, I love people watching. I love the party atmosphere. I love riding. I like all, like all of whatever, like it's I'm okay culture. with, I like whatever the rally is like, you know, they're different, right? You know, Sturgis is the ultimate riding rally, but it's the biggest party on the planet as well. Daytona is more of a party rally, right? Not as much riding going on. Depends. You know, every rally has its own vibe. I like them all. And I like the people watching it. I love just being in a place where there's thousands of bikes in that region, just all there for the same reason, you know? Um, but really, I mean, it's hard because it's always a, a mix of what are my goals for the channel? Yeah. And what are my goals personally for riding? My goals personally are just to ride as much as possible because I, I'm like you, I want to be on the bike as much as possible. Um, and then the channel, we have other goals, but, um, I think for this year, like I'm already like, I just want to, I want to get to the rallies. I want to ride, uh, put as many miles every year to me. is like, I want to put more miles on than last year. Last year I didn't because of the accident, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd love to put more miles on this year than I've put on, ever before on a bike in a year. Um, just found out today, Carolyn got her time off approved for Sturgis. So we're going to Sturgis. Um, that's going to happen. The Daytona thing is about 80%. 90, Soften her up. She, 90%. You know, <laughs> I think I'm going to be able to, if, if things go good tomorrow, cross her fingers. <laughs> she's got a meeting with the, with, with the owners of her company. If everything goes good and, the, and the work from home kind of thing, because she can work from home, but it's just work related BS. But if that's not an issue, we should be rolling down to uh, Daytona with our buddy, Bob. Um, and we'll, we won't ride. We'll, we'll trailer with him. And, uh, he's got a place at the Cackleberry or he's got, already got a, you know, reserve reservation at the Cackleberry. So, um, the plan hopefully is to go to do that. Uh, so those will be our two big, um, rallies for the year. We got another week tied up with a wedding in Puerto Rico. So that's kind of all she has, but, um, yeah, I just want to ride as much as possible. I'd love to do some long weekends this year that we keep saying we want to do where we just kind of ride without it without a destination or goal in mind. It never happens. It never happens and it really needs to happen. Like yeah. we just ride in a direction with no plans at all. And when you're done riding, find a hotel, you know, wild, kind of thing. Wild hogs. Yeah, just head to the coast and <laughs> Yeah. Not to the coast, but you know. Just kind of winging it more so because everything's always planned out, right? I like, everything's always planned out. I, I want to get to Michigan, maybe ride with Justin this year. I, I mean, again, nice. like, like, and we said that last year. But if Justin money and time here. off were weren't an yeah. issue, I have so many. Like, we, I want to. I've been dying to get out to Wisconsin um, to hang out and meet up with the the Zero Three D people that have their headquarters out there. Like, you know, they're they're a big uh, sp- uh, supporter of the of our our other channel, and like, we'd love to go out and hang out with them and get a little even closer with them and. Um, it's just, it's a long ride. We have an invitation to go out and ride with, right, with Azura and Arrow and Thomas Rudd and. Yeah, the owners and, and they like, they want to, you know, they come out on the lake with us on their boat, you know, like cool stuff like that. Like I'd love to do that. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where you got to have the time because it's, what did I say it was? 1,100 miles? Yeah. 1,178 miles. You could do it in a day, but that's a long day. It's a day trip. That's a long day. He said that's burn. a day trip. That's a long day, man. I problem staying awake. That's I still want to get to, uh, I guess problem. it's close to Wisconsin, the, the Mama Tried show in Milwaukee. 
What's it called? My mama That's tried. in January. I think it's in January, like the end of January. Mama that tried. is not when I want to go to Milwaukee in January. I, I know. That's the, sh- it's can't really at the sh- that. You can't. You can't because it's snowing there and basically yeah. three quarters of it's the It's a bike show? Yeah. In Milwaukee? Yeah. In yeah. January. January. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a very big show. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is a big show. So what are your goals? What do you want to do? <sighs> I, I mean, again, like... I want to get to one rally at least. I don't know. I'm not going to make it to Sturgis with these guys. Um, you know, if that's not going to make it to Daytona either. No, I'm probably What's not left. going to make it. Wow. Laconia. Huh? Laconia. Yeah, probably Ocean City. Yeah, probably <laughs> Ocean City. Could do Laconia City. in a weekend? <laughs> I could do Laconia in a weekend. That's tough, um, man. But again, I feel like if I had a chance to do Laconia in a weekend or if I have a chance to go out to Michigan and, and meet up with Justin and, and ride with him a little bit. I'm probably going to go to Michigan. I do want to ride like the upper peninsula, Michigan. Um, definitely. Wanna, That's a summer thing. It right? is a summer thing. And I want, I, I do, I want to get to, to Milwaukee. I mean, I, I've never, never been to Milwaukee. I want to go to the Harley museum. And I feel like I, th- I yep. thought that was one of those things that we were going to do. Like I, I was trying to like, have that be one of those things to do when we put together our Sturgis trip. But the way Sturgis trips work out, like that just didn't happen. Like we blew through Wisconsin during the day at some point. And after we left Chicago (laughs) and we were trying to get to Minnesota and like you're cranking down miles. One of those things that's tough when um, you go on those kind of trips with a group of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was tough. You want to, you want to be able to be spontaneous. You got to keep your group as small as possible. Like, like two people. Like by, seriously, by, by small, literally like two, two people. people yeah. that's yeah. too much. I mean, sometimes. you yeah. start adding, you start adding too many people to it, and it's it's no effect. I love going on on group rides. I loved I loved our ride to uh, Texas that we did with our our little foursome. I love mm-hmm. I loved uh, you know Sturgis with our group, whatever. But if you want to really be able to be, those have to be planned because it's just. It's too so, hard so. to be spontaneous with a lot of people. My my biggest regret yeah. of the Texas trip was not recording on the way home. Uh, you know. Well, that's. Our biggest like, regret on, I feel like every trip we do, we never record on the way home. Cause yeah. it's just kind of, you get that mm. point where like, if it's a week long trip, it's the get, worst time getting the, home now, you're just kind of set on yeah. getting home, you know, and That's you're not you focused on anything else. But, but, I mean, the Texas, I mean, the two cross country trips we took were, you know, and I say cross country, I mean, it's three quarters of the way. I mean, it's, it's far, but it's, it's a haul. Not, it's a haul. I mean, they were, they were some pretty epic trips. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it's both, both of them were. You know, I mean, we cranked out some miles. In some cases, we went through some weather. I mean, we rode in frost. We rode How's in Texas? fog. Texas was cool. cool. I, I mean, we had a unique opportunity in Texas. Like, we ran into John Maxwell, who at the time was, like, one of the biggest YouTubers. Yeah, he was one of the biggest YouTubers in the, in the space. And he was going to, you know, this world record ride that we were going to. But he had organized an entire hog chapter that got other hog chapters together and they picked up hog chapters like along the way. Oh, that's neat. And by the time we met up with these guys in Texarkana, Texas, um, it was, I don't know, 150 bikes. And we rode from Texarkana, Texas to Paris, like 150 Texas bikes? Yeah. with like 150 bikes. Did they have an escort? No, no, they had one idiot though. He was in front of Bert. One idiot. Listen, Bert. if there's a group ride and I'm in it, there's going to be a douchebag right in front of me. But it's just how it is. But no, no, it wasn't an escort. It was no, a, it no was escort. a, it was a bay the signs. It was like a school bus stopped, broke up the group. And like, I mean, it was, it was a ride, but when we rolled into Paris, Texas, into this dealership, I mean, we rolled in an endless amount of it was bikes. Cool as shit. 
yeah, it was, it was really cool. And I mean, when we left, um, when we, when we left that, that area to ride up through Texas, we were dodging the storm fronts. We rode like North before we rode West and we were riding through Oklahoma and accidentally kind of, we wound up on the Talamina Skyway, which is like this, it's called like stepping star national park or shooting star national park or something like that. And it, it's like one of the most staircase. It's, yeah, shooting, yeah, something I don't like know that. But it's it's the Talamina Skyway, and it's like one of the most beautiful roads out of there. We it found was it amazing. Com- huge sweepers huge through the mountains. Um, you could it's like on top of a mountain, you could see like valleys. You know, both both directions. We were it just was, trying to avoid weather. You yeah, know, that's the only reason we went that way. That's it. I mean, took us through these small towns, and then we wound up on you know the Pig Trail in Arkansas, which is like we went from the Talamina Skyway to the Pig Trail in Arkansas, yeah. and you know, two of you know. To the most epic rides in the middle of the country, you know, from that part of the country and, you know, kind of not planned at all. And then we wound up on Route 66 to get gas. So that's like the only time I've been on Route 66. Mm. Turned around a gas station. It was like walking to Route 66. That's why whatever. Um, and two lane life did the their all Route 66 yeah. tour. That was pretty. Yeah. You watch that? Yeah. Just. Mm. <laughs> But no, I mean, but no, the biggest goal of the year is to raise a whole lot of money for Tunnel to Towers. That's that's that is that really is is the biggest goal of the year. I mean, really, if if we can if we can raise fifty thousand dollars, I mean, I can't wrap my head. So we have here's the thing: we have this. That's our goal. We have this event. I I saw that. That'd be a that'd be incredible. This event is planned for July, but that's just July. So the question is, like, what we have to figure out is like after July. Not so much before July because we got a lot going on just to get to the event. But after July, you still have half the year. Yeah, and we need to, we need to come up with some other ideas of ways to raise money to keep the ball rolling. Because again, we did dedicate the whole year. So we do pig sale. I still think you should do a group a ride. pig why, sale. Why can't you do a group bake ride sale? again? Do what? Why can't you do a group? Well, ride we could again? do we could do an early fall group ride. I love your. Group I mean, rides. I mean, I don't <sighs> still know how to raise money in that in that adventure. Like how like. Yeah, come ride true. with us. Come ride with us and give us all your money. Like I don't know how. To, I don't know how to spin that. Like as yeah. a, as a fundraiser, I'm not saying that we can't do it because we can always say, "Hey, we're doing this group ride. If you want to come, come." Like how does uh? Because uh, that's always what's his fun. face that was doing like the the Harley Davidson tour that was raising money. Adam Sandoval. Yeah. How does he do it when he does his big, like, again, he went to dealership to dealership. So, so dealerships, he went from dealership to dealership. Did they give money? Well, the dealerships did, but okay. more than dealerships is people showed up and gave money. Okay. Yeah. He, well, here's the thing, bro. Do a dealership tour from like a, here's the like thing, a Friday right? to a Sunday they or Thursday to, re- to a they Sunday. They had to reach out to every one of those dealerships and talk to them and work it out with them and get approval to do it. We have 18,000 subscribers he has 200,000 subscribers I get that but it's and he and that's on youtube he has a big following on facebook as well that are like even like different people because how much YouTube did he raise he raised over 500,000 yeah so i think his goal was 500,000 i think they broke it by a little bit because i feel like you attract right. more people and again I, I there's no statistics on it but i see him do it and I'm not a big Sandoval follower. Like I see some yeah. stuff that pops up. Right. I don't follow him personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he did, and I saw the amount of money that he raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just popping into these dealerships, and you got guys going and and chipping in. Mm-hmm. I feel like again, he raises five hundred thousand, so you raise ten thousand. It was. 
but the dealerships draw people and they draw it, true but um i really don't think the dealerships were the draw for him no they weren't i think he's the draw and the dealerships have to happen to be the close location for those that group of people for that day you know what I mean? Like th- those people are in that area of that dealership. So it's e- the, like, we know that's our dealership. So they, they go to the dealership cause that's where Adam's going to be today, but he's really the draw. And I mean, he has a following and a personality and stuff. That's just, you know, I'm not saying he's cooler than me because he's not, but <laughs> he has a bigger following. Um, and he's been doing it for a long time now. Like, you know, so he's earned his stripes as far in the, cha- right. in the fundraising charity world, you know, um, this is a brand new thing for us. Neither of us have ever, I, I'm, I'm speaking we, for you. I'm guessing, but we, neither of us have ever done anything no, raising no, money no, for anything. Just, right. You know, he does, he did sales, but that's different. He was working <laughs> like this, We, neither of us have ever done anything like this. This is brand new learning the ropes, you know, and, and he had to do that way back when, and now he's got a huge support system. He's, he easily gets companies to support him, which changes the game. You know, big companies, Law Tigers, things like that. Um, so it's hard. It's hard to like say, "Oh, well, he did it, so do this." Like, yeah, no, I'm just trying to like spitball different things. No, like I how, get it. How these different people and you got to dream big, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to dream big. That's what I said. Like with this event, like this was supposed to be a poker run. We sat right here. I don't know how many months ago I was in that chair and he was over there and he's like, we were talking about, I don't even remember what we're talking about, but you were like doing a spring group ride, spring group ride. He's like, well, what do you think? Like, do you think we could do a poker run? And I was like, yeah, I think we could do a poker run. Like, sure. Why not? And that has evolved in just a couple of months into way more than a poker run. The poker run is really an afterthought on this thing right now. Yeah. Not that, you know, it's, that's fun for the bikers and stuff and whatnot, but the, but in the, in the fundraising scheme of things, it's not even the biggest part of this. And it's evolved into like, not even just a, a biker event. Like this is a event for Patriots and anybody that wants to support veterans. Right. So, and, and I told you, we got all these vendors now that want to come that they're not motorcycle related. You know, I think, a lot of motorcycle riders ride two up with their old lady on the back. So they're going to come. And a lot of these vendors are going to, you know, excite the wives or whatever, because it's kind of like stuff that not a, the average biker would like, but whatever gets people there yeah, and donating money is what we're trying to do. So, and that's the grand scheme of things with charity. But I mean, yeah, I mean, this is brand new to us, Sam. Like we don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just winging it and I'm just trying to make it. And I, and I, I, this, my wife says like, you know, if I, if there's something I like or something I'm into, like I go all in. Yeah. And he'll tell you, like, I, mm-hmm. I, I go all in. And sometimes people are like, Whoa, pump the brakes. Like, I'm like, nah, like if I'm, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it big. And I'm going to make this thing as big as humanly possible. And hopefully a yeah, shit really ton of people show it. up. I think they are. I think this is going to be a really, yeah, I mean, I'm as equally excited as I am scared to death. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have two fears. I mean, that, that, that's that's it. I have two fears in this. One, it friggin' rains. Yeah, well, we're going rain or shine. Hey, listen, I get it. I didn't we're going rain or yeah. shine, but you I know it affects it, right? I know, you it, know it affects. I, it. We, it's going to affect the overall number and, and money I didn't that we pick raise. The date, yeah. So you're good. And just two that freaking people don't show up, you know. And I don't think that's going to happen. And I'm going to do everything I can as far as just freaking beating this into people's brains that we're like, screw it, we're going because it's all we've heard for the last seven months. 
But those are my two biggest fears. Everything else, like anything that happens, like it's going to be a, a learning experience, you know, of yeah. an actual of putting on an event, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid of those things that are going to come up. I'm just afraid of those two things, you know, it rains and, and we, it's like pours like, yeah, you say rain mm-hmm. or shine, but if it like, I know if it's a downpour, it's downpour is it's going to, you know, or just no one comes and you're like, shit, like I got all this stuff here for people and yep. nobody comes, but I don't think that part of it's going to happen, you know, and I really don't think the rain's going to be an issue. July's usually pretty good. So if it's terrible, if it's like they're forecasting like some sort of tropical, whatever, we'll figure it out if we have to like find a new date and so you're, you won't be everybody. talking like a week before. That. Yeah. If you see a week before, like it's like hurricane weathers that weekend, like, you got it. I mean, it's easy to say, yeah, we're in or shine, but like, that's, yeah, you're I, not I feel, I want, want to, I don't want to put it out into the atmosphere that that's, that's any, any of that. You know, that like, doesn't have any effect on it. I know it doesn't, but, uh, but I, I feel like we picked the time of year that gives us the best odds. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's why we did it. Did we pick the same weekend as Gettysburg? Yes, we do. Will we be better time than Gettysburg? I think we 100% will be. <laughs> I do. Um, Bang for your buck. I do. Yeah, hundred percent. We're not. I mean, buck. we're charging five bucks again. I think they're twenty or twenty-five. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And we that, might have more that's vendors. Criminal. Than them. We legit might have more vendors than them when it's all said and done. Trust me when I tell you, I'm working every day. I know you are on vendors. <laughs> I know you are, and we have a massive field, probably every bit as big as what they have at Gettysburg. And I'm going to try to fill it. The scary thing is, this could really turn into something. That everybody's like, oh, what about next year? <laughs> that, that's what scares that, me the that, most. That's it. I mean, I, that's not, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we doing first, next year? The, I mean, the first event is definitely tough, but it's not not doable. Like I, like the the bikes, brews, and barbecue. The first time I went that, the first year that he had it, it was it was huge. Yeah. Again, he didn't have so many vendors. He maybe had like, I want to say three or four actual motorcycle vendors, and the rest were kind of like the woman pleasing. I don't want to. No, no, I get it. Like yeah. all the but it was just like, yeah, like the local people that come stuff, out and say, yeah. Hey, yeah, I'll sell some stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out to be big. And then the second year it grew. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you want to have your expectations high and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, you have to and I think it can high. absolutely positively happen. There's no point in doing something like this and having low expectations. It definitely, no. it definitely takes effort you know, though. And you, but you're takes, putting in the effort. Yeah. And it's, and, and it takes effort on top of doing everything else that we are trying to do on, on listen, top of it. I mm-hmm. mean, and listen, that's the gay side of me thinks I should have been a wedding planner anyway. So I'm okay with, I'm okay with the work <laughs> and the efforts. Imagine that shit, huh? Um, I don't mind um, that, you up, know, showing up. So uh cocktail hour, can we talk apps? <laughs> Listen, next year might be fine dining event, but, um, oh, shit. I don't mind that work, man. If it, if it, if it raises money for the veterans, I'm, I'm willing to do the work. That's what it's all let, about. Let me, let me say this. We've already raised more money and, and I know we, we've set our tally at 50 K. Like I, I get that. But when we sat here in this room and talked about this, we've already raised more money than I thought we would raise. Yeah. Yeah. I, no kidding. Yeah. I agree. Um, 100%. And we've gotten more money from people I didn't expect and less money from people I expected more from. And it, it's... There's going to be... Let's see, here's the cool thing, right? There's going to be two awesome things that come out of this this whole thing. One is we're going to raise money for our vets and our first responders, which is the overall 
you know, goal. The second thing is we're, we're really meeting a lot of cool people. Like kind of like you said, with just the whole riding bikes thing, I've already met and made contacts with a lot of really cool people that I think in the future could be great contacts to have. And I feel like there's going to be even more as we go along with this. We've already gotten companies that were willing to give us money just out of the blue because we said we're doing a fundraiser, you know, which is cool. That means there's other, that gives me hope that there's at least people out there that care. Um, so like there's some cool stuff going to come out of this regardless of what happens. Um, and I'm excited about that. Uh, I feel like the contacts and the meeting people I've had, you know, I've met people locally that are already helping you're helping Bry's helping. Like people are putting the effort in Sam from the refineries helping. Yeah. Sam, Sam has been huge, a huge help. She, she actually connected us with the person who created the flyer and the logo for this whole event. Um, and, uh, gave me some more really cool connections today. So it's cool to just like, kind of, you know, like you said, with the riding, you meet people. And this event is helping us meet people too. And that's one of the big, that's like the biggest thing that's come out of us riding and having this uh, YouTube channel is the people we've met. You know, Uh, we've gotten to do some really cool stuff and go on some really cool rides and go to Sturgis and go to Daytona and go to Texas. And those have all been amazing, like personal, like things with our, with us and our friends and Austin and John and stuff and Mm -hmm. amazing stories we'll have forever. But like just the, the, the people we've met and the things we've been able to do because of it is just really cool. Really cool. And I feel like because of you two, we've gotten to immortalize some of those trips, yeah. you know, in a, in a snippet that is, you know, that is kind of cool. I mean, you know, we took a, a day at riding at Sturgis and obviously I put it into like an eight minute video for like a whole day. But I mean, it's still like a day of riding at Sturgis, you know, that any of us can have forever. Yep. You know. Yeah, it's neat. It's, and everybody loves watching it. It's a crazy thing. It's a I love watching thing. it. You love watching it, even if it's not you, but it is you. And yeah. that's what makes it even cooler. That's what, I mean, that's what got me into this whole thing in the first place was like watching, like just watching it because I couldn't go. Yeah. But watching it was like second, like second yeah. best. Right. Like I can't go. So watching other people, watching other people's videos on YouTube and stuff was like, cool. I mean, I can't go. So this is the next best thing. And now like we're making those videos for other people, which yeah. is really neat. And we yeah, get awesome inspired. comments it's, about it's, that. It's, like, yeah, it's inspiring. I, would they enjoy, like, I can't go, but I enjoy the fact that I get to live it through you guys' videos. That's freaking awesome, man. And you push, you push people, too, on the outside. Like, hey, I can't go to this, but you're you're giving me the drive to want to go. It's not like that. Like, some people, and there's always, like, I feel like you always, like, meet people who, like, hit you more than other people, like Hector. You know, Hector was a guy who watched us from early on, commented on all sorts of videos. And then we didn't hear from Hector for a long time. And then this summer we ran into Hector and he had a major stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like he'll, ne- he's not riding. I don't know that he'll never ride again, but he's certainly not riding now. And for him to just be like, you know, Hey, you know, I can't ride, but I love watching your stuff, you know, is just, I don't know. It's a cool thing. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Not something you expect. Every now and then you to, get like a cool message like that. Yeah. Where it like affected somebody on a personal level. You get a lot of, you know, stupid stuff and hate mail and crap like that. But do you guys get hate mail? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you really? It's, we it's did not a whole, mail, it's more of comments. Hate yeah. comments, but yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah. you didn't yeah, you don't watch our stuff. Bro. Yes, I do, mother effer. You, you gotta we watch did a whole video you gotta on watch reacting our, to hate comments. You gotta watch our hate comments. Go back video. and watch it. It's funny. And, it and we the funny thing is, since that video, 
I've already got several that are saved for the next one. For the next one? Yeah. Oh gotta my do that God. Again. People love that video. Yeah, people. They're like, yeah, do this more often. This is great. Because we just reacted to people's <laughs> stupid comments or mean comments or hateful comments. What whatever. did they say? Some of it's funny. Oh, like, we did early install. Stuff, we dude. did early install videos and I had the squeaky fan in my garage. Uh huh. It was like, <laughs> the whole, the whole time, man. <laughs> they're calling us fat posers. And We've been this, called that, fat and posers. I mean, it runs the gamut of like hate. Like it's incredible. But a lot like of times, it's not necessarily players. hate specifically on us, but on the bikers in general. Yeah, you know, we get a lot of that. Us, our people, you know, people hate just, bikers. Yeah, man, it's, watching a biker video, hating bikers. The best thing, like, was when you have one that really like blows up, and that's when you really get all the comments. Like, you get all that. Like, we always had like every video we put out, we know this group of people is going to comment or like it, right? Because they're the people that are subscribed to us and like our stuff. But then when you put one out that really blows up and gets more views than normal, it brings out all these new people that have never seen you before and watch it for the first time. So they have something to say. And it's funny because usually it's like you're watching this, these bikers on their biker YouTube channel video but you hate bikers and you have like some really <laughs> negative mean thing to say. It's hilarious. Dude. Bert put out a video on the Ian Ziering incident where Ian Ziering got into a fight with like all the guys on the mini bikes and, uh, the video, I mean, I don't want to say it was blown up, but it, it did well. It did well. For it, 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 it did well. And, and like eight hours into like, or like early into the next day, I, I, I get a text from him. They're fighting in the comments. <laughs> So, so people were That's actually the best. people were actually going at each that. other. If in you the can comments. get like your supporters to like go like to fight uh, with your people that hate you in the comments, that's like the best. <laughs> like you got your back. That's how TikTok is, which we haven't really TikTok, been super active on TikTok. They we go were, at we each other a while ago. You guys but, have a TikTok now? Yeah, too? we're had famous it. on TikTok. Oh, we got twenty thousand followers. Twenty one, almost twenty four, almost twenty four. Are we there? Jesus, God, yeah, mostly from one video. <laughs> that blew up big yeah, time, but um, but uh, that's how TikTok is. Like they will like views. They like your supporters will. Yeah, that one video did. Your supporters will like freaking defend you on TikTok more than any of the other platforms, and it's funny because we were like new on TikTok and blew up like pretty quick with a couple of videos from Sturgis. So we got a big following fast, and uh, that's what happens. Like the hater will come out and say something. And then all of a sudden the people that like you like freaking attack them. And you're like, yes, go, go. Like so, you don't even have to say that on YouTube. Like I gotta, I gotta defend, I gotta defend us. Like if YouTube, somebody says something, no one else is going to say now, anything. You, are unless, you ever rude? Like from yeah. your, oh, yeah. like from the oh, baggers and bruising yeah. account? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, no, I do. Cause I, I see some of your comments and you're like, you're trying to play the, no, the nice guy. And again, I do, these aren't I like, do most of my, I do most of my aggressive stuff from my own the beard account. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think most people that know us know yeah, yeah. the beard is connected to, you know, maybe some random newbies don't, but most people know that the beard is, uh, I feel like we were nicer in the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Because in the beginning you're like, we just, you know, I, know, I see some don't want to make waves. Like, oh, that's so nice. It Even was like somebody like, would say something real dick and you'd yeah. just be like, thanks for watching, you know, just because, you know, you can say all the mean stuff you want. Every comment is an interaction which helps the algorithm. So we like we didn't want to be like we're just like whatever. Let them say whatever they want. Like, but now I'm at the point like I don't. Yeah, really I don't care. think people understand that because I didn't know that until Shh, like again. Don't I, tell them the secrets. <laughs> I knew this from from Vanessa. She rides Bodo. Mm -hmm. Is the people that would say negative comments to her, and she would respond, "Hey, thank you for watching. You're doing me a favor." And then people would keep it. And she said, yeah. thank you so much. You're helping me out. And I yeah, we we just said, thanks for watching. Like, cause a one, 
you come at me with some some bullshit, and then I say that, you know that pisses them off, yeah. right? Because uh, you're yeah. super pleasant back to them, and they're like, mother ever, right? <laughs> but not only that, but then it might drive another comment from them, which, again, if they respond to you because you piss them off, boom, another comment. And, those, and yeah, one or two doesn't matter, but in the grand scheme of things, it adds up to where it drives the algorithm. That's because that's interaction, right? And they feel like mm-hmm. viewers are interacting. They must like it or whatever. They don't even care if they like it. It's just an interaction. Right. So it like drives that video and pushes it to see more people. So I'm like, Hey, whatever. But now, you know, and we're not huge at all by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm comfortable to the point where I'm like, F you bro. Like, <laughs> If you say something, I'm going to have some sort of comment, especially if you come with some stupid comment. Like, I'm always going to have a comment. Like, back. I'm, I'm a real biker because I ride in the snow in Virginia. Yeah. Oh, okay, dude. First of <laughs> all, you're in Virginia. That? Somebody actually dropped yeah. that? Yeah. He said oh, we yeah. weren't real bikers because we were talking about, you know, if it snows, we're, you know, we don't ride in the snow, right? Like, only time I'm going to ride in the snow is. I don't think anybody if, truly rides well, in the snow because. Unless you're getting stuck in it. Except, I don't think a motorcycle physically moves in the snow. Except for this, except for this hand job in the mountains of freaking Virginia. You? Yeah. No, 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 no this, this guy. guy he's like, hey, it snows down right. here. I ride all the time in the snow. I'm like, whatever, you can't dude. pull your bike out on. Yeah. A driveway <laughs> that's flat. Can't it has be. snow on it and rev your motor and try to go. And then we'll be like this and it'll slide right out. Well, the other thing you can't do is fix stupid. You can't. <laughs> That kills me. I see and the guys listen, and we're like, we're not big, right? And we still get our fair share of stupid. So imagine if so you, you had can imagine 100, 150,000 subscribers, the kind of stupid these, those guys have to deal with. But they're still subscribing and screwing up the algorithm. Well, I no, the people, the people leaving the stupid comments aren't subscribing, but they are, they are leaving a comment and driving the algorithm for yep. sure. And you don't want them to subscribe, right? Because like, you want people, you don't want people to subscribe to your stuff that's not going to watch your stuff. Because in the grand scheme of things, if they subscribe and don't watch, that's not good. Right. Yeah. All right. So if you're not going to watch, don't subscribe. Um, but yeah, I mean, commenting still drives the algorithm. It's interaction. So whatever. But yeah, I don't, I don't let it fly anymore. If you say something stupid, like I'll just come back with something stupid. Like I don't, if you said something stupid, odds are you're not subscribed anyway. So I don't care if I offend you like yeah. piss off. And at this point, if you're going to unsubscribe, well, that too, like, I don't care. <laughs> Listen, yeah, what am I we've do? seen our subscriber numbers go up and down and up and down and up and YouTube does weird things and we lose subscribers and gain subscribers and like sit in one split. Like, I don't care at this point. Like at this point we're just doing it because we enjoy it and we're kind of dedicated to it. You go through phases. Subscribe or not subscribe, whatever. I don't but care. When, when you've been doing it, and I don't want to say like when you've been doing it as long as we've been doing it, but Four in, the grand, years, man. in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of motorcycle YouTube world, YouTube. In we, the grand scheme of YouTube, four years is a long time. We've been doing it a long time. Most people get in YouTube. They die off. They don't make bank, so they're gone. Like, people think, oh, we get into YouTube, I'll make all this money. No, you won't. Very mm-hmm. small percentage of people actually make any money off of this. So, they, you know, you get into it. and like, So we what is been. the money? Is it the advertising? Like, a company will come to you and say, hey, can you put me in your ad? No. Like well, no, well, no. Well, no. I mean, you can have companies come to you, but YouTube alone... The whole process of YouTube, YouTube, Google pays you. Google, like, pay, I have no idea how YouTube works. So Google, Google pays you per, per view. So when you, um, when, when you, when somebody watches your videos and, and they watch a commercial that's in that video, you you get paid a, a tiny little bit, and all those tiny little bits add up. Um, so it's uh. It's not a lot. It's not what people think it is. Like, I don't know where people. I think because they see the media and they say, oh, this 10 year old 
made ten million dollars last yeah, year. Yeah, but it, it's even like most most of the people like in motorcycle world aren't even like equivalent that. I feel like they see the nice bike, they see the parts, they see you know the stuff, and they're like, oh, well, you get free parts. Well, and everybody is. I say that like people who know us like no, you don't get free parts. You're getting parts. You're making a video. You're taking four times as long to put these parts on because you're you're making a video. Right. I mean, you've been with us in the garage when I haven't even been shooting real videos. Yeah. You know, I've been yep. shooting kind of, you know, kind of haphazard, you know, using footage for other stuff. I mean, I shot when we did his bars, I shot like footage all day, some of which I still have stuff that I want yeah, to do. Because I with. was even there like four hours. Right. And, and condense that video in. And, and but a little bit of that footage made it into our 2023 recap video. It was like two shots. It was like you cracking a beer and then, you know, my, you know, my nephew and, you know, Apple glide and everybody like sitting in the chair and just like over a quick narrative. So it's, you know, you put a lot more time into it than you get back. You, you definitely put more into it than you get back from it financially. Right. Um, I feel like at 17, almost 18,000 subscribers, the channel makes enough to support itself. Like the channel makes enough that we're not putting money out of our pockets for subscriptions, for, um, for things like, uh, like all that music, like that music isn't free. So we pay, you know, annually like the music in our videos, we pay an annual fee to, to use music. Cause that's just a flat fee though. Yeah. So, you know, we pay for that. Um, yeah, it's it's copyrighted. Um, so, do people like? Is it possible for people to go like behind the doors and use music that's copyrighted? Obviously, but they just use it and they don't pay anything. Or now it's like they, a they can do contractual. It, you'll get dinged. You'll get dinged, and you'll you'll. And get, after a couple of times, YouTube will cut you just, off. Just just ban you. So, and there's there's things like um, like you know, Baggers and Brewers basically funds this podcast right now for the most part. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, it was a little bit of podcast equipment, a couple of mics. Hosting a podcast isn't free. It costs you money every month to, like, host a podcast. People don't necessarily realize that. We have stock footage website that we've used up until recently. You know, we're still using technically that, you know, that costs money. So if you were to go per episode to have a podcast, what is Uh, it? I don't know. Made or or spent? Spent that you guys spend to have a podcast episode to host a podcast. It's, it's hard to say because you got to take those subscription based things that we have and kind of break that yeah. down. Like six, weekly. six hours of podcast time is probably like 20 bucks a month, 24 bucks a month. But again, like that all, you know, that's just, yeah, that's just for that, able to, that host, that, yeah. that podcast host that we use mm-hmm. that puts it out onto all the podcast platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to pay for that. I'm sure he said that already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's little things like that. And then the equipment that you got to fund. Um, and if you get into it and you're doing well, you're always trying to upgrade that stuff. You know, we have a, yeah. we've got three GoPros that really need upgrading probably we, this year. We have a webcam staring at they you right a, now, bro. They made another GoPro. They make they GoPros always. every year. People don't realize that. New I kind of feel like, like we want to get like, away from GoPro, don't we? I kind of feel like we want to get away from GoPro too. Yeah, actually, that's, another, that's, that's another, what's like the next thing brand. after GoPro. D- DJI makes. Uh, Which we use their mics for a lot of our stuff, and, and their DJI is awesome. Yeah, and they make like a GoPro type. They make a GoPro style camera. 
So, I, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, GoPros, I mean, we started this channel with one GoPro and then when we went to Texas, I was like, we need two GoPros. This is a big trip. <laughs> so, and, and then we had our second GoPro and it was just like, I feel like the first one I bought with like Stacy's like work gift that she got yeah. for being there like five years. <laughs> so it was, I forget what know. started this part of the conversation, but, um, can you make money off YouTube? Sure. Yeah. Can you make money? to where it's your full-time job. You rare. can. Yes. You can, but it's rare. But it's 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 very difficult. It's rare. You got to be prepared to grind. You also got to have a lot of fortune. You got to kind of blow up like some people do. Some people don't, right? Like some people randomly Pro Monkey got on way after than us, right? And he was a he was fanboying us, right? But he blew up because people liked him. They liked his character. They liked what he was doing with his videos and he blew up and now he's way bigger than us. Right. And can he quit his job off what he has? No. If you talk to him, his job is way more money than that. But does he, are there people with fewer subscribers than, 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 than TJ who do this full time? Yes. Yes. But that's all, that's all lifestyle though. Right. That depends yeah. on, on like how your lifestyle is. Right. Right. That that's kind of that's subjective. But can can we based off what we know we make off of YouTube, can we kind of figure out what he makes off of YouTube? Yes. Yes. And know that is it good money for a side gig or what he calls a hobby? Yeah. It's really good. And you can more than fund it and have a little extra bank, or you can do the cool things that he's doing where you have all those extra bikes in the garage because it's a good chunk and not to, you know, blow up monkey spot. I don't think he listens to our podcast, but if he does, what he's doing is awesome. But just knowing like what off of 18,000 subscribers we get from Google, you can kind of extrapolate that and figure out that, you know, and he's one guy. We're two guys, right? Like, so we're not like splitting any kind of profits. All of our money goes back into all of our projects. Um, but that's money he's got coming in to decide what he wants to do with. And it's not bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, that's a, a misconception I think people have. I mean, mostly everything we get, we invest back into the brand um, with an occasional going out to grab food, yeah. some food and, yeah. and some beers. Yeah, no, really, honestly, every, yeah. everything we make goes back into it or we'll spend a few bucks when we go to meet some people to talk about something related to YouTube or yeah. have like some sort of, we go out to eat and we're going to talk about stuff like, and we'll do a business dinner, right? Yeah. But it's, that's peanuts compared to like most of what we spend goes right back into it with subscriptions and equipment and expenses like that. Yeah. I mean, we were fortunate. We started up a podcast. We got podcast mics. We got a, you know, mixing board and all this stuff was funded by the channel, but you know, that's kind of what we do. So it's, I think people just have a huge misconception. They see the free parts. There's no paycheck. They, they see, they see this stuff and they're like, Oh, well you can do that. And it's like, ah, you really don't understand. And, and they also, they see this five or 10 minute video on, on YouTube and they have no idea what went into doing that. Yeah. yeah that's why like, I know, I know how much time you guys put into it. I'm just you know. like, oh, I could never, <laughs> but everybody, on the flip side, everybody puts a different amount of time in on the flip side. Right. Yeah. We put a lot of time in. Yeah. We don't make a lot of money, you know, monetarily, but would I have, would I invest in or have the money to spend on 90% of the stuff I put on my bike on my own? I wouldn't because I have a wife and kids and I don't have that kind of like money to spend on my, my toys. So has this 
process and 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 having these relationships with vendors got me a lot of really cool shit for my bike that I never would have bought myself. Absolutely. So is yeah. that worth it to me? Is that kind of like my paycheck? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, Ed Van Black wants to give me all this amazing stuff that I would never afford to buy. Absolutely. Zero, same thing. Yeah. Tab, mm-hmm. same thing. Like this is all stuff on this bike that I love that I wouldn't spend myself. So it is kind of like a pay. Those little parts are a paycheck for me. Yeah, I, I, mean, yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's kind of like a reward. I mean, we were in a position where, you know, <laughs> he had a bike go down in July, mm-hmm. June or July, July in July. And not only, you know, by October, I guess, or September going down to a rally with, New bars, a tune, and new bike, new bar, new tune, new, new full exhaust on a, on a, exhaust. On a new bike, and you know it, yeah. it's a huge outlay. Um, but no, yeah. it's it's absolutely amazing connections we made with these companies that support us and are willing to do something like that. You know, they had already invested all this money in my bike, and as soon as it went down, and we they knew about it, they like let us know what you need. Like, yeah, those awesome. are the cool relationships that you get to build out of this. That. You know, yeah, we don't, we don't bring home a paycheck, but those, that's the paycheck. Like that's the, the bonus. Yeah. I mean, just the DMs of, you know, just let us know what you need. Let us know what you need, anything. I mean, for me, one of the biggest impacts it has is I feel like it's changed my outlook on some of these businesses. And I know you've had this too, because you put together an event, you know, guys like, you know, Jay from left lane, you know, <coughs> you know, Sawiki, you know, speed, you know, some of these companies like, you know, we have with tab and zero and they're just small American companies that are living their American dream, doing their thing, creating jobs for people, you know, yeah. and you know, people, the perception people get when they see like this big rig or this big tent at a rally is like, oh man, this is this big company. No, no, it's not. not, you know, like they have a handful of employees. That eight, are, like, they're you know, a small business. I think eight or nine people work for tab. I, I, I bet you probably 20 or 25 people work for zero for all of zero. Yeah. You know, and I mean, how many people work at Sawiki? Not that many. Not that many. And it's like a handful of people. So, um, Clockworks, I mean, he runs all of Clockworks with. Yeah, how many of those people? Are at those people are living the American dream. Man. I feel like 12 people. Really yeah, I mean, Clockworks is small. And they're, yeah. doing a, and they're doing a huge business. Huge yeah, I business. I can't imagine what their business is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that guy is a businessman. Yeah, Brian, Brian, right? We we Brian, we Brian got we were fortunate dude. enough to spend some time with him at Daytona at his tent where he just started talking to us and was really pretty open and just like kind of talking and we were just like letting him talk and that dude's a businessman. Like <coughs> he he gets it and mm-hmm. way advanced from anywhere I've I'll, I'll be or will be anytime soon as far as business goes and like he gets it, man, but he's putting the work in. He's putting the work in, but it's a small business and that's the American dream. You have an idea. You have like, and yeah, he, something. he helps out a lot too with everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he's, good, he's involved every, in a when lot. everybody has an event. You see Clockworks. He's yeah. involved in a lot, and it's um, it, it's just it's one of those things. It's just changed my way how you how I look at like some of these companies. I mean, you see, you know, like we we and for opportunity, like we have an open invitation to go ride with Thomas Rudd. Most people probably you don't know who that is, but like he's the guy who created Kiriakin. He's the guy who created you know the big book of uh, cycle parts, um, not the JMP Cycles book, but the other book. Yeah, I know be, what you're talking about. Yeah, pre his days, he's he's youngster. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a youngster. About. But yeah, but I mean oh, that's yeah. but like that's, it's old school like bike parts. 
yeah. catalog. So it, it, it's like we've had, you know, the opportunity to meet, you know, some of these people. And it's just, uh, you know, Brian Clock. I mean, I feel like I was watching Brian Clock on Biker Build Off. And here I am, you know. It was really cool. Less than a decade later, like just standing Just kind of standing. We just wanted to say hi. And the guy hung out with us for 15 minutes or so, like just talking. Yeah. Was talking to us about connections he had. The, the, the guy next to him, I forget what his... He was a suspension guy. Suspension guy. We, we were down there getting suspension. Like just talking about, and he's like, and he's interacting and he's like trying to work with and do things with everybody. Like, because again, I think he's one of those guys that believes like, you know, the, you know, rising tide raises all ships. Like he's not like trying to like compete and battle with people. He's trying to bring everybody up. And it's cool to see that kind of thing because you do see a lot of competitiveness and, you know, feuding amongst businesses that are similar, right. In all industries, mm-hmm. um, not just motorcycles, but he's one of those guys that thinks like there's a place for all of us, you know, we can all be successful. There's enough, there's, there's enough pie for all of us. Yeah. And he like preaches that and he's like trying to help everywhere he can and be involved everywhere. And again, like small business, but man, they're making money. Small he's, business, he's big vision. I mean, too. I remember him down in um, Daytona last year. He was given like um, when he was releasing the the Jack Daniels model yeah. for mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, we were at the Indian booth, and he literally came into tears, like trying to give his speech, which I'm sure he went over and over and over, and he still came to tears with it. Yeah, it's just like his passion. Yeah, I feel like if you go to a rally and you just walk through a parking lot of a rally and you just count, I feel like eight out of ten bikes are gonna have that have like screens are gonna have a clockworks. Oh yeah, it's insane. easily yeah. And there's lots of other brands, but yeah. eight out of ten are gonna be clockworks because it's just it's blown up. It's huge. Everybody loves them. And they'll have like two mm-hmm. or three, like especially if you have like a road glide, they make like the whatever four or five different mm-hmm. kind of. Like, I different remember at one point I had three. I feel like it's been quick. Like I, we've had I, different. Versions. I, I was I was looking at mine. I remember when I ordered mine. You mm-hmm. were like, hmm, "Am I gonna like that?" Like it wasn't. I feel like when I ordered my first Clockworks mm-hmm. in 2018, it was popular, but I don't feel like it was the standard almost yeah. that it is now. Yeah, I agree it's, with that. You know, I mean, and this is only you know you're talking less than a decade. I, I feel like it was not the standard. And the crazy, I mean, he's like. If you follow him on Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff, like mm-hmm. he's like rubbing elbows with like the old school, the old school, all the different biker builders, all yeah. like everybody that's got a name in like the yeah, bike world. He was a builder. That was yeah. The thing. He's like, he's friends with them and they're doing cool shit together. It's really neat to see. It's way, way past anything I could ever, I don't, I can't build, I can't build a fart, but <laughs> you know. when we build the bike, when we build the bike. <laughs> When we get past this 2024 event and we can have a few funds to buy a bike to build. This is how ideas, this is how you know ideas I mean? happen. This is how ideas happen. <laughs> We've talked about it, man. It's just a matter of funding the actual bike that you got to buy. That's to, why you should have kept your twin cam. Well, uh, it wasn't a matter of keeping been, it. I'd had to pay for it. And I, it was, well, that could have been it. It could have been. That could have been a cheap and then it, it sits there been. and we go piece by piece by piece. Yeah. I feel like that's a good, like something to keep our eyes on for next winter. Well, we still have we still have three quarters of a year for the uh, auction site, so that we're paid up on. Oh shit! So, so wait, finally? so it's still it's still available? No, that uh, bike's not. But we registered with Copart, which okay. auctions bikes off every day. So I mean, let's go, baby! You know just, what yours went for? Let's go! I did. I did not see what the final price was. I, the last I it checked, it got that, past where I could afford to do it. The and last I, I checked, I think looking. it was like sixty five hundred. Yeah, it's still a steal. 
Yeah, if you have sixty five hundred, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you don't have sixty five hundred, it may as well be twenty six thousand. I mean, it's like, <sighs> mm-hmm. you know, it's. I was hoping it'd go for like eighteen hundred. It's a good motor, man. And I'd have bought it for eighteen hundred. Well, that motor did have chunks come out of the tranny a couple times and changes. One so. time, bro. Calm <laughs> One down. time. Calm One time. I <laughs> do not disrespect chunks in the like tranny. That. I think that was user error too. That oh, was only that little, shit, Mex- yeah, the that guy little Mexican it. guy was. Oh, you gotta blame uh, on the guy doing the change. Yeah, the guy that little Mexican the dude jacked something up when he was doing the change. Trans made all kinds of noise, dude. That little saltwater Mexican trans made wines. <laughs> Austin, I love you, buddy. That trans that, that trans wouldn't have gone twenty miles with Sam riding. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I actually think my trans is going right now. See, that's say. what I'm talking about. Lord, uh, I'm Jesus trying to think Lord. about it. What year is your bike? 19. Come on. 2019 with a 2022 power plant. Three transmissions. Yeah. We should just call call that bike the tranny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This tranny fucks. Yeah. What do you, uh, I'm I'm really switching topics now. What do you think of, uh, Vic, Vic, what's his name? The, um, Republican candidate, Vic Sock. Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. That's it. I like him. I like. Him I like hearing him talk. What I like I don't is think it's his time. What I, think, I like is him as the VP on Trump's ticket. Is do, like. do, oh, all right, listen. Shit. Do the that for me would be the like the president doesn't get to pick his VP. Is that correct? No, no, no. Yes, the guy who picks his VP. Oh, ultimately, okay. the president. Gets, yes. But there's, there's. there's well, he's there not the no president s- when he picks his VP candidate. Th- there's. He's still running when he picks. There's definitely it. influence. Of course, I knew, a, I knew Trump didn't like Pence, and but they it was like. I thought it was out of Trump's hand that Pence was going to be the well, VP. They needed well, they, they needed a, a middle America guy to kind of balance Trump. Yeah, I think what they got like was a influence. bump on a log. The the guy running as the president has the final say. It's his choice. He doesn't have okay. to do it. But I mean, you do have to work with the people right. in that yeah. party. So there is, you know, if you're running Republican or Democrat, you are trying to make people happy and whatever, but oh my God, dude, if you threw it, if, if it came down to, if it boils down to once, if Trump wins the, the primary, if it boils down to him and he says, give me, I can't Ramaswamy. say his last Ramaswamy. Yeah. I love that dude. He, I just, I'm still skeptical I mean, I, like, I because he came big. out of nowhere and he's saying all the things I love. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> is he a robot? Is he, is like, what is, what's, the, what's the joke? Like nobody, what's the nobody scam, but with him. holy crap, dude, uh. he's witty. He's smart. He can think like on a dime kind Literally of Literally on a dime. And he can answer questions and he, and he can, and he's, he almost yeah, put a, uh, uh, what's her fate? What's her name? <sighs> it's it. Her, her the mm. female candidate. You need to mic. Oh, you, you need Haley. You need, you need to mic closer to you. Same here, same here. The mic closer, he, and you got to pull your pants like, back down. Like, your mammal like, toes showing again. <laughs> Holy smokes! Your underwear are hanging out, bro. It was like uh, I think it was like three debates ago. I thought yeah. she was going to cry. Yeah, no, he's when he was talking about like the the areas like that she wants to send. Like you want to send yeah. our our sons and daughters over here to get killed, and you don't even know their. I think it was the regions. You can't even name them, and he's like, he, you can't even name them. List, look at you. You can, and she's just standing there at the camera. Yeah. And she, I thought she was going to cry. Yeah. I thought she was going to cry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like him. Um, I do think he's super young. Yeah. I don't and think he's it's probably, his time. He's ahead and that's of what, the, that's what the Dems are worried about. The Democrats but, are worried. They're like, listen, he's going to outlive Trump by 50 years. Yeah. And they're like calling him a whatever, a Nazi. And he's yeah. going to be a dictator. Well, that's, and that's this a, is what you can't have. He's got that's great answers for all that bullshit rhetoric. Oh, though, he man. hammers it. He's so good. And it's literally 
There's no thinking. I'm just waiting for like when they pull the curtain back. Like what, what is it? What are we not seeing? Because he's too, sometimes I feel like he's too good to be true. Yeah, my favorite um, thing about him he's is a Trump supporter. He's, he's, that's what makes he's that's what makes him even better. Yeah. Well, he's not stupid, and, and he's not stupid. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to support the lead horse. And, and I mean, not not for nothing. I mean, Trump is still by is, far uh, the lead horse. By far the lead horse. More so, it just than, gets more and more every day. Yeah, the, the more the more the bullshit more the, the, more, the more bullshit they press, the further ahead he gets, and it's completely backfired to the point where man, it took us two and a half hours to get to some politics. This I'm, is nice. I, I like it. This happened. Let's go this. marathon. Was, Wife's gonna like, kill me, but let's do it. Do you have any more pepper? <laughs> Can I get some more pepper? Pepper. I almost drank all of it. So good luck. <laughs> he, he, he ordered Carolyn food. It's still sitting downstairs. The <laughs> Can we get some avocado? Uh, Hopefully, she still loves me. I'm sorry, That's baby. It. This is a marathon. Friggin' Sam no. showed up late, man. I'll tell you. Fucking bottle, dude. I, I literally told you six. I'll be there between six thirty and seven o'clock. Oh shit! Hold I, on. This is on the air breaking news announcement from a former classmate of high school. I got a two hundred and fifty dollars sponsorship for you. Mill Race Village Shops. Huh. Mill this Race? is coming from Mill Race Village Shops. This is coming from our girl Aaliyah Bucks. Do you know Aaliyah Bucks? Should I? Yeah, no. went to high school. We with killed us, that bro. whole bottle. I don't know. Hundred percent. Can I keep that bottle? You can't. I'm lie? sorry, Aaliyah, that really George does not know who you are, but I know who you are. That is pr- that's awesome. That's a friggin' two fifty sponsorship. Sweet. I will have to reach out to her after this is over. But that was newsworthy of making the podcast. It was newsworthy of uh, cutting off Trump. It was huge. <laughs> yeah, you really cut huge. Off Trump. Go ahead. Huge. Go ahead with your Trump talk. You All right, wait. Damn so, commie, I'll, racist, I think you Nazi were going, but I'm going to cut bastards. you off. All right, so hit me, hit me with your thoughts on this. It. It's, it's not going to happen. There's no way it's not going to happen. But if the Supreme Court ruled that Trump's name will be taken off the ballot mm-hmm. of Colorado. Mm-hmm. What do you think would happen? I don't know. Again, it's not going to, it's going to be what? How many? Just nine. I think it'll be a nine zero vote. They're going to have to take him off at least 20 states for him not to win this primary. What would, do you think a revolution would happen? No, I don't. If they took his name off. Sadly, I don't know. Do I think one should happen? Yes. Um, I don't the think original that, revolution happened for a far less. Um, but now I don't think so. I mean, I think Americans have gotten so I don't think, comfortable yeah. in thinking someone else is going to come to their rescue. Like that's the mentality that Americans have. Like that won't happen. Somebody else will fix it. Somebody else will fix it. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think, I think there's a very, very, very small percentage of people that are really ready to like do something like that. And again, I, I mean, I kind of agree with some of these guys I watch that are like former special forces guys that are like, you guys talk about, you know, a revolution, you know, and you've never done sh- like you never got off the couch. Like you have no idea what it's like to see that kind of bloodshed and to have to do that kind of thing. Right. So I do think most of the people spewing revolution, revolution are full of shit. Like you, you're not see, but willing I think to do so. that. This is again, this is my opinion. I think military. I think sucks. I think military is a is a big issue. Military when it comes down to what our government's doing, because ultimately they have they have the say. 
but you have these, these higher up military guys mm-hmm. taking the million dollar bribes mm-hmm. from these officials. And then they're going to have people like my brother that are younger. Again, my brother's been in like 10, 11, 12 years. I mm-hmm. think he's in 12 years. He's going to do as he's told. So yeah, if, I'm, I mean, if I'm getting that, if I'm getting that $3 million bribe, you keep your fucking so, your kids in line. And so the since, kids are just going to so fall. Since the revolutionary times, like no, no military guys have really had to make that kind of decision. But at some point it might come to that where like, you got to decide, am I doing what I'm told or am I doing, you know, what's, best for me and but my they're, family they're kind programmed of thing, right? to say i'm gonna do you as know, i'm told they are, but they're, keep, they're not all that my pro- job not all the yeah. military guys that pro- i mean think about it we got a crap ton of people in the military just there to get like I mean, look you at know the transsexual look at the i know but i'm just saying they're not all like brainwashed i'm not saying they're all do brainwashed. what they're told um and they've never <laughs> they haven't been put in a position to where they have to like you know possibly like shoot or do something to like American citizens is what I'm saying. Like that's going to be like the real line in the sand. And that's when you'd really see where people stand, you know, if like there was a revolution and the government had to call on the military to go against the populace, like that's where that real line in the sand would be drawn. Would your brother, is he going to shoot you? Cause you're, cause his boss told him to (laughs) as bad as it is. And I love my brother. I think he would. I think Ouch. he's he's a little bit more brainwashed. What's your brother's name? <laughs> he's he's a do as told. I, I feel like he wasn't before he joined the military. He's a do as told. Well, I, and I always bust his balls on it too. And, and me and him talk about this again. I talk to my brother two or three times a year, but I always bust his balls in this category. And I always tell him like, you guys are the, you guys are the problem because you follow directions from people, problem. people taking two, $3 million they, bribes they have to and be having a thick people, bank account. They have to be people that are the, the military is the whole system is based on following your leadership and your, your, you know, instruction from your superiors. They have to be people that do as they're told, but there is a line I mean, there's always a line like they, that, that, that line is not anything that anybody ever envisioned or thought would be something that those people have to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think your brother would like, I don't know. I I feel like, um, Sarah Kennedy, he was this, this whole, the whole bribery thing kind of came up in the, in the media and Kennedy answered it in a good way. And the fact that, you know, with situations like Ukraine, you know, People are like, oh, we're sending the American dollars over there. And Kennedy was like, it's kind of not what we're doing. We're basically just laundering the money and we're sending American dollars over there to give it back to American companies. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the, you know, that's that's the kind of the, and my grandfather fought in World War II. He said that's that's kind of the name of the game. I mean, those guys knew that, you know, this was not like a, a new generation type of a thing. I mean, even in World War II, he was like, this is not like... This is not the good versus evil fight that we think it is. It's more about industry and industrialization and the war machine. And like, that was his whole, his whole thing. And his point was that people just don't understand what like the war machine is, you know, the war machine is private industry. Um, but I think, I don't think the Supreme court's going to be able to take him off the ballot. I don't, because the way the 14th, the way the 14th amendment is written, it's, um, you know, it, it's written to prevent exactly what they're doing. Yeah, and they're going um, they're going strictly constitutional, and I don't. I don't think it's going to be a nine zero vote. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. But a you got to think about it that be. these these justices 
have their position, they're not they're not going anywhere. So they don't have to fear like as far as the Democratic oh, Party is concerned. Oh, but they do. But they don't. But they're they, not. They can't be taken off the Supreme Court. Listen, they're there to die. If that was the case, I don't think Justice Roberts would have been out having dinner with the special counsel last week, and we all know that that happened. So, which that, that do you should, think? Do you think he's going to be taken off the ballot? I I don't think that he's to be taken. I, What's I don't your think going to be. I don't think he's going to be taken off the ballot. ballot. To Colorado, Colorado, and then obviously from Colorado, if mm-hmm. the Supreme Court passes it, then all these Democratic states. He's liberal. They're, they're going to hop on. But the I other think thing it was a last ditch effort. I think they know what it, kind of trouble a, they're in. They were just going to extremes to well, try to. F- it it to wasn't even a last ditch effort. The, the, the next, the next effort they're they're doing now, like nobody's talking about, it's happened in the past two days, is the Democratic uh, committee just told New Hampshire that they're not going to have the first uh, primary in, in the Democratic uh, primaries. They're, they're not going to have uh, the, the first one. And the Democratic Party told them that if they do have it, they're going to invalidate it because they want South Carolina to have it. Because South Carolina is where Sleepy Joe did the best. Which is disgusting. To me. Which is South disgusting. Carolina, to me. You should be ashamed of yourself. So, this guy can't even put together a sentence. And I, I, you know who I really can't stand is the fucking press secretary, Pierre. Oh, Jesus Lord. I thought I hated Saki. Pierre, Pierre Jean Claude. Pierre stepped in. And I, every time I hear her speak, and well, she doesn't even speak now because when somebody asks one simple question, she's like, "We're done," and she walks well, away. And, and which I wish it was like NFL, where if a if a receiver or a quarterback doesn't answer a press conference question, that they, they find get them. fined. They find them. Yeah. Why? Can, why is she any different? She's speaking for the U.S. Why does our president not ever speak in front of the press? So, so this is the trickle down. It right? used to be the case. The whole point, the whole point of the the whole point of the press conference is to get information, you know, to the American people, filtered down from the president, you know, via a press secretary. Right. That, that's that's the whole point of it. And the trickle down is you take people like Hillary Clinton, who was one of the biggest scumbags on the face of the planet, who monetized her office. Right when she was Secretary of State, she monetized the office and said, "If you don't donate to the Clinton Foundation, you're not going to get time with me." So she monetized the office and that's not how that office works. And that kind of behavior is just a trickle down. Like, well, we're here to serve the people. Well, we're not really here to serve the people. I don't like your questions. We're done. You know, it's, it's it's all, it's a little bit different in definition, but it's basically all the same behavior. You know, it's just allowing people to do shit that they should not be able to do. And there's no answer for it. And there's no consequence. Yeah. There's no consequence. I mean, at least Peppermint and Patty said, I'll circle back. And she lied about that. I'll circle back. I'm going to circle back. We'll circle back. There's circle, circle back, back Jen. Yeah, that's why, she, that's why she's gone. She realized uh, that she couldn't do it anymore. It was like, she realized right. the, the singing ship that was. At least she was well, honest. You know, it, I was dishonest as she was in her co- press conferences. At least she finally bit the bullet. It was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Yeah, she but it's perfectly somewhat. normal. It's perfectly normal for that position to cycle over throughout a presidency. Mm-hmm. It has happened through every presidency. Yeah. And I feel like they made a bigger deal of it with Trump when him, but now Biden's gone through two. It's well, that's the thing. The, if the a Republican stress, does it. It's right. because, Oh my God, there's issues. The stress of that, the stress if, of that if, position if is Biden be does it. It's, you know, Oh, it's normal. Yeah. It's my, the normal hypocrisy my, of the left. My, my favorite was uh, Kaylee McEnany though. Well, she had her binder boy and she asked her question. She was like, hold on for a second. <laughs> and she flipped to her page in her binder. She had those pages memorized and she'd be like, F you, here's your answer. And it was never 
Yeah, she was good. There, there was never, I, I never saw her walk away from a podium because, you know, of what's well, she didn't back down from questions. Yeah. I, or I mean, just blatantly lie or just say, oh, we're not going to answer it. Like she, you know, did her job. It's crazy. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, Pierre's on a different level. And as always, conservative women are just much better looking than liberals. It just, I don't know. And All that you, hate did just you makes see you I bet you Pierre's a bad Were we driver. talking about this the other night? A what? The, a bad driver. Oh, my God. What was it the... <laughs> There was oh, like a, a mayor, a mayor or governor in Chicago. I don't know. She's making like $255,000 yeah. a year. And then she put it to where is if she loses the. Yeah. Trying to make some rule to where if she loses that job goes to like 30, 20, 25 grand 25 or something grand like that. Yeah. So but it's not about shit. money. Here, here's the other thing that we're not, you know, necessarily talking about in the fact that even though Biden's had such a great four years in office for the country great terrific right the whole campaign strategy and i don't want to say it switched this week but it really ramped up into the fact that all of his speeches has basically been trump is for him and not for you and i'm for you have you seen like the two like clips that have come out mm-hmm. this week everything every he switched like the whole campaign just switched into the trump attack so you well, trump's a nazi you don't you, know that oh my god it's terrible yeah, they were saying it's either going to be so the running of and I forget the the terminology for it. You go back to past and this doesn't just it's not the, just the U.S. alone, but Trump's a dictator, Nazi. Or it's going to be Sleepy Joe. One is the truth and one is not. Yeah. And that's going to be the winner. And it could happen to either side. I That's don't understand the, anything you just said. <laughs> too much, too much rye in that. Too, too much. None of rye in the bottle to understand that one. <laughs> I was, Shred. I was reading it yesterday. Dictator. So there's going to be right. two sides. I understand what you're saying. Trump is a dictator. Trump's a Nazi. Uh-huh. And they play off the Trump side. Plays off of what you hear most about. It's Sleepy Joe. Mm-hmm. There's going to be one winner. There's going to be truth or false. Mm-hmm. But you can go either side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is Trump a dictator and he's going to lose dictator? Yeah. They got him as a, not, they got him as Hitler. Tell and then did you, you got on your arm? Then now. did you hear, um, <laughs> huh. um, Whoopi Goldberg saying that Trump's, I don't listen he, to any she just, Whoopi Goldberg that says. Trump is an absolute dictator and okay. he wants to get rid of oh, voting in the U S and he wants to control the country for the rest of his, oh, that's his lifetime. He's fighting for, yeah, that's for cool. proper <laughs> voter registration, voter ID, yeah. Something I, that I like, just like the, so more than half the country me. wants, and she's a clown. I can't believe she's she a been fat, yet. disgusting pig. You know what else we have going on? Putin is uh, organized his national guard to uh, squash an uprising. Did you guys see that? Yeah. No, I did not mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, there's a bit they're of having an uprising. Bit of a revolution happening in Russia right now over this little this little conflict they're having in Ukraine, and I'm thinking to myself like. I haven't heard anything about Uh, Ukraine. Yeah, you don't watch that. You're in the car all day. I mean, how do you not, you know. I don't have a radio in my car. Ah, there you go. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's going on. I'm I'm just thinking to myself, like, what part of, I wonder what part the CIA has had to play in that. I'm surprised he hasn't slaughtered everybody. Well, I think it's, I I, I think that's going to be kind of like what it's going to come because, I mean, these people are. That's what we need. We need to slaughter the blue haired freak here. The blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you see new uh, Trump's new campaign uh, 
shot though. I don't know what it's it like, like a video, but the the very I see a lot of it's, stuff. It's I don't playing know like what. it's playing like an American song, you know, and it's got Biden in it. And then at the very end, the the I forget what song they were playing, but it's like where somebody yells like at like the end of the song, and it's that one girl with the glasses that's screaming. No, I haven't seen no, that one yet. If I, if I find it, I'll send it to you because it was freaking hilarious. It's been interesting, though. I mean, I, I kind of feel like they've fielded these candidates, and um, I feel like Nikki Haley had a had a good shot at being VP. She's a clown. She's and a clown. Um, this this whole thing has just really exposed her. I think um, it is. Yeah, and real. not in a good way. Not I mean, she, she's been all. exposed like the Eagles defensive backfield. She can't talk. She just shuts down. <laughs> I knew we weren't going to do a podcast without that. Dude, she shuts down, it. man. And she she doesn't know a lot of stuff. Like, she's just not, again, she could not be a good debater and maybe on the side. <sighs> she's a if master If she has time debater. to think about things. Masturbator. <laughs> Didn't like, see that even, even DeSantis. DeSantis, I thought, was a really good debater. In his state of Florida, Bader. and then when he gets put on the podium, he kind of runs. Like again, it's he's tough, not terrible. Man. He's I kinda, not terrible. I kind of no. feel like that's but that. Vic, I feel like Ramaswamy can get him. Like, he's so young too, though. Putting circles around him, and he kind of stops. Yeah. But Nikki Haley gets completely yeah. switched down. And the one debate I was like, um, I forget which one this was, but when Vic was putting Nikki Haley down, Christie stepped in and was oh, trying to defend. God. Well, defend he wanted, her. He wanted an ice cream bar. Yeah, he did want an ice cream bar, but he stat, stepped in and defended her. I've never seen that happen. To he, defended he, was Haley? Like, he defended Haley. He was like, listen, yeah. Vikram, he's like, you They're can't just come team. up here and They're say this. Rhinos. She's a smart woman. Yeah, you know, whatever. she has a head on her shoulders. He had to listen, you don't get something. to use that shit when you're on a freaking debate. Podium. Uh, she, don't say that to her. She's a smart intellectual. No, bro. We're all here battling it out. I don't give a shit what race, nationality, gender she is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Ramaswani would give Trump a run for his money, though. Yeah, in a debate, for sure. I think he would actually win. because no, I, mean, I mean, maybe, but he, I, he, might. Like, he doesn't have. He's not Trump, right? He's not. Nobody has that but in a like in a I would love to say it. in a debate for like legitimate details like he would probably be better if, at it because he I think he's he better knows at his information he's better at like expressing himself but I love Trump, Trump says I, things Trump like gets weird gets lost I love when Trump bit. though like people like that like again the more liberal side will come at him with questions and they'll say like they'll state like a fact and then Trump will be like he'll just stop and be like no where are you getting your information from and then he'll like turn back. He was like, can you please give me this information? Cause this isn't right. And then they'll come back and they'll give Trump the information and then trouble feed it back. He's like, you were wrong. You're sitting here saying that this is a fact and it's not. And then the reporter just goes. Yeah. I mean, he owns them, but I, I feel like Ramaswamy and Trump though, at the debate stage would be like, uh, what was the dude in the, the coach of the Rams who lost to Belichick in the Super Bowl? What was that guy? Or that wasn't the McVay, was it? Yeah. No, not with Vermeil. The, the guy who was coach of the Rams. McVay? Yeah, yeah, it's like McVeigh versus current coach there. Yeah, like McVeigh versus Belichick or Sirianni versus like Andy Reid. It's just like as as good as they were to get where they're at. Like it's something I would again. I think yeah, pump I think the, yeah, Trump like, would. You're I still you're still not him. Up. Like you still Vic. I would love. It's something I would love to say because I I thought I was going to love to see Vic and DeSantis go at it because DeSantis the way he comes off again he's intelligent. The way he spoke in in Florida. It was very thorough, well put, like well thought. Yeah. Same thing with him. And, and then when they came together and Vic would question him on things and he'd kind of repeat what he was saying and yeah. ran in circles. And I was like, holy shit. What I would ultimately like to see is Republicans stop eating each other. Um, 
that's never going to stop you know? happening. I mean, that's what I like to see is you, you like guys, Gates. Yeah. You have to go at it for these primaries and stuff. I get it, but you don't have to get so personal to where it's like, we all feel it as like this, this, like disdain and hate for each other. Like you guys got to turn around and work with each other for any of this to work because you're all players in the game. Yep. Right. So regardless of who wins, the rest of you are still there doing something, playing some role and you're going to have to work together. And that's the one thing that drives me nuts because the liberals do it so well, regardless of, of how things turn out, they all play ball together. And that's why they're so hard. That's so hard to crack that nut because they, they back each other, even if they don't like each other. Right. And they don't, they're not openly like killing each other. They do it all behind closed doors. All their, their killing of each other. And that's what I wish Republicans would do is just stop freaking all the open outwardly hate. And even Trump, I love Trump. And even he does. It's one of the people act like Trump. No, there's things he does. I hate There's things He says that I hate, I hate that he goes after guys that he's going to need to turn around and work with. You know what I mean? If you're really hoping to do this thing, like you're going to need to work with DeSantis, you know, you're going to need to work with, um, uh, what's his name from Texas? Um, Abbott. No, no, no. They, uh, tickers. Cruz, like back when they were running last time, like you're going to need to work with Cruz. You're going to need to work with these guys. Like you don't have to get personal, these silly little personal attacks and small hands, this, that next, like all these stupid little things that like are personal, like, cause they're just, they're not getting anything done, you know, like doing that shit. It's, it's funny. I hate the term. I hate the term rhino, but the problem is, you know, at the end of the day, liberals are liberals. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, not all Republicans are conservatives. True. And, I feel like as long as that is going to be how the Republican party sits, this is what we're going to, this is what we're going to have. I mean, either you're a conservative or just get the fuck out of the party. Yeah. Because Gates, you know, Matt Gates, right? You know, he tears some Republicans up. Yeah. And the, the, the people there, I like him a lot. Do you like Gates? I don't know. I really don't know. I guess. Yes. And no. Yeah. Because yeah, I like that. He he goes against the grain and he does what he thinks is right. But sometimes I wonder why he does what he does. I, I like that he goes um, against the grain. He's conservative, but I don't. I don't like the Constitution. fact. I, I don't. Yes and no. I mean, I, I I don't like the fact that not not that you know. I think what's his face was a good speaker because I don't think he was a good speaker. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, McCarthy. McCarthy. I I don't. I, I like the fact that they stood up against McCarthy. What, what I don't like is. The fact that they ousted McCarthy without having a fucking plan and oh. then essentially putting somebody back into a position who is going to essentially have to do the same shit that McCarthy did yeah. because we don't have a Republican there party was, that, 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 that's going to start him. So I, I was when all that stuff first happened, I was like, wow, here we go. We're going to stand up. We're going to be real conservatives for a minute. But then they didn't have a fucking plan and it made us look like a bunch of clowns, you know, yeah, Democrats and, and, ate that alive. And it's, um, you know, I, I think most of their careers are going to be short lived, unfortunately, because that's how the hell works. Um, I'd be surprised. I mean, Gates is from Florida, so he's a little bit different, but I, I think, you know, these guys like Eli, uh, what's his face? Uh, Apple. Yeah. Is that his Manning? Name? Not Manning. There's um, only two Eli's. In I know, it. but the, the, pol- the politician Eli guy, oh, um, I was football. So, um, yeah. You know, I, I think these guys are going to be, they're going to be running out of town because they don't support the green. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. ye who controls the funding controls who gets the election funding and ye who gets the election funding wins the election. Speaking weird riddles right now. So, 
you know, I mean, it's a, it's a screwed, it's a screwed up thing, but you know, as much as I like Gates and I think, you know, we need people like that on the Hill. I wish to see, I love you have Gates to be better calculated. Yeah. Like, I like Marjorie. Do you, do you? That's I, I, my girl. You like Marjorie? I, I prefer butter over margarine. Well, it's a Marjorie. What's her name? Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie. Margie Taylor Green. I like her. Anybody with three names is American. I like her. Where's your, what state's she out of? God, I want to say West Virginia, but I that think might be so. wrong. But she so don't take she, shit, man. And she's 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 on team. But she's on team Gates. I think I'm pretty sure they're like on. Yeah, the they, same. they they are on the same. They were thing. their feather rufflers in this last. That's what I think it needs. But, Again, I hate Republican putting Republicans down, but he. I don't know. He just but that wasn't Republicans but, putting Republicans down. That was Republicans assassinating careers. So I mean, you could say you don't like. I, I mean, it's it's true. It's it's kind of what it was. I mean, as much of a scumbag as he was, at the, at the end of the day, they they assassinated one of their own with out of succession plan. Is he one of our own though? He's a California Republican, right? Is he really a Republican? No, but All right, no. though. That's my point. Like but, I don't but, trust any Republican. I got but if but but if they were if they were liberals, they'd all stuck together. They would have been a plan. They would, but 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 on, but from our perspective, that's mm-hmm. at a fault. Oh, right, hundred yeah. percent. That's some people, union yeah, shit. Yeah. It, that's uh, some union shit you know about, right? Hundred percent of ass who doesn't do his job is protected because of the union, right? It's yeah, the same it thing when it comes to that. Liberals mm-hmm. they back each other, but it's it's to a fault at times. You, you know? know, but I feel like if you're gonna pull off a stunt like that, you gotta have you, you have. They to, didn't have a plan. I agree. You I gotta agree. have. You have to have a plan. You, you, you gotta did. have backing. I think they just wanted him out so fucking bad because I mean Gates he hates <laughs> McCarthy. Well, McCarthy was a well. What people don't know is. They wouldn't give McCarthy, and this is the whole thing is so fucked up. They would not give their support to McCarthy unless McCarthy changed the rule for the speaker to be voted out. So McCarthy actually made the rule that made him susceptible to getting, you know, career assassinated off of the speaker, right? So he created that rule as a condition for him to get their support, which is like, I don't. You know, we couldn't even stick together enough to pick a speaker as McCarthy. McCarthy had to give a concession that basically was was a suicide note. His concession to get that chair was a suicide note because that was their you plan. You think he knew that deep down, though? 100% I think he did. Yeah, he knew I think that. he did, too. There is no way that these guys said, well, we'll give you our support if you put this condition in there, and then and then they're not going to act on it. Yeah, I, y- you know what I mean? It, it, the whole thing, like, I'm still, I feel like there's something about the whole thing that I still understand. I'm still scratching my head over it a little that. bit. But first time in the history of the country that it happened, and well, this country's in a fucked up. Place I think right it, now. I think it could have been done better. Is yeah. all I'm saying. I think it could have been done better. I wasn't, uh, you know, right there. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm waiting. Good. I'm waiting. To and we just had the, for the first time, we just did a three hour mark. Yeah, we did. What's and I knew that. I, I, I totally knew Wait, that was going to happen. It's tonight. been three hours. Three hours. You've been sitting here. Yeah. Bullshitting on so a listen, podcast. So Sammy. listen, as the only, as the only adult in the room, I'd be remiss if I didn't, you know, just kind of bring up this point that we've, we've talked about a lot of things tonight. We've talked about motorcycles. We've talked about politics. We've talked about things. I don't even remember. It's been three hours. I can't remember that long. I'm old. But I don't want to get out of the room Uh-oh. without talking about this. All right, real quick. It can be quick, whatever. But we are on essentially the eve of wild card weekend. Uh-oh. So now we're going into football? And we got to briefly address this. And I know just from the 
small conversation we had the other day, how fiery you get on this topic, but I do want to just kind of get into this real quick for the, whoever the five or seven it's football right. season's over. Why be, it's not going to be quick. Let's no, it could be quick. It's gotta be for quick the, for the, for the five or seven football fans out there that are listening. I, I, and I have no idea. We, we are not far enough into this podcast thing to know at all what you people like. We're into. (laughs) We are here talking about what the hell we want to talk about. Three hours, but so wild card weekend is coming up. We have narrowed out all the has beens and wannabes. Have we? We are in the well for the most part. (laughs) Right, we're into the playoffs based on the system. Playoffs based on the system. Wait, are you an Eagles fan? It's gonna okay. get. It's gonna Before get we get into in this, okay. Now, now it's getting real. Are you? I'm just gonna go. Now it's getting real. Don't be mean to the host. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 the Eagles. Uh huh. Do you think they're a Super Bowl caliber team? Hundred percent. No. Are you mad how their season ended? Yes, yes. he is. So you don't think they're a, just a mediocre football team this he year? Does. No. Not only. Not you're, only. You're ten and one. Not only my mad. Eagles, not only my mad about how their season ended. I think it is the biggest collapse in. Let me break. In, in let me break this down to you. Okay. You almost lost to the Minnesota Vikings. Hold on. We know how oh, their season Jesus went. We're now about to hear the baseball guy talk about football. Go ahead. You almost lost to the Minnesota Vikings. But okay. we didn't. Okay. Again, I, I can't. This is the can Eagles. We, nobody can get on board with the, oh, you almost this, you almost okay. that. This is the okay. Eagles. This is the it's Eagles. the NFL, man. Listen. You can lose. Great teams lose to crappy teams every week. This is the NFL. Can the almost thing doesn't matter. Listen. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You win a couple games. You lose to the Jets. Uh-huh. Jets, one of the worst teams in football this year. Not really. Agree, disagree. No, look at their They're record. mediocre. But look at the right, record. middle of the road, middle of the road. We shouldn't have lost to the Jets. They're less than middle of the road. They're not okay. a great team, but they're not one of the worst teams. You should have lost to the Vikings, but the Vikings had four turnovers. What, what are you getting at? Get to your point. Okay. okay. I said quick. You go love. before, before your three game skid, mm-hmm. you should have lost to Dallas. Dallas is, would you agree? A terrible road team. Listen. Would you agree that Dallas is a terrible? Li- yes. They, no? They're they're a terrible road team. Okay, they should have beat the Eagles on the road in Philly, but they didn't. Okay, Eagles. That's the Eagles. Oh, a yeah. win's a win. But are you? Wait, hold Buffalo. on. I thought we were going to get a good conversation here. You're doing a whole lot of, but you should have, could have, would have. Buffalo, you should have uh-huh. lost to. We also. Oh didn't. my gosh. What? We also. Okay, didn't. wins a win. What are you doing right now? Kansas City <coughs> dropped the the winning TD in the end zone. You should have lost to Kansas well, City. It wasn't in the end zone. Okay, that's was, that's okay. three. It, he would have fell into the end zone. It was zone. pretty blatant yeah. yeah. penalty, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know. He dropped the football. No, he dropped the football in the uh, end zone with the middle left. Yeah. They dropped a lot of footballs in that game, Kansas City. Okay. Did. Then you go on your three-game skid. Yep. So <coughs> you have – My close. My close, Sammy. My close. You have three three losses at this point or four losses. Yeah, something like that. And then you go one and – to end the season, yeah, something like that. So one, you take those, one, one, and five, take those, one and five, but I'm not. You so you know, take those three like. losses that you should have lost. Uh huh. You should have lost to the Vikings. The Eagles are a middle of the road team. They shouldn't even have made the playoffs. <sighs> well, here's here's <laughs> the thing: non bite Can you just the way that I put it to you right there? Listen, I'm a Vikings fan. The Vikings fan. I'm as a Vikings fan. We were 13 and four last year going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I put a hundred dollars on the very first game against the New York Giants that we were going to lose, mm-hmm. and guess what? You won. The Giants got they spanked the Vikings. Oh, that's right. Because mm-hmm. they they were thirteen and four, but I knew that they weren't a thirteen and four. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, Let it, me interject. Oh, as, as well, the, no, the one guy here who has a clue what we're talking about here. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't what matter. Is your point. My point is, the Vikings or the Eagles shouldn't even be in the playoffs. All right. Hold, so, okay. 
So let me ask you this question. I get I get your point now. They shouldn't be in. They they had a lot of gaffes on the season. There's a lot of games they could have <sighs> lost. Get it. I get it. What team in the NFL right now doesn't have that same equation? A lot of teams. Who? Who? Name one. I'll go the Ravens. The Ravens got swept by the Steelers, who everybody thinks is a big giant laughing stock. <laughs> swept right. by the Steelers. Big giant. And they have a quarterback who can't win a playoff Listen, game. They weren't trying to win their second game. What? Again, it doesn't matter. The Raven, the Ravens. Well, their the quarterback playing was the in the Eagles. Were hold trying up. To, hold up. I'm speaking. Hold the on. Eagles were trying Listen, to beat the Giants. Yo, who was the quarterback starting for the Ravens last week? Not Lamar Jackson. Oh, but he was a playoff. I mean, he was a pro bowler last year. Yeah, he was in the pro bowl. Yeah, that quarterback was in the pro bowl last year. What's his name? Huntley. In the Pro Bowl last year. By NFL standards, that means he's a pretty good quarterback. He was starting. There was a few players out. We have a whole bunch of players out from injury. So, right? We beat them. We beat their ass at home in October. Listen, beat them when they had all their people. Can you listen to me? And then can we played them when they me? were benching people. Listen, we beat them again. So we swept them. Listen and to everybody me. that looks at Pittsburgh as a laughing stock. I don't think you'll hate what I have to say. Hold on. I don't no. think you'll hate what I have no. to say. No, the point is the every AFC single is different team, than the NFC. No, every team in the league is flawed. Every team. San Fran went on a three game losing streak not that long ago. San Fran lost to the Vikings. Yeah. They went, they have warts. Everybody's got warts. So your, 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 your point, they finished where they had to finish to get in the playoffs. So my point of this was let's talk playoffs and let's not talk about the regular season and who should be in the playoffs because who's in the playoffs is in the playoffs. I wasn't saying who shouldn't be in the, I said the caliber of team. The, the, the it Eagles, goes, it goes, it they, goes. Won, they won so many games early when that they, they earned a spot into the playoffs early. Yeah. yeah. They tailed out at the end. They have a lot of issues, a ton of issues, but they're in the playoffs. A ton of issues. And, and people don't, people don't realize this. They're playing Tampa this week. Do we all think Tampa's awesome? No, Tampa's the worst team in the Baker playoffs. Baker Mayfield is their quarterback. People don't realize that, you know, and teams get riddled with injuries. Parody. We, we That's were, what the NFL wanted. That's what they have. All right, let's go. Go ahead. Let's, yeah. We got we got riddled with injuries. I mean, all teams get riddled with injuries. There's a lot. Of, there's a well, lot. Injuries. Let's go. Playoffs, wild card weekend. What do we got? <laughs> yeah. Mad. So and I'm just I want to know. Like, let's go down the list. Like, who who are your winners this week? I mean, so we're I not going to have you back. Let's go down the winners this week and your overall prediction. So production we'll, take, for the, we'll, we'll go Philly, Tampa first. Okay. Philly wins in a landslide. No way. Wow. So you just rip them as being not worthy of being in the playoffs. Tampa's, Tampa is a very bad football team. Philly, Philly loses by two touchdowns. Will you not agree that Tampa is a very bad football team in a very bad conference right now? I think Philly's given up 30 points a game for every game that's played. I think Tampa is one of those dangerous teams because yeah. they're not that team that we all thought is good. They've battled their way to win that. So do you have Tampa? Ter- I, I have Tampa. I, I, I don't know. Fan. I, so you, you have Tampa. I, 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 heard, I think the Eagles will get it get together enough to win this game. I you think? Yeah, I do. Listen. What makes you think that, though? What? Because, I mean, I'm, I just don't I'm a fan. I've been watching these games, and I, I, I don't. Talent, I guess. I, Overall I, talent. I think I they're going to go down to Tampa. It's warmer weather. I think they're going to be like, all right, guys, we should beat Tampa. We're gonna it's not like it's not like a like a super. We're gonna beat these guys by forty. I think they still have the mindset that like we're the underdog. I think they're gonna go in there with the underdog mentality. Let's get it done. I, know. I think we're gonna get embarrassed, and we'll go to San Francisco. I don't think you're gonna get embarrassed. I, I think you could lose. I think, it's gonna be, I literally I think, think it's you could lose, and I'm not like I wouldn't bet money on this. And what I'm saying, I think you're gonna win, but you certainly could lose. 
There's a good. I'm probably at like 55, 45. Receivers have been running. Shepard ran wild like he was in a pro, like he was in a, having a Pro Bowl season. The guy is getting ready to retire. Receivers have been running wild yeah. in this secretary. I know you're doing the whole, the whole self loathing. No, it's not. They suck. <laughs> I mean, typical Philly suck. thing where you guys. They, I get it. Thirty points a game, it. dude. I get it. I get There's it. no self loathing about you that. You hate this defense terrible. right now. I get you hate this defense right now. They're in a bad spot. They struggled mightily down the stretch. Mike Evans is going to torch they, them. They backed into this. Mike Evans will probably have a monster game. Torch them. Doesn't mean you can't win. The warmer weather is. It doesn't mean we can't who win. Who do they have other than Mike Evans? Uh, who's the other? Uh, Godwin. Yeah, right. dude ain't done nothing in three years. Mm. Don't mm, me. The dude uh, hasn't done anything in three years. Tavares Jackson looks like fucking Joe Montana on Sunday. So listen, listen or whatever listen, his name I, is. I, is I, that just his name? To, I just want to talk facts. Facts. All right. I don't want to talk feelings. I want Bucks. to talk facts. Got, Bucks, Bucks, Bucks probably by 10. I got Eagles by 20. Yeah, gun to my head, I'm thinking it's a nail biter and the Eagles win. Mm. I got Eagles by 20. You got the birds. You got the Bucks. Okay, we're going to go to L.A. and Green Bay. Detroit. Detroit. L.A., Detroit. I think L.A. is going to win. <sighs> Detroit is a very shaky team. I think I think you're biased. And LA no. Is, no, 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 I'm not biased at all. I no. think Detroit is coming on, or LA is coming on hot right now. LA is very hot. That's I why think I they're it. jiving right now. And I think Stafford wants to prove something to Detroit. I think Detroit has a super shaky defense, and they took a huge hit with Laporta going down. That's yeah. a huge chunk of their hey, offense. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's 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 probably and, the biggest thing. And I think the I think the Rams going. I think the Rams. I, yeah. And again, I'm like I'm 55, 45 going in this, but I, I think uh, I think it's gonna be the best game of the week. I think weekend. it's gonna be a great game. I yeah. think it's gonna be super close, and I, I can Stafford see I can see Stafford edge. squeaking it out. I feel like he's a better quarterback than so we, got, uh, we all got LA. The other one. No, I think it's gonna be Detroit, and I I think it's probably also gonna be the only. It could be very well the only overtime game of the weekend. All right, so I think it's gonna be that close. Two to LA. And we got one yeah, Detroit. I say LA. So we'll move on. You to got Green Bay going Dallas. Uh, into Dallas. I think uh, Dallas, Dallas wins. While I think Green Bay puts up a good fight, I think uh, Dallas has been a different team at home. They're too good at home. If this, if Dallas loses this game, and nobody wants to see Dallas lose more than me, believe me. Yeah. Um, if no, Dallas loses this game, it will be. It will be the most epic loss of the NFL season for any team. Yeah. For no, any, for, no, definitely. If Love goes in. To, if love goes in to Dallas and beats Dallas, holy shit! Will, yeah. will they look like geniuses hitting on the third quarterback? Now, in a do row? you think it's so? You got Dallas. I, I don't think I don't think Green Bay can beat them, but I got Dallas. Yeah, I think it's Dallas. Green Bay, and again, I hate to say this because I'm a, I'm a Vikings fan. You think Green Bay can beat Dallas? And, and I, Dallas, I, and I hate love. I my my buddy at work, he's a he's a huge Packer fan. And the biggest thing we had a bet. I said they won't win six games, and he said they'll win nine. So they won't. Whatever. Of course, they went through a really bad stretch, and I was like, I could have won the bet six weeks prior to the finish of the season. And then all of a sudden, they started putting together these wins, and obviously Mm. the last game of the year. So you think Green Bay's going to win? No, no, no. I'm not saying that, but they are playing well. well. That's what we're Again, I think Dallas will win. We're asking if you I think it's going to be a a lot closer than people think. No, I think Green Bay puts up a great fight. I think Love's putting it together enough, and their defense is holding. We played Love. I think Love has his his warts as well. I think he's come yeah. on good down the stretch. He I kind has. Of, I kind and of. I also don't think he's against, against great opponents either. No, but I, I think the problem is I think Ceedee Lamb probably has the, the the most receiving yards of the weekend. I think for they have. Don't they have like three Lamb, top dude. offensive players in the NFL this year. Who? Green Prescott. Bay? No, 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 no. Dallas Prescott, yeah. Lamb, and uh, one of their tight ends. Mm. 
They're tied sports in. Center, up there. Schultz. Sports Center mm-hmm. posted something that they have like the three out of the four. Everybody loves to suck some Dallas dick, but you know it's. I listen, fucking hate Dallas. Listen, I don't think Dallas so is we all got Dallas. All, but I, I got Dallas. Dicks. I got Dallas. That homie right. take this 100%. So that's the three yeah. NFC, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it's Dallas. So going into AFC, you got Pittsburgh going into Buffalo. Big game. I, I, listen, I don't, don't, don't freaking sit here and bite no, your no, tongue I'm because not, I'm here. No, 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 no I don't. Not at all. I, I I don't, just, I Buffalo don't. after last year, when they were the, the true... I think favorite. I think you're playing Buffalo home? at the wrong time. I, I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo, I think Buffalo is playing us at the wrong time. That's what I well, think. That's what I got. Pittsburgh. I, I don't. It's tough. I think it's. I think it's Buffalo. I, I think they they came out and they played last weekend for a seed, knowing they were already in the playoffs better than most teams that were in the playoffs played their opponents. They didn't play well last week. You don't. They wait, won, right? Wait, who? Buffalo. Oh my God! Did, did they not the, win? Did wait, you watch wait, the game? Wait, wait, oh, wait. Shit. Whoa, whoa, did they wait, not win? Wait, what are you talking? What? Wait, you said they came stop. in playing well. I thought I thought Buffalo played Miami last week. And they yes. won. And listen, they won. Miami was terrible. Mm. Did you watch it? No, I just saw the score. Oh, I watched the whole thing. Mm. Oh. All right. So you guys decide who you want to listen to. All right. Well, they won. I got they, I got they definitely won. Miami I got was not good at all. Miami's terrible. Mm. Now Miami's Miami. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So I here's think, the thing. I think Buffalo and Buffalo is tough. I'm completely biased. I will never even pretend to joke around about that. I'm biased. Mm-hmm. I think the game's going to be a lot closer than what people, what the talking head idiots think. What's the line? Well, the line is like nine and a half, ten. Yeah, we're talking right? Buffalo. It's, it's Pittsburgh, a big. Right? It's a big line for playoff. Wait, we're talking Buffalo, Buffalo Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, talking heads think Pittsburgh has no chance. No, I think it's going to be. So. I think it's going to be a super close game, um, mostly because of the weather. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buffalo, their thing, they're they're a big. Play. I just go off of they're, last year. They're a big play thing though. Like right? they, they're a big. Pat. He's got big arm. He throws the ball to to his receivers. Big play thing. That weather is going to be thirty mile an hour winds. It's going to be ridiculous cold temperatures. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a low scoring game, which plays into our hands, but. Um, I do think Buffalo will pull it out just because they're a more well-rounded team than us. So, Even after last year's debacle tough, at man. home in the playoffs, being who's, the, who's the debacle? Tr- Buffalo. Who did they lose to the playoffs? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, they don't, had, I, don't I think do, they had the two. They had the I don't two do a lot of year. the whole last year thing. Like that's a whole different team. It's a whole Their, different team. Buffalo's team isn't that um, much different from last but year. I, but but listen to me. I'm, it's, I'm again. I'm at fifty-five, forty-five. Right. I and think Pittsburgh's been playing I think, very I think well. A turnover or two more than like. Normal, which mm. Allen has been doing lately. He just did it. He's he just did it last that. week. Yeah, he's he's just that. throwing picks like crazy, and I think that's something we could take advantage of. I I would not be even remotely surprised if we won, but I w- if I had to bet my money on it, I would go Buffalo. All right, so Buffalo. I th- I think it's Buffalo. I got Pittsburgh. So we'll go. Yeah. Kansas so City. then you go KC Miami, which I'm going. It's KC. I'm straight up saying KC. I don't yeah. think Miami. I don't think- between injuries, between the way two is playing, between them going to like ridiculously cold weather that we're going to have this week, it's going to be bad. I think KC. I think KC, and I don't think KC's good. No, I think I KC think KC caught the ultimate jackpot in this matchup. Yeah, because I think anyone else they play that's in the AFC, I think they lose to. Yeah. I think this is the one team they beat. I agree, and I think they, they beat. I think they might beat them convincingly because I think Miami doesn't have a lot of heart. And uh, and and they're banged up, and their quarterback doesn't have a lot of heart. I, I hope they do beat them convincingly because it's nothing like a little self confidence for KC going into the next round. 
So, and then the other game is Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, Houston. Houston, Houston yeah, Houston. Right. It's Cleveland. Yeah, I got Cleveland. Flacco, baby. Yeah, They're on fire. I, yeah, They're I, on fire. Flacco's playing for something, dude. I He's playing for his life. I 100% have Houston at home. And I think Flacco really wants yeah. Baltimore in the second round. Think, yeah, I don't, I'm not just, buying it. Just Cleveland just, hype. Just, just, I know. I, I lived it for many years. I know the Joe Flacco experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's riding a high right now. Well, I mean, people knew the, the Nick Foles experience, too, and Nick Foles took them. No, they didn't. Took them. No, they really didn't. Oh, yeah, they did. No. Mm-hmm. What, what did he accomplish prior to well, winning a Super Bowl? Not as much as Flacco. Nothing. Not as but much Flacco, as Flacco. But there's a difference, right? He was young. Flacco or Foles? Foles. He, was, he, had, he had hot young in his experience with Philly mm-hmm. and left there, went away, came back, won a Super Bowl. Went away because he was terrible because he couldn't stay healthy. There you go. Okay. Flacco came on. He he played at, at Baltimore, won a Super Bowl with them. Won a Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. then bounced to 12 different teams and sucked butthole mm-hmm. for multiple years and then retired and then came back out of nowhere <laughs> with a very stacked team, which everybody wants to be like, oh, they had this guy hurt and they had that guy hurt. No, they're good. They had a very, very good roster. They're good. Yeah. I'm a Pittsburgh fan, and I'm saying this. They had mm-hmm. a very good roster. Yes, they lost Chubb. The guy that came in behind him was a very good running back and had proven it before. Yes, they have very good receivers. They have a great tight end. They I thought they had a good offensive line. They have year amazing too. defense. Mm-hmm. They have all these things. You Flacco fell into the, the absolute perfect spot <laughs> for him. And he's been riding that high. But I also know the Flacco that throws picks like crazy and gets flustered when he gets hit. So Houston is also had a really good season mm-hmm. and they're playing at home. I got Cleveland. I oh, know. I think it's Cleveland. I got Houston. I think Flacco's a clown. All right. So we'll go backwards. He's more we'll biased. He's, he's more biased when we'll it comes to Cleveland than he is we'll the Pittsburgh we'll Buffalo. I, I just know the history. <laughs> okay. Listen, so you, what was our first scenario? NFC. It was the birds, right? Yeah. yeah. Birds. birds, Tampa. So you, so who's the, We'll go by so you had which we call it. You had the birds. I had the birds. Yeah, All the right, birds. So birds. San Fran. I take San Fran. Just go. We're just going. We're not talking Sanford. people because we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I mean, there's no. Yeah, they're, they're not. I like San Fran. They're not going to beat San Fran. Okay. So and that is that who? If they it, the winner of the Bucks Tampa game goes to San, San Francisco. Fran. Yeah. Okay. Regardless of the other games. No, San Francisco. San Francisco. What's, what, so what was the other one? Dallas Green Bay. Yeah. Wait. No. There is a difference. No Green no, Bay. No. I don't think well, so. Well, Green Bay is the yeah, lowest seed. By, if Green Bay won, they would go to San Fran. Yeah. But we picked. You picked. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, we all picked Dallas, didn't we? Yeah. So Dallas. So Dallas moves on to play. What's the other team? It would be. You guys picked Tampa. We picked. So Tampa's the four. So the four plays the one. No. Yeah, I, but. I feel like the winner of the Eagles Tampa game goes to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, no, it's four or five. Yeah, unless Green Bay wins. No, unless Green Bay, unless, wins. Green, Bay unless wins. Green Bay wins. But what's the other team we're leaving out right now? Uh, Rams, Detroit. Rams, Rams Detroit. So <sighs> they'll go to Dallas. So let's say, let's say um, Green Bay loses, Dallas wins. Um, that means Tampa Bay. Let's wait. just say. All right, let's just say this. We'll cut. We'll cut out the cards. NFC Championship game. Who do you got? I got San Fran going against um, Dallas. The Rams. Me too. Mm. San Fran, Detroit. 
I think I think Detroit's going to do well. Okay. I mean, it's I th- I think yeah, that I got I got San Fran. This LA. is this is it. So I, I have San Fran, San, and I have San Fran winning that. So who do you have yeah. going to the Super Bowl for from the NFC? Oh, San Fran. So San Fran. All right, so we'll go AFC Championship game. What do you you have San Fran too? Yeah. So we we all unanimously say San Fran's going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All right. AFC three, Championship. Three hours twenty minutes in. Now let's go AFC. I got Baltimore. I don't think Baltimore makes it. <sighs> Again, I hate no. Lamar Jackson because I hate. I don't think they I make hate it. black running quarterbacks because I think they're just so not successful. But Lamar Jackson has proven this year that he can throw the football no. and not rely on his legs. So I'm trying to given given him that. Trying to think of what the matches would be because I don't want to. I don't want to say uh, something that can't happen. So if Buffalo it, wins, it'll be Pittsburgh. Hold on, because because Pittsburgh is the seven seed, so that would knock them out. So Buffalo. What was the other matchup? Houston and Cleveland. Yeah. Right. So who did you have? I had Cleveland. And you had Cleveland. Yeah. So let's say Cleveland wins. I don't think that's going to happen. But let's say Cleveland wins. They're the five. And and um, Buffalo was the two. Who else was in that? That was just them two? And No, there's got to be another one because. Miami KC. Miami K- and KC. KC is the. KC is one. And KC is the two. Six. Are they six seed? No, they they won the division. So they're yeah. the third four probably. Seed. Four seed. Baltimore. Bal- Buffalo. Miami, might be, are they third? And Buffalo, Miami, and then them. Yeah. They are the four seed. Yeah, yeah. So you got the four seed in KC. You got Buffalo in the second seed. You have Cleveland. So Cleveland is going to play Baltimore, and KC will play Buffalo. Yeah, Cleveland. If they win, they're getting Baltimore in the second round. Right. So, so okay. So we got that. So okay. I just wanted to know what was yeah, available. Yeah. So AFC Championship. So you got Cleveland, Baltimore, and you have Kansas City, Buffalo, and Buffalo. Who do you have playing in the AFC championship? Dude, the, the AFC outside of Baltimore. Be, be real interesting. Me, be real they're interesting all, they're all the same. Like I got it's Buffalo. Pittsburgh. I think go. I got Buffalo I playing Baltimore. I think Buffalo goes. You ready for this? I, I think Buffalo. Bert? And I got Buffalo playing San Fran. Figured this out all tonight. This wasn't pre-picked. This was just based on our Wait, discussion. Can Pittsburgh make the the NFs or the AFC championship. So if Pittsburgh can they make it, if Pittsburgh, yeah. if Pittsburgh, they win all their games. If Pittsburgh, what does that mean? So they won't, no, no, they won't be playing Baltimore. They won't be ranked against Baltimore, being the last seed in. No, if we win, if we win round one, we play Baltimore yeah. next week. That's the uh, thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh, right, so it can't be a AFC championship. I no. feel like all if right. Pittsburgh, no. if Pittsburgh beats Buffalo. They they have a legit chance. If Pittsburgh, to, okay, let me say this now: If Pittsburgh pulls it out against Buffalo, we're going to the AFC Championship. Yes, a hundred percent, they are because we own Baltimore, and more than Baltimore. Don't count the second game, though. Don't count that. What do you mean? I'm not I know counting they won that the first game. Bro, I know they won the first six game. and one in the last seven. I'm Lamar listen, Jackson's I, listen, beaten I'm a, us I'm once on, in his career. Listen, I'm on a I'm on You're a not Pittsburgh to train me. right now. I'm You're not on listening the Pittsburgh to me. train right I understand, now. but I'm not counting that. I'm counting the the fact that we own them. Six and one in the last seven, and I think it's ten, six. It's like ten and four in the last fourteen. Yeah, I, and I, and Lamar, I think, has beaten us one in his career. I don't. If Lamar cannot play Pittsburgh, Lamar chokes against us every single time. And if he plays us in in the next game, T.J. Watt's going to be there, and he owns that bitch. 
So I'm just saying. I, I feel like the most. This I don't necessarily I'm think we're going to win round one. But I will hyper. say, I, do, I don't believe that we're going to win round one. But, but if, if we do, win, I think we're in the AFC championship. Okay, so I got. Because I think we will I be have Baltimore. Baltimore. And I hate to fucking say it. Buffalo. I got the one, two. Yeah. So and who I think, goes to And I think Baltimore, San Fran, I'm going to go. No. Baltimore. So you're saying you think Baltimore goes to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Or you think they beat Buffalo? It's gonna be embarrassing. Yeah, I do. Mm, I don't see it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be embarrassing. Listen, the AFC to me, like I'm just, I could pick any one of those teams, and if I had to put money on them, I could probably put money on each of those fucking teams. Yeah, I just for me it's such a spread. Like, for the me, AFC for the, is tight for the this AFC, year. for me, for the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that I trust the least, Lamar Jackson's on the bottom. The absolute bottom. I would put money on any one of the other five quarterbacks, six quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl or That's get fair. to the Super Bowl than Lamar Jackson. I, I, I just don't try. I just don't. History proves that. He hasn't that. done it. Yeah, history proves that. I, and I, everybody keeps hyping him up and raving about him. And then he gets, he gets <laughs> these listen, big when people, games. When people and the pressure comes and him, they take away his run and he doesn't throw the ball. See, but listen. He chokes every time. When he first came into the league and the – a year or two when all he did like again I that's why this is why I can't stand Jalen Hurts and this is why I think this is the Eagles downfall is because Jalen Hurts since his injury he's not putting up those ground yards and teams see that so they can put they can double like an AJ Brown and they don't have to worry about yeah, covering Jalen Hurts I think that's because a, that's, he's scared to take off nah. Lamar Jackson his first Three years in the league, he was taking off. He couldn't throw a football. Again, they have Jalen Hurts has a great arm. It's it's an outside it's an outside perspective because Jalen has been running for his life this year because we are not capable of doing hot reads. We're not capable of getting rid of the ball fast in the face of pressure. We need isn't that his fault though? Huh? Is that Jalen's fault? I think that's coaching's fault actually. Getting rid of the ball. I, I think when. when all of these routes are downfield and you're running around for your life because you need all this time to have a play develop is, you know, it, you, you've got to have an adjustment for There's that pressure. Hot, every, every single NFL team has hot reads. Yeah, well, when you, when you watch these guys on TV, nobody's short. Well. I, I mean, it's the only, time, the only time a short pass is complete is when a receiver is running back towards the line to bail him out. It, it's, it, it, I can't wrap my head around the offense that they're running this year. I can't wrap my head around it. I mean, they have, they have, I, I, they have calls at the line. They have a million different options to like counteract defenses. You're telling me there's nothing, none I, of, none of it's Jalen's fault. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on in that line, and I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't. I don't see it. I, don't. I think. How are they that? How is that? It's the same exact coaching staff they had last year. No, it is not. It's completely different. How is it different? It is. Two coordinators. It is completely different. Desai who moved who moved up who moved up from within? Nobody. They were both from the no outside. No one moved up from within. No. Both coordinators came from the outside. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they did. That's a know. fact. Yeah. They they lost know, they, they lost both coordinators. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't believe that any NFL d- offense ha- goes to the mm. o- goes to the line and doesn't have hot reads. Well, I've never seen offense with this kind of talent not be able to score a touchdown in a game. Well. What's AJ Brown's situation? I, I, I think I think your boy might have been overhyped for one. Who Ooh. Sirianni? No, Jaylen hurts. hurts. Yeah, because if he doesn't run the ball, listen, where's his stats at? That's where I'm at. Yeah. That's where I'm at. As and a, his run has been stuffed again. I fucking I hate the birds, so it, it sounds completely biased. 
and I am I am anti quarterbacks that run the football I hate because they, quarterbacks. they don't doesn't win work championships. Jalen Hurts has an arm, but he has an arm. What running but quarterback that mo- has that won mother the Super Bowl? Effort, exactly, but that mother effort cannot win big games because when the when the run is taken out, and the Niners prove that and put the roadmap out there to the other teams. When you put your your corner your um outside linebackers and funnel him to the inside. He can't throw. The, and again, the Eagles, yeah. listen, the Eagles offensive line is weak. So again, you get that pressure from the inside. Oh, so when you cover that at all, if you think three guys going to the pro bowl was weak, I mean, have at it. They're not weak. I, I, I'm not blaming on the O line. There might be issues there, but it's not. It's I, th- not I think that. They funnel I think the whatever. Maybe they haven't played as well as they played the year before. When they funnel Jalen to I the inside and they make him pocket presence. He cannot succeed because he relies on his legs. He's like a J.J. McCarthy of it Michigan. Take, it takes way too long for these pass plays to develop. Well, listen, and we're watching it weekend. And we're going to find out this weekend. We could argue this all night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I could argue this all night with you. We should do a football um, podcast. We, and we can. And I mean, we're going to get further into the playoffs. We could, we could talk more about this. Absolutely. I have no problem with that. Um, but this one... Cut this one short. This one is not here? being cut short. This is the longest podcast. All right, wait, wait. all right. So, what do you Super Bowl winner? So, I have this 49ers. You have the Niners. I, I don't think anybody's beating them right now. I think I, they're very I, tough. Honestly, I don't. I think I'm they're gonna, very tough. I am going to go with the Niners. So, Niners, Niners. I got, but Baltimore. I'm still only like 55. percent That's. Fair. I think this playoffs is crazy. It's I think crazy. there's so many different teams that could win. It, yep. I, I, and and the teams that are the top tier. I know everyone's touting Baltimore and San Fran as just so much better than everybody else. But I've seen San Fran struggle and I've seen Baltimore play Pittsburgh at their best. Um, so I don't yeah, know. I, I yes, just, they have. They, they, those two teams are just set up to get to the Super Bowl. You, you got one less game. Shit's gonna happen. You're home the whole way. Shit's those two happen. teams should face off in the Super Bowl. Um, but I see San Fran winning. And if Baltimore wins, I'm going to barf. I, I feel like with Baltimore, it's going to be a defining moment for his career as a quarterback. Uh, I mean, if he loses this, I Lamar. Mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all. I mean, it's laid out for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't get to the Super Bowl, yeah, that's going to be a big problem. You that's know? a big problem. And, and I think the other big the losing other, it. The other big thing is I, I, the other big thing is love. I mean, if by chance, and I, I statistically, I, I don't Dr. see it happening. Baby. I feel like <laughs> if if love and Green Bay. Walk into Dallas and they pull that magic that you know. I don't think they have enough weapons that they, that yeah. they did. <laughs> I don't know. I'm torn on love. That guy, that guy's been up and down. So I think he's. I think he's got a future. But I don't know. He's got I, a lot. I of like the franchise though, and, and I think it would be cool to see that franchise hit on three quarterbacks in a row. I mean, that's not something everybody does. Not something many people. Yeah, I'm have done good at with all. it. I'm good with them not. Yeah, yeah. Me, me too. Yeah. I know you. I'm uh, fucking yeah. done. Yeah. Fucking Vikings fans. <laughs> They still think it's the seventies. Yeah. So how do we how do we do an exit <laughs> off a podcast? Do we just thank? I'm trying you? to figure it out right now because you guys keep yapping. All right. Oh, no, this has been a really good one, man. Um, Superman and Jay on the Instagrams. Yeah. Where else are you at? This was fun. I think I like this more than <gasps> your life. Yeah. Okay. This is a good time. So where else? Where else can where can people find you? I'm Other than Instagram, I'm just Instagram. just Instagram. That's it. I like. I keep a low profile. That's hardly a low profile. Ripping down Route Five Thirty Nine. That's all they find. Out. All right. Well, <laughs> if, if you see a guy in some real nut hugger jean shorts and a cowboy boots and a cut off t shirt, holding the package, holding his nutsack <laughs> while he flies down the road at mock Jesus, 
on his wannabe rogue glide that he's now transformed into a tart glide. Or his girlfriend street bob. Um, <laughs> or his girlfriend street bob. That could be Superman of NJ, maybe heading to Daytona or somewhere in North South Carolina. Who knows? Who knows? But um super good dude. Thank you for coming on, man. This has been a blast. We always have a good time hanging out. We've yeah, been this on was fun. the lives have been fun on the on the Baggers channel. This first shot at the podcast has been awesome. We do need to do more football talk because I feel like that can go a long way. Yeah. I'm, I, this is a good one. This has been a long one. The wife's going to kill me. I like the fact that the football talk gets as fire as the politics. Actually, I think the football talk got us more fired up. Um, he gets really heated for having a scrub-ass team. He gets really a, fired up. a Vikings fan. Listen, like, I just, I can't stand the birds. And So I'm did you and John talk about the Vikings on New Year's? A little bit. Mm. All right. He's another one. Interesting. But I'm just like, again, yeah. last year we were 13 and four and I knew we were going to fucking lose to the Giants and the Giants sucked last year. Mm. The first round of the playoffs. Well, listen, we've all had those years with our teams where we've made the playoffs and as a fan of the team, watching the team all year long, you, you know, the caliber of the team that's made. You've had this happen with Pittsburgh. I'm yeah, sure totally. I've had this happen with Philly. This is one of those years from Philly. I mean, everybody's like, oh, you know, they're not bad. They're hanging their hat on this record that they've got and they've given up. They're they're negative. They're probably the only team in the playoffs with a negative point differential right now. Mm. <laughs> are, are you got Pittsburgh too? I think, I think What's the, up? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the They've been too. rolling negative friggin' point differential since week one, bro. I think the Vikings were too. Yeah, but they're not in the playoffs. Yeah, we're talking about playoff teams. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> talking about playoffs. <laughs> talking about practice. Wait, do you guys watch college football? Yeah, man. No, All we're right, not we going gotta, there. Gotta, Listen, yeah, I know. We have we'll 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 discuss, we'll discuss it. We on Listen, we can have you back in a couple weeks, whatever. You can be a reoccurring guest for all I care. I don't know. It's on your way home from work, baby. Maybe you just become a co-host. We'll see what happens. Um, (laughs) Play your cards right. But, uh, yeah, no, this has been awesome, guys. Hey, listen, if you guys want to be involved in the the event and the fundraiser that we have going on uh, this year, all of 2024, the link will be down in the description to go and donate. If you would like to win a three-night stay in Sturgis at the Iron Horse Inn, uh, the 8th, 9th, and 10th of August during the rally, also go to that same link, donate. Every $20 gets you one entry to win, and in the comment box, leave Iron Horse as the comment, and we will know you want to be in this to win it. Go ahead. Leave your name. Do not put anonymous. Yeah, I mean, I can't express this enough. We yeah. th- we thought we did on the original video. Please leave your accurate information because if you leave anonymous, we don't know who you are. All right? So please leave your name, your real name, and uh, Iron Horse in the comments, and that will enter you to win this raffle that we will be drawing on our live stream that, hey, maybe we'll have Superman of NJ on that live stream on March 28th to determine the winner. Um, also you can just leave money if you just want to leave money for, uh, us to get to the goal of $50,000 that we're trying to win for tunnel to towers this year. Also, if you're in the tri-state area or wherever, and you can get out to New Jersey on July 13th for the baggers and brews poker run and veteran support rally that will be happening at the Mount Holly moose lodge, seven thirty-seven in Mount Holly. Come out to that and uh, have a good time there. We're going to have vendors. We're going to have music. We're going to have food trucks. We're going to have beer. We're going to have Superman and NJ doing the dunk tank. I totally just made that up. No dunk tank, but maybe we'll figure something out. <laughs> dunk tank in them shorts, baby. Them short. Listen, all you got to do is throw a glass of water at him. It's going to look like a dunk tank. <laughs> 
But if you want to be involved or you want to support us and our venture to raise a ton of money for the Tunnel to Towers project or foundation and the um, for our veterans and our first responders, there's a lot of ways to do so. If you can't figure it out, email us at baggersandbrews at gmail.com or thisamericanride1776 at gmail.com and we will walk you through it to get you to help us out <laughs> or to attend the event. If you want to be a vendor or a sponsor for the event, same thing. Email at us at either one of those and we will walk you through it so that you can do that. There are so many ways that you can help out the veterans and the first responders of this great nation, and we're here to help you do so. So please reach out, let us know what you want to do, and we will help you do it. Whew, that's it. That's all I got, man. I should what give you a half a bottle of rye more, man. You find, you, you find your I hit radio my groove, and Jesus. I am ready to rock What's and roll. up? But I got to go home because the wife's going to kill me. Oh, All right. my God. <laughs> Thanks for tuning this in. This has been a great one, man. Thank you, guys. Go ahead, yep. George. Close us out. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're not watching us on YouTube, head on over there and hit that subscribe button. And leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you consume your podcast. And I'm George for Bert and Sam. Semi P. Yeah, this was great. I was so happy to be here. All, All right. right. You're done talking, bro. We'll catch you in the next Later. one. Later.